You are watching the vodka stream. What? What's happening, everybody? <laughs> oh, it's cold in here. Geez, somebody kick on the heat. My God, my upper lip is freezing. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Vodka Street. What's up? Let's get it on, everybody. It's Friday. Uh, yes. Had to happen. I was good and tired of it. I told you guys. I tried to wait all the way to Tuesday, but I was like, no, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So then today, the uh, the mustache is now gone. It is now no longer exists in the face. Doesn't mean it can't come back. Doesn't mean it can't come back. It's fine. It's fine. You know? It was a good run. It was a good run. We had a good relationship going for almost three months, but you know, we decided to uh, see other people. Well, the mustache decided to see other people. I, I'm 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 gonna see other hair. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Anyways, guys, what's happening? Cheers, everybody. Friday. Cheers. Oh. Ah. Anyways, okay. I know it's going to it's going to take a little bit of adjusting. I know the my baby face, you know, is uh, back to the baby face. So what can you do? You know, all right. What's going on, Ryan? We got uh, Miss Nighthawk Steph here. How you doing? Good to see you. Selena, what's happening? Tony Movie Chappie, D9 Neil Blomkamp fan. Hey, Dave, you ever going to believe never going to believe this, but I was going on a plane on I was going on a plane on a visit to Canada with my mom and sister. And then as the plane is about to, to go off, the, it catches fire. Oh, well, that's scary. Holy crap. Follow up. So we had to get off the plane and, and they drop us off at the airport. And we supposedly are getting another plane to go. We just don't know when. I don't know if I want to go on a plane after that. So. Sorry, I mean, I mean I, that's the surprise. If you're any, you know, hopefully I didn't like, uh, I, I try, I said it was a little surprise. That's all. So hopefully you're not disappointed there, Brian. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what. <laughs> okay, what's going on, Stephanie T? We got Mr. Fear Jason. What's happening? Everybody's saying we got Rerum here. We got Rhea. What is up? What is up? Ted Lasso is fucking great. I hear it is. It's on the list. Definitely on the list. Shady McRae. What is happening, sir? All right, who else we got here? <laughs> I know it, it could always grow back when it when it gets winter time, maybe, maybe. So, but yes, uh, rest in peace, stash. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I no longer look like my dad. <laughs> so, yes, will be missed. Will be missed. But yeah, I was just he was getting uh, he was getting tired, got tired of it. What's going on, Mr. Bing Bong? Chris Wong Swinson, what is up, sir? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, what was that witchcraft, right? It just sneezed and it came off. You know, sometimes you get a violent sneeze and it just uh, mustaches, you know, fly off. Dave quit early. <laughs> Never. What's going on, Mr. Phil? Good to see you. And hey, Jason McRae, what is up? Mc not McRae, sorry. I was thinking Jason McKenzie. What's going on? Recipe stash for the pirate ship. Well, cheers, sir. Thank you. Thank you for the uh the $70 super chat. You are awesome helping keeping this pirate ship going. Ah, you're awesome. It was great talking to you on the Patreon. So um, yep, no stash. 
you missed the opening where it where it, dis it magically disappeared. <sighs> Dave had to cute the the mustache loose. There you go. What's going on, Carrie? Happy Friday! Happy Friday! Uh, let's see what else we got. Who else we got? Abel, what up? Are you gonna go see No Way Home again? I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't think so. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait for it. I'll wait for the extra 11 minutes. I don't need to pay another ticket to go see that. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not about that. You know, I'm not about that. I don't know. We'll see. What's going on, Brendan? Let's drink. You're a shalakazoo. Wintertime in California. I was like, oh, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, what's going on, Tyler? Good to see you. Wonder Woman is on TNT. Fantastic, Jonathan. I'd rather just fire it up on something that didn't have commercials. Damn commercials. Did you see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? No, I did not. I did not. I'll wait on that one. I'll wait on that one. I saw Beast, though, and I really enjoyed Beast. A lot. I didn't think... I, I, I thought it was just going to be like, all right, well, we'll see what happens, but I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought, so... Hello, Adam. How you doing? Have you seen the air cut count today? Apparently, they've gotten some air cut storyboards. Yeah, I was seeing something about that, but I didn't hear anything about a campaign or anything. But I was seeing stuff that was like uh, being thrown around. I want like uh, uh, I don't know. But have you seen Beast? You haven't seen Beast yet, Jacob. Uh, uh, no, I appreciate it there, Tet. Always good to see you. Let's talk some DC. Yeah, we're going to talk some DC. It's uh, no no guests tonight. We'll just get the panel. We'll get panel people in here. Have some conversations, you know. Uh, you know, I'll get I'll, I'll start getting guests back again. I just kind of took a little break from that. Um, you know, so sometimes it's just like, yeah, let's just shoot the shit. What did I just do right now? Oops, not that. I don't need that. So, but we'll get some... Uh, start getting some guests back in here too but i like just kind of shooting the shit sometimes you know all right speaking of let me start sending out the uh invites here uh okay boop all right invites being set off baby cap <laughs> Dave, do you uh, do you think Casey knows that he's hot, that he's that hot? Of course he does. Sorry, there's like a gnat in here. Why do you think I bring him on the stream? Got to get some kind of eye candy in here. I mean, my God, something can't just be me. <laughs> eh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Sending out some invites. Boop. All right, there we go. Let's see, I think that's pretty much all the invites. I don't think I was sending them out to anybody else. Let's see. Nope, I think we're good. All right, that should be good. Okay, see who shows up. See who shows up. Cheers. Oh, all right, what are, we, what are we talking about here, huh? Uh, let's see. Uh, please tell me that's Christian Rock reference. Okay. I kind of don't want to see Beast. Yeah, so don't give me shit. It's a good movie. You'd be surprised by it. Let's see. Um, Dave, I sent you a tweet today. Did you? I'll have to double check. I'll have to double check. Do what she said. Reyes says, smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that. 
do all that. Dave, uh, is WBD really using Snyderverse timeline? Can you confirm? No, can't confirm, but I don't know if they're using, they're not exactly using the timeline. We don't know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, what, you know, when it comes to Black Adam and even Shazam, it's like, where does that take place in there? But they did use, you know, shots from Justice League. Of course, some people are arguing that it was not Zack Snyder's Justice League because of the color palette, but you know, hey, I did the right one, right? Yes. Okay. Making sure. Okay. Oh, you know what? Forgot to uh, send somebody else. Hold on. Hold on. Where are... There we go. There we go. Okay. So, Goostache is gone. That's right. It crawled away. Just went... Like, what? Okay. Would John Kempi ever be a guest? Could be. I mean, I don't know how Lady stays up. Do you like to drink? I don't know. Veronica Coding Stone. We have a, I mean, that's Veronica Cording Stone's here. Don't I have a drop for something? I don't know. I can't find it. Where are you at? Shit. There it is. <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. There you go. Hi, Veronica. I'll ship you a bottle of whiskey if you send me an invite. <laughs> you know what? What kind of whiskey is it? What kind of whiskey is it? Uh, I didn't look. It didn't look good to me. Yeah, well, it surprised you. It, it pretty much would surprise you. It would surprise you. It surprised me a little bit because I thought, I was like, all right, we'll be all right. We'll see what happens. When uh, people were seeing Beast, I thought it was uh, the X-Men character. Of course you did. <laughs> Ah, well, there you go. See how that works? See how that works? No. No, I'm not really into all that stuff. I, I just I, I just never got into anime. Just never really got into anime, so. HBO Max really gave Sesame Street its pink slip. Yep. Kids don't watch that shit nowadays, man. That's the thing. We got to realize. You got to get with the times. I totally, I'm surprised it lasted that long, to be honest. Sesame Street's been around for decades. It's just like, I can't even, I can't even like, yeah. I mean, when people cannot be shocked by some of this stuff. I mean, they are crunching the numbers. They are seeing what people are watching. And then there you go. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we got to just kind of go, all right. It's always funny. They canceled that. Well, were you watching it? No. Well, then there you go saying sergeant pepper didn't come out to play right did the flash movie test screen again do you think the movie will be hit i don't know i keep hearing good things about the test screenings that's the thing i mean in these test audience you know i would say probably like a very small version it's mainly a small portion of the test audience know about the drama that is that is happening with ezra so i that's where i wouldn't be surprised like like they're they're enjoying it. They're not even thinking of it like that. So, um, wow, that's pretty cool. Sorry, I just saw something on my timeline. I'm gonna probably have to pull up right here. Join the stream. Let's see. Let me get that tweet ready, and I'll answer some more stuff before 
first uh, first contestant to the vodka stream show shows up. How about the uh, how about the whole movie of the zombie tiger? About a whole movie, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Let's do it. What was the tiger's name again? I'm totally drawn a blank. Zach directed a Dragon's Ball movie you'd watch. I mean, sure. If Christopher Nolan directed one, if Quentin Tarantino, which Quentin Tarantino kind of did, there's a portion of Kill Bill that's kind of anime-like, so I don't know what you're trying to say here. Yes, if uh, if one of my all-time favorite directors were to direct an anime, yes, I'd watch. <laughs> David Fincher? Yeah, I'd, I'd watch. <laughs> Put Sesame Street in clips on YouTube Kids, and it would do gangbusters. Probably could. Probably could. It's not complete. They're just removing. Yeah, so they're just removing just 200 episodes. I think I read that too. Let's see more. I haven't caught. I still have to finish up Sandman. 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 Justice for Big Bird. <laughs> ass. Oh God! Don't don't be one of those guys that calls him Aslov. Oh, Aslov. Jeez. Uh, oh, you guys. Use guys. Use guys. I, again, I wouldn't have thought that the people who are turning on him were going to turn on him, and the people that are supporting him were supporting him. It kind of like total switcheroo when it came to that. Anyways, all right, we got, uh, let's see, we got the first, uh, we got the first little, wow, shit, get out of here. Get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. All right, we got, oops, no, don't do that. Man, I'm trying to learn how to do StreamYard all over again. It feels like Jesus. But anyways, all right, so uh, first person showing up is Mr. Chris Long Swenson. What is hey. up? what's up, Dave? How you doing? Aloha Friday. <laughs> Aloha Friday. Dude, I was just, as I went to set up the tweet, I just saw what your wife painted or what, it's, what she's painting. Yeah. I didn't even know what she was doing. That. She was like, hey, check <laughs> this out. What do you think? Yeah. Like, Holy shit. It's Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull it up right now and show everybody if you don't mind. Yeah. It's really, it was pretty awesome. I was like, whoa, that's cool. Let's see. Yeah. Let me, sh Working let me share the screen right here. It's a work in progress, uh, but man, look at that. That is quite beautiful right there. I didn't know. It's yeah. It's amazing. Like before that, she did, she did um, one of my, when my son was like five and he was like looking at Buzz Lightyear and then uh -huh. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I'll get a painting for all the kids. And then all of a sudden she's like, now I'm going to work on Batman v Superman. Oh, cool. There you go. Didn't she design some of your shirts too and stuff? She did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's in the phases. Yeah. <laughs> she'll get in shirts, <laughs> then she'll do plants, and then she'll do painting, and you know, she has different projects and getting into other stuff. So oh, that's but cool. It's cool. Keep what are you drinking drink. tonight, Manhattan. So nice. I'm trying to get through this. The funny Cute. thing is that the cap here, my wife uses it to plug into the walls. <laughs> <where they're laughs> Yeah, pile all outsiders like these. Do those holes? These yeah. are perfect for it. Perfect. So it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know. Right. You know. God, get some use, more use out of them. I like it. I like mm. it. So, how you been, man? Been okay. Uh, today yeah. was uh, admissions day, so you know all the kids were home. So I'm like, I'm I'm tired. I said, I'm I'm gonna go on vodka stream tonight and just drink something. <laughs> She's nice. like, go ahead. Do it. Get away from the kids. Talk some nerdy shit. Have a drink. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. 
But man, you're no mustache, man. I was used to I, your mustache. I know. I got I when like, I did it. Okay, so I was like all week. I just kept going. Ah, it's bothering me, man. It just was. It was actually bothering me last weekend. Um, it, it started becoming like, geez, man. I'm just like. I don't know. It was getting itchy. And then I was realizing I was like, man, I have to like kind of groom it a little bit more and everything. So it's just, it started becoming a hassle. And I'm like, eh, it's almost been three months. I think it's time. And then I just kind of waited a little bit longer. And then, and then today I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start off the weekend by freeing my face. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to be doing like a, a, a video this weekend. I'm going to be working on. And I was like, you know, I don't want to have the mustache for this video. I'm just going to like, you know, do it before. Cause I was going to wait till maybe Monday, but then I was like, nah, I just oh. was like free it today. But yeah, it, it, it feels nice. But yeah, it's, it's, it was a little like, whoa, my face is weird. I know. Gotten used to that. And mm -hmm. like goose died today again. Goose, <laughs> goose dash died. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like, I almost made it because originally I was like, Hey, I'm going to keep the mustache until, until, um, uh, Top Gun Maverick reaches a billion. I'll help it make a billion. And it of course reached the billion with no billion, problem. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'll keep it a little bit longer. I'll keep it till it's the, to the theater run. But I'm like, this movie is just not leaving theaters. When is it, when is it going to come out on video? Jesus, right. we're like in August here. We're in August. I mean, the movie came out at the end of May, and it's like, it's still going. And then finally, it was like, all right, they announced Tuesday that it's coming out on digital oh. download. So I went, all right, that's going to be it, I think. But it was a good run, oh. but yeah, I just couldn't. I was always envious when other people can grow mustaches and beards. I, I got that Asian blood. Angry oh, yeah. You get that thin hair. <laughs> I never will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I can't grow a beard, probably. I, it's all thin right here. That's the Mexican part of me. My dad can't grow a beard either. My dad has a, a great mustache. He's had a mustache all his life. And I saw him last weekend, too. And, um, he was even said, even said like, hey, the mustache is looking good. And I was looking at him like, I don't know if I'm going to keep it much longer. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. And he's just like, oh, you just got to freak. You, it is, so he tells me like how, what he does and stuff like that. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun to do. I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that every day. You know? Right. You got to take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take care yeah. of it. The grooming. I mean, his mustache is pristine. It's like nice and just perfectly like just it, it, it's almost like a makeup artist put it on. It's just so like perfectly <laughs> trimmed, perfectly combed, everything. And I'm just like, I, I, I don't I don't want to do that. Mine was like kind of getting all shaggy and whatever. So I was like, yeah. but uh, yeah, but he is. So. Well, we'll see if he, uh, I'll have to tell him that. Sorry, the mustache is gone. I don't look like you that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably proud for a bit there. <laughs> he, was. he was. He was a little proud. But, uh, yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, I know. Like, uh, yeah, when it comes to anything else, like, grow any, like, yeah, we, we can't really grow beards in the Pena household. Nobody really has a beard, you know. Yeah. It's all thin right here. It's kind of thick right here, and that's about it, so. But. Don't be jealous, man. It's fine. <laughs> keep the baby face. Keep the I baby, got the baby face. face. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. I'm forty or thirty or twenty. <laughs> hey, you're gonna get carded forever. That's that's yeah, you're right, good. right. <laughs> that's what's good. So, um, how's the channel going? Channel still going good. I see. Yeah, it's been good. A lot of slow news lately in terms yeah. of EC and stuff like that. But you know, it's kind of expected. I feel like Warner Brothers Discovery is really like kind of making sure things don't leak out as much. Maybe. Yeah, they like definitely they don't want that stuff. Um, and then especially with all the uh, the articles that have, that have been coming out 
you know, about, uh, you know, that Hamada guy and uh, all oh, the yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That's not that's not Warner Brothers Discovery. That that's definitely yeah. not them. Um, yeah. It's definitely uh, the the old regime trying to try probably trying to utilize the um, the media to uh, for their benefit to be like, hey, you know, you know, you know, feel sorry for me and blah blah blah. I don't know. I it's a weird thing. It's always a weird thing when like you talk to people like, what is this about? And they're like, oh yeah, they use oh yeah, studios will use that. People, individual people will use um the media you know the the trades and whatnot yeah. just to just to push them like you know trying to, them they're trying to like release this is what you would have got this uh -huh. series and this series and this movie if i were still to be the president <laughs> i know exactly and it's like and then most of us were i mean i mean a lot of us were just kind of going like all right crisis on infinite earth like you're gonna do that but like what i mean with with i mean you need you, you need to establish i mean the biggest thing is what we always talk about is like you got to get superman's house in order you know and that's the major thing it's like what is going on with superman i mean that whole idea about the uh, the black superman was like nobody wanted that nobody wanted that. they wanted valzad sure but they don't want yeah. a black clark kent they want clark yeah. kent stay clark kent give us the actual black supermen that have been written in the comic books sure but don't race ben clark kent nobody wanted that and, mm -hmm. and it's just like in cavils right there <laughs> right there man right there right there oh do you think maybe so i've been like my theory was that walter hamato been keeping trying to not get henry cavill back like giving him these ridiculous offers that he's like that's stupid why would i do that or why would i cameo with little without my own movie and stuff like that I'm, yeah like, I, I, I kind of felt like that i don't know <laughs> well i think i mean when it comes to cavill it's such a weird thing because i mean i think yeah i think hamada and that regime you know and with the plan and emmerich and everything yeah. uh they were just really wanting to stray away from the snyderverse as much as possible that's why they released that article we what the monday after Zack snyder's just league saying that right. oh, we're not going to do anything that? more yeah. i mean that was already that was preset they were like nah yeah we're gonna make it a point they're ready to go yeah, yeah exactly so so i think that's why they they probably kept lowballing uh cavill who knows i mean i don't know the logistics of it yeah. i just know that he's aiming high they're aiming low and that's the only thing that's the extent that i've heard about it but it's just like and then you have the whole black adam thing and you just kind of going like all right he's not going to just come I'll come in for a cameo you're gonna he's gonna if he's gonna if he's gonna show up in a cameo you better promise him a movie creative control multiple movies actually right, you know right. he's, he's not going to just come in for something like that and and then of course you know there's the worry that black adam's not going to be a hit and it's just kind of like you know that's yeah. so up in the air yeah. yeah how are you feeling about how are you feeling how about you, black adam i mean okay so <laughs> i got chastised <laughs> when i reacted to yeah. the trailer because i was like i don't know i'm not feeling yeah that. yeah like, i thought i went i mean i was excited before the trailer mm -hmm. and then i was like this and then when i saw the trailer, I was like oh I mean, I'm starting to feel that. Oh, it's another Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, but it's like yeah. it, it's so. But I, I want to be surprised. Like I, what do I, you know, we've heard that at San Diego Comic Con they showed a bigger trailer, and um, and so what we got online was like a Comic Con sneak peek. But there was supposed to have been more action, and actually a little bit more violence in it. And I'm like, put that out. Like if that oh, right. was an awesome trailer, you know, you got to get butts in the seats right 
I, they probably will eventually. I would I would imagine there's going to be another trailer that comes up like in the month yeah. of October, I would imagine. And maybe it'll have all that. Maybe they'll yeah. save it for that. So that's my guess. But yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. It's like I like the Comic-Con trailer more. Definitely. It had more footage. And I even called it, too. I was like, I bet it's going to have more Dr. Fate because everybody's kind of buzzing on Dr. Fate and Pierce Brosnan. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it had more Dr. Fate. More Dr. Fate. Yeah. Brosnan. I like that little entrance when he like comes in and then he yeah. just kind of like just drops in after he takes off his helmet. And I was like, that's a cool shot. All right. More of that. That's what we're wanting right there. So, right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's just. But I like them fighting the Justice Society. I like that little bit at the end with Hawkman. Sure. That's yeah. for sure. You know, we need more of that. You know, they're saying it's supposed to be have the man of steel action you, know, so you kind of see it but i need a little bit more yeah and um i don't know speaking of man of steel man i love krypton cages uh you've shown that on your on your show hmm. the krypton cages little teaser with henry cavill oh yeah now. i was and like that guy that blew up on twitter i think it got it got right? like two hundred thousand views or something like that i don't i remember what the actual number was but man yeah i know when he put that there it was just like um it was like, yeah, there you go. That's, I mean, that would create buzz. But then I, at the same time, and I've talked to people on, on Twitter and just, and even said during the show is it's like, it's kind of just, it's not good that people are, if <laughs> for people, some people to see it is if they hear that there's a cameo of, of, of Henry Cavill Superman. Other than that, they don't want to see it. And it's like, yeesh, that that's not a reason? good Yes, that's not a good thing. That's not like a good you thing. Said, yeah, and, that, and like you said, it just feels like another Dwayne Johnson movie. And it does. I really wish that, you know, the fact that he's been wanting to play this character and make this movie for so long, it's like, well, why didn't you lean into, you should have got somebody to really, I mean, I, I, and I'm curious about this too, and I'm wondering if anybody has asked him or will ask him during the press, or if there will be like behind the scenes talk about it, it's like, so why didn't you go full on Widow's Peak hair and the pointy ears? Like, why didn't you go uh, full Black Adam? Other than that, yeah. it's just Dwayne Johnson, which we've known, yeah. we've known what you've looked like for the past decade is a bald Dwayne Johnson. Right. You know, why didn't you just try to disappear more into the role? I mean, right. the suit, the suit looks badass. The suit is very well designed. I think the suit is great. But I'm just going, yeah, but at least could you have the pointing ears or the just the more of a look of Black Dis Adam? Disappear that, into the role, right? Yeah. Um, people like, yeah, that's Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> that's the thing. And that's what I, that's, you know, and that's what a lot of people are saying. It's like, just feel, and did you see DC, uh, DC League of Super Pets? No. I didn't. See, and you have kids, I, and you're I a Superman kids. fan. See, none that's them, bad, Chris. <laughs> that is hard to watch it. Like I, like, I showed them the trailer, and they're like, nah, no. <laughs> "We'll wait until it comes out on." Oh. Oh, it's funny. It's funny because they said we'll wait until it comes out on Disney Plus. I'm like, "Hey, oh. could it come out on Disney Plus?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no i was like wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> that's a problem right there the fact yeah. that you are a diehard superman fan your kids you take your kids to see all kinds of movies i see the pictures all the time and it's great yeah. but they did not want to see they super pets that's Stimulant crazy it was it was like they and you know what's sad about that you know it's it's actually a pretty good movie that's what's sad yeah. about it yeah that's funny because we went to see the bad guys <laughs> yeah. but they wanted to see, see the that. bad guy you know <laughs> i heard that was good. i heard that was that was good, good. that was actually yeah. good so yeah i'm gonna have to catch that when it comes out on video yeah 
But I think you'll be pleasantly surprised on how, you know, decent that Super Pets. I, I was surprised. I was like, it's actually a good movie. The only thing that, that, that I didn't really like was the fact that Dwayne Johnson's voice is coming out of crypto. <laughs> I'm like, could have had somebody else. Could've I saw the post credit scene and yeah. the one he released, and it was that was literally his voice like two or three times, like three times, right? Because <laughs> he was his own dog, he was him, and he was crypto. <laughs> yes, this is what's uh, I like Dwayne Johnson, but man, I think uh, I don't know, I think the ego has kind of been taken over, like this with this whole hierarchy of DC universe is about to change. It was almost like he was like, all right. Uh, and yeah. then the old regime was just kind of promising like, hey, yeah, you're going to be the new face of all this. It's right. going to be you. It's going to revolve. You're going to have your your universe and things are going to revolve around you. We're going to have this multiverse concept. Maybe like your universe can bleed into this universe and blah, blah, blah. Right. I don't know. And I think that's what the old regime kind of promised. But now it's just like, I mean, Super Pets flopped, man. I mean, it yeah. didn't do well at all. And it should have done well, to be honest. But they spent right. like half the budget on the voice talent i mean my god it's like stop doing that please and it's funny he released that post credit like that's supposed to get people more into this oh yeah like it was hey, like one of the atoms in there <laughs> remember me i'm black adam <laughs> oh it's it's getting to the i mean even this past week when it came to like um the stuff that was coming out with like yeah. total film and everything and he's talking about how the whole idea was to spin it off and blah blah, blah. you know and i've when i've talked to people they you know the there's been a thing called the rock verse that's been talked about that's why i did like the last show i did i called it like the the rock verse i'm like yeah. it seems like he was really like promised and trying to be like yeah i have my own little universe in the whole dc universe which is fine i get it i'm, I'm all about the multiverse concept sure that's why mm -hmm. i want the reeves verse the reeves batman verse to be its own thing um but yeah, but this could very well be its own thing, and then of course it could things could happen where it uh, dives into all the other stuff. I don't know. It's and then it's just weird because it's like, okay, so what kind of is there any marketing that's going to happen with Shazam? I mean, I know it's it's so funny. And you like you mentioned on your show like how he like or David actually said he never met Black Adam, and they're like yeah. they're almost doing this, and they're in the same universe. Like they literally, it's almost like. When Agents of Shield was recognizing the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the Cinematic Universe wasn't recognizing Agents of Shield. Like yeah. it's, so, it's so strange. Yeah. And what's funny about that too is like I even saw like a um, I guess if you go on um, I think if you go on Disney Plus, they actually have every all the the MCU stuff in order, like every all the the TV, everything, yeah. all the episodes, the short films that they did between stuff. Yeah. They had it all in order, and I just looked at that for a little bit. And I went. See, that's impressive. Like, how yeah, did they fucking yeah. pull that? They pulled that off. I mean, I don't, I mean, there's stuff I don't like in here, sure. And there's even yeah. stuff I hadn't even seen yet. I haven't yeah. seen the Groot stuff or there's other stuff I haven't seen, but I'm just looking at that going, that's impressive. Like they yeah. created this whole universe that just, that you could literally watch in order if you wanted to, mm -hmm. uh, of like timeline as in, you know, Captain America first, Miss Marvel's very last, mm -hmm. you know? And I was just like, that's impressive. And I'm like, yeah. God damn it, DC get shit together. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter how much you hate MCU, you gotta respect yeah. that they really were successful in serializing their cinematic universe. 
and putting it all together in that sense. And I think that's what David Zaslav wants. So. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's trying to shoot for. And I know it's like, yeah. I always, you always hate it too. When you hear like, Oh yeah, we want it to be like them over there. And you're kind of like, well, that would be exactly like them. And, and, and they're not, they're not. I mean, look yeah. what's going on with the Joker. I mean, they're still going to have that. And, and then hopefully Reeves verse stays pure to what it is, you know? So as long as like they could yeah. still like, okay, yeah, we have, we want to do what they're doing. We want to have like a, an earth prime or like, you know, a, a, a main universe for right. like to expand on. But we yeah. also want to have these offshoots. We want to have this dark, gritty, super dark Batman over here, this crazy Joker concept over here, you know, and that's cool. Like make those movies, make your, your, your elsewhere movies or else worlds movies you know and that's yeah. what you know that's what zach was kind of wanting to do it's like yeah okay we're not going to do what we're doing over there i'm going to do this you guys yeah. can branch off of it and we'll see what happens yeah. and that was a good idea and now they're just everybody got their own sandbox in a way yeah you know? like, yeah it's all Although i think hamada when he was going to do it it was kind of like a multiverse but we're never going to touch that universe ever again but you can be happy that it ex still exists somewhere in your imagination. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was going to do, but who but, knows? Yeah. I, I would love to see the Reeves verse con continue. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the Batman. I would love to see more. You know, maybe the Batman versus Joker or Mister Freeze. They said that was like one of the rumored. It's always teased. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would I would be an interesting con. I mean. Especially because, you know, and I've always said I always loved what Kevin Smith said or he read a tweet. He said it wasn't what he said, but, you know, because everybody's talking about like grounding Batman, grounding Batman. And it's like, oh, and then, of course, people will say it's like the Nolan verse. And it's like, no, it's not like the Nolan verse. And it was like one of those things where it's like you couldn't it was like, how do you explain it to somebody that it's not quite like the Dark Knight universe? Yeah. But it kind of is. And then, yeah, Kevin Smith said it perfectly. It's like, oh, no, Christopher Nolan brought Batman in real life. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Reeves brought um, real life to Batman's universe kind of thing. So it's like yeah. a reverse concept of like we have this crazy gothic looking dark, dark um, Gotham and dark, right. you know, right. setting. And we're trying to inject realism, but it's kind of it's fucked up in here. And we're yeah. trying to inject realism. But, you know, while Christopher Nolan was putting Batman in basically Chicago, I mean, yeah, let's yeah. face it, you know, modern yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. He, he was basically yeah. doing that. So, um, so yeah, I always like look at it like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I just very much want to see wh what else can come from that. And a Mr. Freeze would be that's like that's taking a concept that's like eh, pretty far fetched. I'm like wondering what exactly he could actually right. do with that. Yeah, because it was so grounded. Uh, yeah, Batman. So you kind of like, hmm, like where how they're gonna go that route? Well, I know. And then if, I, when people would say like, what about Clayface? I was like, yeah, that'd it's be sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like wondering like if they do something with Mister Freeze, would there be like a gun? Would there be like a full on suit? Would it be? Yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm actually very curious how he'd approach it in his world because everybody is like, you know, the Riddler was like this uh, Reddit user streamer guy who was like the zodiac killer okay cool penguin right. is penguin is like a mob boss you know and that that seemed very easy and so did catwoman and then of course you had yeah. the joker which was like jesus it's christ crazy. what is this yeah. guy that's a different kind of joker yeah right you gotta be pretty happy you got three batmans <laughs> that's what i kept saying for michael keaton though a little bit i mean it's kind of cool that they're going with the affleck for the but he was going to be in three movies, right? He's he going to be, be in three Aquaman. movies. 
Flash yeah. and um, Batgirl. That's <laughs> got to be. I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, I don't, I don't know what his next thing that he has to do press for, but you better believe somebody's going to be asking him about the yeah. Batgirl cancellation. I'm kind of curious what he says about it. What he says about that? Yeah. Yeah. You think he was the guy that he he was the anonymous actor who said that what David Zaslav was a boneheaded or mm. some kind of I forgot what it said. I forgot. I think like, I know what you're talking about, but I forgot what he said. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Suggest, is that Michael Keaton instead? I was like, whoa, I don't know. <laughs> but he's, he was anonymous. So he could have been anybody. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting. But I mean, apparently, like from what I heard, is like uh, they weren't. I think, well, I think they were cool with the concept for the Flash, but they didn't like the concept of him continuing. They were like, and that's, I mean, that's what we've, we've talked about that too, is like the fact that it's like Batgirl was supposed to be a puzzle piece in a very specific spot, which was directly after Flash during Christmas. And it was going to make sense now that everything got all effed up. It's like, all right, well now, now people, test audience were like, what the shit is this? Like, why is Michael Keaton back? He's like, 70 what the shit's going on here so right right yeah They're probably well, the case got... where david zaslav's like what you yeah i think batman to be a 70 year old batman yeah i think uh i think they yeah him and alan horn were kind of like going they kind of came in and went what what is this like yeah i get the i mean they and i think they're banking on the flash sure but everything after that they're like i don't know about this but uh we got some other uh Cats coming in here. We got Mr. ACS. What we got KC. Hey. 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 How you guys doing? What's up, guys? What's good. Oh, we're just chilling, just talking some, uh, you know, stuff. How you guys doing? <laughs> doing all right, man. We were just good. talking about your Superman Bat Black Adam uh, teaser that you put out. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't think it would blow up like that, and you don't it was think really you put Henry Cavill in anything. <laughs> that blow up to the moon. <laughs> That's true. That's like, true. We're gonna watch Black Adam just so we can see that post credits. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I bet. Are... I bet The Rock was watching that video and saying like, "Why you gotta do me like that?" <laughs> <laughs> because now everyone is, is, is you know expecting that to happen. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> that over again. Well, that's what we were just talking about. The fact that I mean, there's people out there that are like, I mean, I, I and I know it's just the online world, but I, you know, when I get people going like, I'd only see it if I hear there's a cameo with Cavill. I'm like, and I'm like, well, that's bad. That's not a good thing. Yeah. That the yeah. only reason why you're gonna see a movie is because of a cameo at the end. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not a good thing. I mean, the fact that it just didn't get people hyped up. I mean, I'm still going to go see it. Um, you know, uh, the Comic-Con trailer definitely got my attention more than the regular trailer. And hopefully the trailer after that, talking about like the stuff that they did show at Comic-Con that we didn't see. Hopefully that'll create some more buzz. Hopefully they'll release a clip that shows some pretty, you know, crazy stuff that could really create some buzz. And I'm just kind of going like... I'm like, well, first of all, more Dr. Fate. Yeah. I think a lot of people are just kind of like more Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan. Mm -hmm. Come on. Um, but yeah, it's 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 got some work to do. It's going to be interesting. One of the tweets that, you know, interested me was that he recently said that Black Adam has an extremely violent tone and ruthless. Yeah. 
so that didn't seem like it from the trailers uh, <laughs> but i don't know it might be surprising because some people saw the first 10 minutes or something uh at mm -hmm. cinemacon and they said the same thing that they said you know he was straight up killing people in the first you know 10 minutes or something well, so, we kind of saw the beginning of that when he was doing that. He did kill yeah. somebody when he like so he bad. melted melted him with his brains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But ripping people in half is that actually happening? <laughs> I hope. I hope so. Yeah. I, I still I like. I still so, like yeah. the. I still like the uh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, shot where King Shark just you know rips. Dude, that's such a beautiful shot. Right? Yeah, that's such yeah. a beautiful shot. Regardless of how you feel about that movie, mm -hmm. when it's yeah. just like, shh, and then there's like, isn't there like a lightning, lightning. strike too yeah. when he does, yeah. and it's in the, in rain. the rain? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a beautiful yeah. fucking shot. It's a beautiful, <laughs> gory shot. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully there's something like that. I mean, obviously it's still going to be PG-13, so it can't exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, show that. Straddle that line. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta be, it's gotta be suggestive, like, you gotta suggest that, oh, yeah, do you hear that, what's going on, off camera, I mean, I just kind of hope that they do a, handle it a little bit better than Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, I was like, okay, I get what you're trying to do, yeah, there's some things happening off screen, but it's just, for some reason, it's just, I don't know, I mean, I, I have the ups and downs when it comes to the Venom series and stuff like that, so, but, yeah. uh, uh, we got Mr. Steven right here. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, we got hey. hey, we got hey. hey. What up, 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 no, I'm gonna keep you two apart. I don't want any fun. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I would I like to not be in the middle of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking movie. It was fine when we started, but now I feel very awkward. So, okay, uh, Stephen. By the way, do you have like a little buzzer that might uh, trigger in case your wife comes down and scares her? <laughs> oh, 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 that was got a whole series yeah. of uh, tape over the door and like yeah, yes. <laughs> Oh man, that was such a perfect ending of last week's uh, stream. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, that was hilarious. That was so hilarious. And of course, uh, Casey, a, a uh, ring camera or yeah. something up for the yeah. right? <laughs> and Casey, we had a good shot of you with your look like you were meditating, which was yeah, great. <laughs> that became a meme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good times. But uh, welcome, guys. What are you drinking, Stephen? <laughs> Cold brew green tea. All right. Oh. Wow. Freaking, he's getting messed up tonight. <laughs> we just got back in town for we spent the a few days at my parents' house, and um, nice. I thought we had stuff in the fridge, and we didn't. And otherwise, I would have brought something back from. We left a whole bunch of booze at their place, and uh, oh, and I was like, "Oh, we got some stuff at home." And then we got here, and there was nothing. And I was like, "Oh, that's fine. I, oh. I made this green tea that I need to finish anyway." So, <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, take it, take it, take it slow, take yeah. it slow. Why don't you get it too crazy in here? What about you? What about you, Andre? Are you drinking uh, I'm drinking anything? some oolong tea, so I'm I'm, I, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> you guys here, look at you. ACS, are you drinking anything? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, hell yeah! <laughs> got my got my shots out here. Some oh yeah, you get your oh, little wow. yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, fun just, fact: he, that is a fifth of vodka. Everybody, is yeah. that what um, the so, is? That's just how big he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was about to say, it's a handle. Say, actually, you get the, but, you know. Yeah, I was about to say you get those to feel like a giant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's like, 
Yeah, in case you've ever wondered, I met what him in person. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's all, there's actually a handle on there. There yeah. actually is a handle on that little bottle. No, a handle would be closer to the size of like, it looked like, like Andre, hold up your mug. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would be more like a handle. For, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I saw the pictures. I was like, geez, it was huge. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, me and Steven, we're, we're vertically challenged. So, you know, it happens. It happens. I know when, uh, when, uh, when uh, we and Swenson met, he was like, yeah, I thought you'd be taller. I was like, I thought you'd be shorter. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because like the uh the one time that i met anthony uh in yeah. person uh ryan and i were waiting at the airport for him and i'm like hey do you think we missed him he's like believe me dude when he comes to that door you're not gonna miss him and he came out he he was as big as like optimus prime he's like he's huge like, <laughs> well, that was, like oh there he is i met oh. everyone at that bvs screening in detroit and yeah. i think everybody there who i knew was was um uh enosh um mm-hmm. Ray, uh, yeah, yeah, Ray, Ray yeah. uh, Meg, and uh, uh, Dawson were all everyone is like, Man, yeah, all... I need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's all, uh, Andre, check, check your mic. I think you might be running oh, off your computer's mic. Yeah, uh-oh, uh-oh. A little... there we go. Check it, check Friends it. Trouble. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nah, it just sounds like it's not coming through the mic. Yeah, is that better? Yep, Ooh. there it is. There you, there, you go. there you go. Now start singing. Um, anyways um so yeah thank you guys for joining um now we're just talking we were just talking uh you know black adam and stuff how we're feeling about it as we you know each week we get closer in this past week just hearing i mean hearing uh the stuff that dwayne johnson had to say and the fact that you know he was saying like oh yeah you know we're hoping to spin it off spinoffs and and everything and Mm -hmm. it's like yeah he's very much one i mean it sounds like what was promised to him a while. I mean, God damn, he's been trying, he's been trying to get this movie done. How many regimes have come in and out since he's tried to get this movie done? That's what, that's what's, that's what I was thinking about this week. What too, is it like know? 2012 or something? It was a while this, ago. I was yeah. researching this for an article at uh, screenrant.com Screen Rant. that I wrote um, a, a week or two ago. <laughs> oh, it's the one where I said that he's basically trying to be heel. He's trying to play heel to Cavill. Um, that, that's why he needs Superman so much is because in order for his Black Adam to work, he needs to be the rock playing heel in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole mm-hmm. hierarchy of power is about. Um, yeah. And so I went back to find like the earliest articles. He was in talks to play Shazam in like 2003. What? He was doing research for the character and he was like, oh, actually, Black Adam would be more interesting. So, yeah, so right. he's been in, in, in talks and, in, and that was in like 2000, you know, 2008 about is about when he was like, yeah, let's do that instead of me playing Shazam. Um, and, and so that's like absolutely insane that it took that long mm-hmm. for him yeah. to, to wind up on the screen. <laughs> that's insane. I didn't even know about that. Like back yeah. in 2003. 2000. Wow. <laughs> wow. Might be, it might've been like 2005, but <laughs> Like we're still, talking, we're still yeah. talking almost twenty years. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's still it's, pretty yeah. insane. Close still to pretty two decades. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, and it was one of those things too, where it was always like a myth. You know, like it, you knew he was attached to it, but nothing was ever happening. So you were like, when is that ever going to happen? And then mm-hmm. eventually, it started to come to uh, fruition. But and then now, I mean, like the question that I, I've had lately is, you know, 
like where does it connect? Like how much connective tissue is in this movie? I, I would love to know. Uh, exactly. Obviously, I'm probably gonna have to wait, but still. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a feeling that it, I'm sure there's going to be connective tissue, mm-hmm. um, especially because because to the rest of the DCU, who knows? But I mean, Shazam is seven buck. Danny Garcia is a producer on it. Like you're you're not gonna. Um, it's got to be, you know, there's got to be some connection. It was even a Black Adam Easter egg or two in... Um, in yeah, there's one Shazam. little hint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I, I suspect that it's going to try way harder to serve as a launching pad for its own... You look at all of the, the Justice Society stuff, that's mm-hmm. a whole... That, basically, he looked at the DC Pantheon and was like, what is a whole corner of characters that I can take without yep. having to worry about all the Justice League drama. Yeah. Um, and found, like, all the Justice Society stuff, which is linked to, you know, it, the Dr. Fate and all that stuff. Um, and and so I think his objective is less, how do I connect this to Justice League, so much as how do I get people excited about Justice Society stuff. And it makes sense. I mean, when we heard about yeah. that, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. But it's just like, yeah, I mean, but but at the same time, it's like, you know, this whole Superman talk, I mean, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, man, he must, I mean, I mean, we saw Comic-Con and how he answered all this stuff. And it's just uh, kind of like, yeah. that's got to be, it, he's going to get a ton of that probably during the press junkets yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's why yeah. I said, um, well, and then like going back to my, to my article, I think, I can't remember was that, if that was the week I skipped or not, but I, um, on the, on the stream, but I, there, the more I think about it, there's absolutely no way that he didn't know exactly what he was doing when he answered the yeah. question that way. He knows how to get a crowd going. He knows how to get mm-hmm. cheers, and he knows how to get booze, right? Mm-hmm. Like live. He knows how to right, take a right. live audience and make them like disappointed or make them enthralled. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, and he knows how to answer the, he's answered that question a million times about like, and so the fact that someone would be like, who's going to win in a fight, you or Superman, and for him to start to answer that as he's done a million times and then be like, I guess it depends on who's cast. Weren't, weren't like, yeah. that's not that, yeah. that, that, like he, what he, I think that he was drawing booze in front of Warner brothers where he's like, do you see like he's trying to make a point that like, you know, we really need to get him back on board. Yeah. Um, I mean, at, at this point, leverage. yeah. I mean, at this point it's like, just get the man what he wants. I mean, it's like, <laughs> is it really that detrimental to your, uh, you know, well, especially because it's so disconnected universe? from the other stuff. Well, yeah, and exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if he wants it to be disconnected, he wants it like to be s- like its own separate corner, which mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's not going to be like the Batman where it's like its own universe. Then it's just I know, like, I don't oh, think so. well, cause I hope not. I'd be like, I'm not going to watch um, this. <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, James Gunn's wife or fiance. Oh, yeah. Uh, from uh, Peacemaker. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Holland. Jennifer yeah, there Holland, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I bet one of the reasons he's also going for Superman is because, you know, if he's actually fighting Shazam, which is supposed to because of the comics, I don't think he really cares about that because then people will be like, what are you just fighting kids or something? And then <laughs> he, he, wants to be, he wants to be known as the person who actually, you know, yeah. fights with Superman or goes toe to toe with him at least. Right. Yeah. He's just a bully. <laughs> yeah, he would be called a bully if he's fighting kids. That's that's, 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 that's what he needs. So difficult. That's what's so difficult about this whole thing is the fact that it's like, yeah, people are gonna say that shit, and then it's like, oh, this has been look at there's been books about this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this has always been the case. Like, what are you thinking here? Well, and that's um, why I don't. Right before it. I came on, you were talking about what, how violent it was, and I, mm-hmm. I think what'll make or break, make or break this movie for me is. 
I because I, I have no anticipation of him being like crossing lines, no. um, both in terms of content and in terms of character. He's gonna be mm. like as bad as he can be without being irredeemable. He's gonna be he's gonna get as violent as he can without doing something that makes yes. it R rated. Mm-hmm. Like and it's just gonna pull punches left and right and and it's real hard for me to get to like really believe him when he says that because it's, this mm-hmm. is Dwayne Johnson. Like not like he only does family stuff at all. I mean he's done you know, he's done pain and gain, he's done stuff that's violent and and full of cussing and stuff. But like unless you're committing to an R rating, don't try to hype up the violence on this because yeah. all, otherwise all I see is like that shot of from the trailer of the dude bending the thing on his head. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he, I don't know if his plan is to boost up the opening numbers or you know he's oh, yeah. not thinking about the long run because he's prom he's over promising now and I'm sure he will do that you know a week before release mm-hmm. even more and if people go in watch the movie on the opening day and you know uh, get disappointed by all of the stuff he was promising, then it won't have legs. So what then? That's the thing. It's the legs thing. And it's like, it's going to, you know what? And I already know like the way that they, you know, after it comes out, it's going to be, they're going to try to bend it to like, it's one of the biggest October openings ever, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 Number two has never been higher. Yeah, exactly. Except for uh, in the genre. (laughs) Like, (laughs) because we know, we know how he does that. Remember that whole thing about the, what was that? The score? 94% or something yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i was like that's an interesting way to look at right. i think it was the trailer they talking about the the, the positive yeah. reviews for the trailer or something like that i, I was thinking know. he was went like, into a youtube studio and he saw how many percentage <laughs> likes <laughs> <laughs> and he's he doing, like, his, research. He's that doing his research and then nobody else can see yeah <laughs> he's doing the research yeah <laughs> But that's what's the, I mean, yeah, but you're right, though. It's like, how is it supposed to have any kind of legs? It might have a decent opening, but it's like, like then it's going to probably, yeah. what, drop a 60%? Uh, probably. Just, and then just people are going to forget about it as they go into November, which they're going to have more award-winning movies. Great. Well, but, like, November snaps someone's neck as they plead for... Then, you know, then I'll be like, you know what? Okay, this is all right. But, like, if if it's, like... He's got a change of heart, and it avoids him like, I don't know, killing anybody. That's a, that's not a, well, they were a bad guy. Then, like, cause even even the trail, like, even though like good guys don't, or we don't, heroes don't kill people. He's like, well, I'm not a hero, or whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. that whole thing. Well, is. I do. It's yeah, so, it's like it's so mm. performative that like, show me the money or or don't like. No matter how many times they say like I'm a bad guy in the movie, like. Like, dude, either you break a toddler's back over your knee or shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, 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 Stephen. The next, the next. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 the baby. <laughs> Wait, this oh, movie is not directed by Darren Aronofsky. Billy Eilish song, I'm a bad guy or something. I think I don't think I think that's legitimately in the movie now. 
Oh, it might be. I mean, it think about be. it. Think about it. Oh, oh man, dude, this is the credits. A different rendition of it. The music oh. over the credits, like. Oh no. Oh, I'm no. <laughs> Before we continue, you were sick. You were <laughs> terribly, terribly sick. <laughs> and he has kids. Nothing. Yeah. I just finished so Sandman for the second time. I'm looking so at I'm on the screen. Okay, yeah. uh, Sandman is so good. I'm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's so watch, good. Watch the bonus episodes that came out. Today. I know. I haven't had a chance to yet. But I. How many were there? Watching, How many were there? Like, oh, it's too bad that it's, this didn't like, fit into the two of them. No, 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 okay. Oh, no, no, no. I literally, that's why I'm late. I was watching it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now I do. Nice. Scott, Scott, say one word to describe it. Fire. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, yeah, that, it, awesome. it's one episode, but it's yep. two stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because so, it's issues, it's issues 17 and 18. Mm-hmm. It's Calliope and Dream of a Thousand Cats. Mm. Yeah, when I was watching, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna tr- even try to do dr- Dream of a Thousand Cats. I was like, you know what? That doesn't really. They could probably <laughs> cut that out, but why would you cut that out? And then I and then I legitimately thought, oh, that'd be cool if they did like bonus episodes or something. And then they re- announced that I was like, man, I wish I had said that out loud. Instead, breaking a toddler in half. The show knew that there it had originally been announced to be. 11 episodes mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like a week or two ago images leak like like images accidentally got posted by netflix mm-hmm. of the the calliope portion of the episode so you know it, the the, 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 the like the sandman fans were like we know there's at least another mm-hmm. episode or two we didn't know how it was going to be presented this is just like two stories you know edited into Yes, one yeah. episode, yeah. but we were like, "So when's it coming?" And, <laughs> well, and it's also interesting because these are from the you know if you get like the trade paperbacks, this is from Volume Three, Dream Country, which is mm-hmm. just four completely standalone mm-hmm. short stories. But the end of Episode Ten totally teases Volume Four, so it was like. I can see. I like the idea of doing these bonus episodes because how else are you going to do these kind of one-off short stories? Yeah. Before mm-hmm. jumping into well, the next arc, Amanda just finished it, and she was and I, I was talking telling her about Barbie and what that was all setting up and everything, and and she, and she was like, "Oh, I hope they do that as like miniseries." I was like, "Well, so much of this like is about Morpheus's arc, even if it's not." about morpheus yeah all it's all these characters that 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 underpin his journey and and so so you can't break all of it out but some of them like that um it like like dream of a thousand cats is is such a brilliant thing to do as a as a Mm one-off um but so so it's it's, not going to continue well it is it's a it's like a standalone story though so it it doesn't need to feed into the they haven't announced like a season two so (laughs) but but i'll I'll say this as as a uh someone not read the source material, you know what I'm saying? Series fire, fire. When I Very saw, the, I, I can't remember what what medium I saw it on today. I was like, wait a minute, there's there's another episode that's two parter, <laughs> and it's on Netflix right now. So as soon as I got off work, it immediately came home, and I was like, yo, let me watch this shit. It was dope. And uh, also, as a person who owns two cats, I'm like a little bit like, 
<laughs> I have yo, to see bro, it now. Yo, I'm telling you, because I'm telling you, look, if you own a look, look, you don't have to own a cat to, to, to get this point. There's a part in 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 the um, the, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen goodness. the episode. It's I know what you're talking so about. So bad. It's so it's um. it was like almost like I was getting uh, breathing palpitations watching it happen. <laughs> I was like, holy yeah. shit! Especially like, holy because shit. in the episode, the cats don't you know move their mouths while talking. Nope. So it's kind of like they're thinking. And in real life, if you look at a cat and if they're just, you know, sitting there, you just start imagining that they might be actually no, talking. Was, yeah. was fucked up because there's a scene. Look, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. There, there's just a, a really bad scene with a brick and a bag and cats. And that's all I'm going to say. And <laughs> after it was done, I watched that and I was traumatized watching it. And I looked over. And I got two cats. One of his <laughs> name's Mira, and one of his name's Raven. Obviously, you, you know, you know where the cats' names come from. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of book. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I just looked at both of them like, I'd never do that. And they still looked at me like, uh, Are you sure? They were talking. All I can say is that even if you haven't read Neil Gaiman's books. Mm-hmm. I I am just confounded watching like they keep stuff in these episodes that I'm like they did that they 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 went well, there I mean watching great. the show is pretty much uh, with a few changes here or there watching mm-hmm. the show is pretty much like reading the books really so oh, it, it gets helped, that close it to the it's that close yeah because I'm watching a stream that Neil Gaiman's like part of the whole thing yeah, I mean, yeah. yes like. He's there going, nope, we're doing, I mean, he had the vision, so it's just like, he just needed people to help get that vision. And I mean, we kept hearing about that even before, like last year, I think at Tadum, they were like talking, they showed a little mm-hmm. yep. behind the scenes thing or something like that because they were still filming or whatever. But I mean, I think it helps just to have the actual creator, you know, of the books mm-hmm. just yeah. be there and being well, like very think, much in the creative We've all seen adaptations of this type of and he's a and Alan Heinberg is a huge yeah. fan. So basically, yeah. Alan Heinberg was there going, he, he's cool. Just yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because cool. from what I understand from the interview, because I got to, you know, I got to watch the the VIP premiere, and there was Ooh. an interview between Neil Gaiman and George R. R. Martin uh, before you got to watch the first Ooh. episode. And Neil Gaiman talked about kind of like how Jason the writers room worked. And really, it was more like Neil Gaiman wasn't, you know, like super involved. It was more like he was there as kind of like a godfather. And mm-hmm. you really get the sense that Alan Heinberg was the one like running the writer's room, wow. like keeping keeping the vision intact. Streamline. <laughs> yeah. And it it's really interesting. And apparently Neil Gaiman talks about like meeting Alan at like something. So it's like, oh no, he's been a huge fan. Yeah, but, I want to see that. Oh yeah, and um, a- Anthony, <clears throat> since you watched it, I'm not sure if you know this, but Neil Gaiman had a cameo in the cat episode. He's he's one of the voices. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that in the, oh, in the credits. Voice. Is it uh? <laughs> you you I know you know which one it is. Is it the the cat that that? No, nope, uh, nope, not a cat. Got me already. Oh, it's Got not. me already. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. hashtag I, it's not a cat. I, hashtag not a cat. <laughs> because also, I will tell you this. If you ever in, enjoy Neil Gaiman's... Well, one, if you listen to the Audible production of Sandman, mm. 
he's the narrator. So yes. y- you hear his voice and then he reads all his own books. So if you ever read one of his novels, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. he narrates the audio books of his own books. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those authors that like, I'll buy the physical book, but then I'll also buy the audio book so he could read it to me. Like he, yeah. he's got yeah. one of those voices. What I, what I thought mm-hmm. was really cool about the audible production and, and watching the show is how close Morpheus's voice was to James to, McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, like I, I was, I was like, man, I've got, I've got McAvoy's voice in my head. It's too bad that like, there's no way they're going to get a McAvoy performance for dream. And then I, and then I was like partway through the first episode and I was like, I take it all back. Like the, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> Amazing. How great is that casting? His voice is amazing. Oh, yeah. he's perfect. And he gorgeous. completely transforms. Well, I think all the perf- all the casting was perfect. My only casting gripe was um, I thought Rose Walker this? was a little bit flat. But um, but I would also argue, and I and I was talking to Meg about this too because Meg hadn't read the books yet and watched mm-hmm. the show. I'm also not like that. Some people did enjoy like the second half of the season as much. But I will be frank that when I read that arc in the comics, I'm I wasn't that like engaged in that mm-hmm. volume as much. But it's like, oh, but I'm not going to hold it against the show because once again, they're being incredibly faithful to the book. So yeah, if I exactly. didn't like those issues, right. I didn't tend to like those episodes as much. Yeah, I liked yeah. it a lot. I mean, my favorite is the um, is the John D stuff, and so of course when I saw. This I didn't know. I didn't follow the the marketing and stuff a whole lot. So the second I saw that uh, John Thewlis. D was played by David Thewlis, because in my head it was I knew <laughs> it was coming Lupin. up. In my head Professor I knew it was coming Lupin. up, and and I said, um, so I was like one of those things. Where I was like, man, Aries. David Thewlis would be awesome. And then David Thewlis showed up, and I was like, this is gonna be. I was like, what episode is this? How far are we away okay. from the diner? So basically moment. what you're saying, Steve, that is that stuff you think comes true. So that, in fact, Black Adam is going to break a, a toddler's back. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I doubt. I highly doubt that's going to happen to Black Adam. Hard on. So, because you said it out yeah. loud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I said it. I said He's going to will happen. it into existence. Oh. Um but um, that wouldn't yeah, happen well, in an R-rated Black Adam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wouldn't even be said... a deleted scene. It'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> we, we left it not to shoot that scene. It's just a concept. Yeah. Um, the other thing I said about Rose too is I was trying to give it like to be generous, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, it makes sense that she would be closer to Dream in mm-hmm. um, how much she emotes. Um, and so the fact that she was a little more flat than the other characters, but um, I don't know. It, it was just a weird juxtaposition with the character, like the like the rainbow hair and the she's a writer, and then knowing like from the book also, and then it just didn't all translate into like a version of a character that I believe is like a real person. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony, something you'll enjoy when you, it, I highly recommend you go and read the books. Okay. And yes. if you have Comicsology Unlimited. You can actually borrow all the Sandman books right now, like for nice. free with that subscription. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that, it's interesting uh, in that the series does an interesting thing of retaining stories and retaining characters mm-hmm. while completely stripping away any direct references to the DC universe. Because well, in in, in you, you saw in Jed's dream there were some direct 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 references, and that was about that was about it. Like I like yeah. the nods being there, 
but yeah. like there are characters that you know don't appear in the series that make mm -hmm. appearances in the comics okay. or john d and i was loved and i loved it when neil gaiman like quote tweeted me when i asked him a question but i always love looking at the special thanks to see all the writers and artists that mm -hmm. get thanked at the end mm -hmm. of every episode and it's fun to see some of the old writers because neil gaiman was pulling you know characters mm -hmm. like john d is an old school justice league villain oh, oh. It, it's, it's, it's he's dr destiny yeah. yeah nice nice so we're talking like from the 60s and yeah. like an old school that's like <laughs> and, and like you know he was in that he was in that mental hospital in buffalo in the series mm -hmm. that's supposed to be arkham oh, really yeah. yeah he's locked he's locked he's he, the justice league locked him up in arkham in the comic so oh, there's shit. stuff like this where obviously they didn't get all the rights to things so mm -hmm. they just they had to just make little weeks and also yeah. and it's fire it's, and it's it, fire it's, it's, it's so good it, it, is, really it good. is it is and I, I look look as far as what, what you're telling me right now going to look for that guarantee uh but like it's also like a thing to where like even though they weren't able to use the stuff that you're talking about scott like like some of these details it's still so good it's actually <laughs> and I would really actually good. credit because I think Neil Gaiman's even said that when he started writing the book mm -hmm. editorially they kind of pushed him to connect it more mm -hmm. to the DC universe. And yeah. you can quickly see that once it kind of took off, mm -hmm. um, those chain, those things this just constant time. <laughs> oh, well, and that, oh, and, and they always do that because so that's good. actually, that's how Alan Moore pronounced it. So like yeah. all the Brits love that. Cause they're like, they're finally saying the fucking name, right? <laughs> <laughs> And then little old me just watched, you know, Constantine like two nights ago. I'm like, is it Constantine or Constantine? <laughs> <laughs> he was well, so that, good in the series oh, uh, because yeah. I love I loved uh, Matt Ryan and you know even Keanu Reeves was awesome. So yeah. I was a little bit hesitant, you know, going into this, but Wait. she was great. Oh, yeah, can, can you yeah. clarify the ordering the way you just phrased that last sentence? Oh, <laughs> oh. Right. and even Keanu Reeves. And even like, Keanu Reeves. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. What? I I'll tell you this. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves movie. I thankfully watched the Keanu Reeves movie before I ever read an actual Constantine. Comic. I didn't know it was DC. Same. Same. So. The yeah. best part is, is that I went into that movie and Fresh. just enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Yeah. So great. I just thought it was a horror movie. Yeah. It's fire, dude. It's so and it's good. so good. It's really good. And I'm sorry, still one of my favorite depictions of Lucifer is in that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, that, that movie it, it, one of the best look, it's it's the encompassing even the way it starts, and obviously, you know, there's 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 always the uh one point that gets a it even still gets me, and I've seen the movie probably a hundred times. When when dude picks up that he gets the spirit destiny, he starts walking across the road and gets hit by that car. That shit catches me out of blue every <laughs> every single time. It catches me. I'm like, oh shit! He just got hit. By fucking... Yeah, you know, it's 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 good, man. It's good. Remember, it's good. remember when there was like supposedly like a sequel in development yes. for a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
I know. I don't mean to bring up like, you know, depressing memories, but oh. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's probably on your list. Uh, that's obviously probably on your list, Scott, that you have. Oh, it's on the them. list. Oh, yeah. 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 When that was like one of the things and they and it was just like, what happened to that? And they were like, and then maybe there's like, uh, Keanu, you want to voice Batman and Super Pets? You want to do that instead? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I know. Sorry. You can voice Batman. He that. did great. Again, talking about that movie. And again, I was, when, when Chris, when me and Chris were just talking, the fact that his kids were like, yeah, when they, uh, we never, <laughs> yeah, never didn't it. see it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but but Scott, you and your kids enjoyed it. Yes, and uh, ah. but, I will, but I will say this, and this was Marketing. an interesting thing. My my nine year old enjoyed it, mm. but my six year old loved it. See, yeah. that's Shep, Shep is six. Okay, and he loved Steven, you it. saw it too. Yeah. Well, mo like most of it, it was weird. I talked about him afterwards. There were so many parts that he was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then specifically like Black Adam's dog at the end. I think part of it was was I was like, oh, we're gonna because he does, we don't he doesn't watch stuff in the mo in the theaters all the time, and rarely will sit for like, like a, a movie at home, especially like superhero movies. So post credit scenes aren't a thing he's familiar with, and mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, there's a secret at the end, and so as a result, <laughs> walking out, he was like, oh, the se the dog was my the the black do Black Adam's dog was my favorite part, and I was like, ah, nobody really likes Black Adam's dog. <laughs> 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 Who the hell knew he had a dog? I took that part to myself. But I know. Did he really have a dog? I, I didn't know. No, no. Anubis. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, no. But no. I, I, but even it, it's really fun because if you listen to our episode where Tim and I reviewed it, we got our. We, I had yeah, you had your kids. <laughs> I had my kids on there because I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you really want to listen to two middle-aged guys talk about a kid's movie? Or do you get the target audience involved? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's really Let's cute listening Super to Pets. a six-year-old on a podcast review a movie. It's. <laughs> I was a little impressed. I was like, Declan, you you did really well. well, well he's, oh, you he's, made that. He's gearing up. He's, gonna, you know, he's, gonna, he's about to steal your, your, your throne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before you know, hey, yo, hey, Scott, before you before you know it, he's gonna be like, um, "I'm gonna need that seat, Dad, on Thursday." And you're gonna be like, "What?" And he's like, "Just, just you can leave the microphone, the 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 everything there. I just need your seat on Thursday. What are you doing? I'm talking about soup, Dad." He's yeah. gonna take it's, over. He's taking over, man. Super he's like, Dave sent me minute. a link, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He, yeah, he didn't send you one. He sent me yeah. one. Start the chocolate milk stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for Declan, people like the Sprite stream. The Sprite <laughs> stream. There you go. Oh man, that boy. Um, that boy. That but, boy no, but I mean, but that, that's what's so. That's what's so interesting, though, is like you know, you have kids that were like, oh yeah, the, when kids see it, they like it. But it's just. I'm telling you, and that's why I was telling Chris, I'm like, I, I guarantee you, your kids are going to end up liking it, but it just sucks that they were just, when they saw the trailer, they're like, eh, eh, yeah. nah, yeah. we're good. And it, and was, a like, good, it was a good enough, like, animated movie, yeah. like, so good DC references and stuff. Very um, good ones. My, the, the, the thing for me that was weirdest about it was that a lot of the voice acting was very yes. much just, like, celebrity in a voice booth. Yes. 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 Um, my biggest gripe was Dwayne Lex Johnson's oh, fucking, yeah. Dwayne, and then Lex Luthor was just Mark Maron. Oh, no, Lex Luthor didn't for me at um, all. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a weird choice. But the, the, I had to look that up. I was, like, was, uh, I was like, whose voice is that? And I was like, Mark uh, Maron. What were the guy's names? Like, um, like... Wally and and Barry or whatever the um the fire and ice guys but Tom oh, yeah. Middleditch and Ben Schwartz yeah <laughs> oh, and, and my kids love Ben Schwartz because that's Sonic, Sonic. yeah oh yeah yeah 
Oh, I yeah. think I told yeah. Shepard that too, and he's a huge Sonic fan. So uh, I know I, I heard that voice. I'm like, it's fucking Sonic, isn't it? I'm like, isn't yeah. it? Well, and yeah. the funny thing yeah. is, is that my kids are like totally into it because he's the voice of Sonic. And then on Nickelodeon in that new Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. he, oh, Ben yeah. Schwartz is everything now. He's Leonardo. Yeah. Oh wow. Ooh. Wow. I would not um, even expect. But, wow, but Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch have a uh, on. They've done all sorts of like if you know from the college humor days, they did all sorts of stuff with Jake and Amir, the two of them. Mm. But um, they also um, <laughs> they've got a uh, improv special on Netflix put together. That's like really, really, really funny. So is it? I have to check yeah. it out. So yeah, definitely check it out. It's it's it's, it's just a classic improv show. But it's I like I like both of them. I like They're, both of them a lot. I mean, I was like I, I I've said this before too. Is like when when the first Sonic came out, I was kind of. Eh, about him as the voice of Sonic, but when I saw the second one, I was like, "Yeah, he's Sonic. I'm good." You know, the second, I'm good the, 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 the second one, when like I was eh about the first one, yeah. and then I saw the second one, I was like, "No, this one was actually like, I, yeah, I, I, I dug this. I dug this one." Yeah, so. because yeah. they didn't have to establish like the, they didn't have to do the foundation of the origin story. <laughs> well, they, and everything. they cut out the whole wedding <laughs> subplot. I yeah, think oh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. No, but it was worth it for that shot of her stepping off the golf cart and swiping the champagne bottle. With the- yeah, that was kind of cool. The whole wedding subplot was worth it just for that shot to exist yes. in film history. I'll give it that, but but it was I, a weird. I will subplot. say, um, uh, uh, as far as far as all of us that are on this panel right now, when um, you see something like that actually take place, because look. Sonic back in the day, fire video games. And yeah. Shit. Like, that, then you see like it's 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 moving towards. They're making a movie out of it. The first one, obviously, you were skeptical. Probably I, we were probably all skeptical. Yeah. And then you actually well, see the movie, you're like, that shit was kind of fire. <laughs> and then the second one comes out. And Ten it's years ago, it would have been like. A porcupine yes. that gets teleported into a yeah. video game <laughs> and he, like, falls into some ooze or something. Yeah, it's like, yo, right. uh, you guys did it correctly. I can't. I, I can give zero hate to either. Imagine if they kept the initial design, man. I'm so glad they changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way. And changing the design was well, worth it for the and then running the joke in the Chippendale first year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and then oh, right. like, you've got, you've got I to know. work with my kids. Yeah, I, I watched it with my kids, and they were cracking up at Ugly Sonic. They're they're four yeah. and six. <laughs> he was losing their shit at Ugly Sonic, and meanwhile, I'm losing my shit at, like, the, the like, oh, that's a strong yeah. cheese. And Larry Fogg did the... Did yeah. the, the director of photography. Yeah. And well, you so, see, and he, he told me on Twitter, cool. he's like, "There's a ton of cameos we had to cut." I was like, "What? How do you cut cameos?" Wow. From that yeah. Well, no, and the funny thing was, was that animation. I think I enjoyed that movie more than my kids did. Yeah. Because all the references yeah. were for me. Yeah. yeah. They were yeah. all for adults. My kids were like, they didn't know what was going on. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh, look at that!" They were just like, <laughs> "What, dude?" Like, well, you know, down. There's enough in there that my kids get that once I get them on the Easter egg hunt mode. Then they 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 aren't as interested in the plot, but they'll go to like Comic Con, and I was like, oh, look at for the people, and they'll like they know who Rick and Morty are, like from commercials right. and stuff, or they know, and so they'll be like, that they love watching to to Shepard watches for I'm teaching him cinema language by teaching him about clues. And so I'll be like, oh, the camera's pushing in, buddy. That means that they're thinking about something. And so now we're watching something. He'll be like, Dad, I found a clue. 
I think he's <laughs> thinking about something. And I'm like, good like, job. Hey, Tom, when, they, when they emphasize a, a really close-up of somebody doing something real quick, it means that's going to come into play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That happened in because uh, I saw Beast, and there's like a specific thing that happens in there. I'm like, oh, you guys really zoomed in on that thing, and that's going to that's gonna come into play. I know it. And then sure yeah. enough, of I, I mean, I, And while I don't think it's as creative or as smart, I do appreciate the fact that Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, the movie, was basically this generation's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. There's some stuff in it that is like really creative though. That, that is more than just like, obviously nothing about it is cookie cutter, but stuff like having, um, having the one have the CGI surgery and, like, yeah, having them, nice. and, having them mis, and having them mismatched the whole time. Like I was expecting like, Oh, they're going to get them on the same animation. Like, no, no, that's just, <laughs> they've got different animation styles or you've got like Seth Rogen showing up. Or even just the voice casting, having, uh, um, uh, damn, why am I, it's yeah, Andy, Andy was... Samberg and, uh, oh, um, John Mulaney. John Mulaney, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Mulaney, okay. And, like and in the fact of all the cameos, you know, for, for us, the, chil the children born in the 80s, you know, yeah. and, you know, grew up in the 90s, it was really great that when cameos showed up and they got the original voices. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so it's like, wow i haven't heard that voice in forever and it's you know i and, and people like didn't believe some of us when we were like no like seriously go disney plus like check this check this <laughs> well, movie out some of yeah. the characters they do stuff with especially that's on disney plus because some of the characters they do stuff with where you're like wait the ip like ironically in this movie that's commenting on ip ownership and stuff <laughs> it's like wait they allowed you to do that with monterey jack yeah. Like, yeah, Monterey Jack. Oh that was awesome. I was like Leonardo like, DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm like, there. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> the kids are like, oh, I don't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, Why are you doing that, Dad? Or, Stop looking like, at Or when they say, like, um, oh, what, do they, what do they call uh, um, uh, the, the Pete or the um, the the Peter Pan? What, did they, what was the, the nickname they gave Oh. You? Um, he was retired and no one was hiring him again. Right, but but I can't. Remember, but it was one of those things where they gave a name to him, and you're always trying to think ahead. To it was like, Petey, okay, I think. Petey, Petey, something Petey. Petey? But Petey but, they, but they but they were teasing him leading up to it. They were like, "Oh, the big P is going to be upset or whatever." I'm like, "Who? Who is it?" And then finally they revealed it, and I was like, "A, that's okay. hilarious. B, they let you do that to that character." Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you know. Remember, like when you watch Who Friends Roger Rabbit, and they've yeah. got like Disney cartoons and Looney Tunes. Yeah, and I'm like, together. And together, and, 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 then and Betty Boop is there too. I don't yeah, know Betty, Betty Boop. Boop. owned by. Uh, I think she's. It's, it's not either one of them, right? No, it wasn't either one of them. Yeah. So. But so it's the same thing, and once again, it's this idea. But but Chippendale is the same thing where you're like, how did you get the rights to all these characters? Batman yeah. and E.T. Oh. and Sonic and Rick and Morty yeah. and like Disney characters. What's Sweet Pete, played Sweet by Pete. Will Arnett? Yeah, Sweet Will Arnett, oh. of course. Is Will story. Arnett played? <laughs> yes, I did hear I mean, about that. Yes, I did hear about that. I saw. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that tomorrow. Oh God, <laughs> watching it. I, I totally forgot about it. I totally I, I, it. No, it's like it's like what um what was that movie Jim Henson's son made uh um murder or the um oh god that was the horrible. Muppet the Muppet murder movie <laughs> oh man yeah. it's not good oh, it's not like good. That, it's, it's not good it's, it's almost like what that wanted to be 
but actually, but maybe toned down a little bit, but with actual branded characters instead Dude. of like knockoffs. That was so like, but, bad. But like you watch the trailer for that, and you think about <laughs> what it could be. Th- like this is that. It, it was kind of crazy what they got away with. God. Yeah, don't ever see that movie. I don't know what happened. I love Melissa McCarthy, but it seems like the latest things that she makes is just all just. I've, I've heard happened? it's her. I've heard it's her husband. Yes, if her husband they're is bad together. In the, in the product, bad. As a producer, then it's gonna Divorce. be bad. Oh. Divorced. Um, but the stuff that she does, like with Apatow or any of that stuff. Yeah, that's stuff. all oh, great. The, 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 princip- the, the principal's office scene from This Is 40, where they just like, yes. like there's like the, the, the reel at the end credits where it's just, she just went. It yes. Like, no, just, she's funny. She's, yeah. a, she's absolutely well, great, but it just seems like the latest stuff she's been in, it's like, what happened? What are you doing? What's going on? Someone, here? Like, the someone has seen, like every episode yeah. of Gilmore Girls at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, she's great. <laughs> My wife is a gigantic uh, Gilmore Girls fan. She has all the seasons. And I've Melissa watched that. McCarthy I've, is great in that. Yeah, she's great as a uh, Suki. I and, didn't even uh, know she was in that. Yeah, yep. she she was um, uh, a recurring character. I mean, a pretty regular character in that show. And uh, I've seen those episodes like half a million times because like my wife watches it like crazy. And uh, it, it, it was cool to see her like doing different roles after a while and, and being funny, you know. But yeah, what's the what's the movie with her and Sandra Bullock? The the cop, the oh, heat, the heat, uh, the heat, 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 heat. Yeah. heat. Oh. Yeah. Because that movie's that, hilarious. Well, hilarious. I never saw that, but I, that gif of read the book. Oh, I yeah, you use that a lot. I think yeah. that movie is fire and it's hilarious, <laughs> but there's one particular line. I'll, I'll never forget it because the first time I heard it, I literally spilled my guts like laughing at that shit. Uh, it, it, the heat, she comes in there and she's talking to Sandra Bullock and they're talking about going and doing some shit. And she's like, well, I'm not what did she say? She said something about, I'm not the one who goes to sleep dressed in a fucking tux because Sandra Bullock has on like a, a, a yeah. pajama suit. That's it. Yeah. That, that's it. I was done. Yeah. I was done. After that joke, that shit was funny as fuck. Like, like when it landed, it was, it was pretty funny. Happy Time Murders. That's yeah. Oh, called. that was that. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's not good. I, I, the, the trailer good. did. Let's put it this way. The trailer did not inspire me to want to watch it. Oh, oh, man. Did you watch it at home or yes. the yeah, the puppet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I watched in the theaters. Oh! I, I paid for that shit because I was like, hey, this could be something pretty awesome. And I was just the whole time I was going, what the fuck? Oh, I mean, oh, they are trying way too hard. This is cast up. I mean, there is a stupid sec- the there's a sex scene with a puppet that has a lot of fluids, and it is what? Like, oh my! Oh yeah, it's really that was in the bad. trailer. Like that was was yeah, the yeah. Right yeah, you see the trailer. Yeah, yeah. The trailer yeah. Is oh yeah, and it just keeps on going. It keeps on going, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Nobody said, hey, hey, hey. You may want to cut this like in half. This scene is Yeah. Yeah. It is like feeling so embarrassed bad. for the directors. Oh, I felt <laughs> I like, bad. I felt bad for Melissa McCarthy. I'm like, you got your head. Like, why, why are you in this? You're, why are you in this? Like, Get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so apparently, bad. she was cast as Ursula in the live action Little Mermaid movie. Yeah. That's really? right. The new one? Is that yeah. still happening? Yeah, that's still uh, oh, it's happening. The Disney. I guess. The Disney, the Rob Marshall one. Oh, because yeah, there's two versions, right? With Halle Bailey, yeah, I think. Or that other one, know. though, it feels like like it's been in development hell forever. But there was supposed to be, yeah, there was supposed to be one, like like Pinocchio. There was the yeah. Del Toro one and the mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the uh, the Geppetto one. Right, right. Because let's remind people that Disney does not own the rights to public domain characters. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give I'll give it that the the live action Jungle Book movie was actually pretty damn good. John really Favreau good. knocked it I out really of the park. I see that really one because everyone you really says do. that. Dude, it's, it's really, really good. good. It's, it's really good. good. But I also enjoyed the uh, the Andy Circus version that yeah, was a like, lot more yeah, Mowgli. Yeah. Yeah. Mowgli, yeah. yeah, that was really good too. I, it was yeah. really weird that there was two of them at once. I was like, yeah. I don't understand. I, I thought I was being punked. I was like, I don't understand. Well, am I, am I watching the wrong one? one? I don't Warner Brothers <laughs> movies that they offloaded on Netflix because Circus yeah. made it for Warner Brothers, and Warner yeah. Brothers was like. Nah, we don't want this. Yeah. Oh my god. I thought that. Yeah. I thought that um, uh, Guy Ritchie's Aladdin was actually really good too. That, that one was. It was better than I thought it was going to be. And I, I the trailers like weren't great, but when I saw it, um, I, Will Smith as Genie really warmed up on me. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they also added like a subplot that because because I, I was like they can't just do a straight. I think that and that's what benefits it the most is unlike the other adaptations, it actually gets a little bit of uh, re, of of plot fleshing out that made it See, like the one that i always appreciated the most because i haven't seen a lot I, I almost like on principle decide to like, not watch them but the one that i did watch and i was like at least this was original was dumbo yes yes oh. yeah. thank you sorry because dumbo really, felt like a really, tim burton movie like, yeah it did it, it did that's it, that's the live action disney movie that felt like the director put his stamp on i mean he, guy Ritchie, like aladdin yeah there's some parts of it where i was like yeah, that's a guy richieism but then it kind of went eh, and then it just didn't feel like a yeah. guy richie movie but mm. dumbo yes scott thank you for saying that dumbo because, had like yeah, a, a more I thought of, it was an great. original feel to it, it well yeah, also it, because it was cooler, dumbo you know? the mo the original movie was only like an hour like yeah it's yeah. super yeah. short yes. it's a tripped out movie too out. dumbo like, oh it's, like, a, it's like a very animated movie like i was watching my kids a while back and i was like well this is kind of weird they were they were tripping on something when they were you know because they also made it short to save some money because i think the movie before it like didn't do well i i used to listen to um oh what's it called oh um how did this get made? No, no, no. Uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy D. Genova, who does Holy Batcast, the podcast, he, he does he he does a podcast called Disorder, and they watch every Disney animated movie in release order. And there was, oh, and wow. I learned some things when I listened to their Dumbo episode. It was like, oh no, they were like churning this sucker out really quick, cheap. Like let's just get let's one out. Let's recoup some money, kind of. And, and and the VFX were really good. Like the Dumbo, like I you the whole time we watched Dumbo, I was like, I want to hug this little fucker. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> I just want to hold on to him because he's so adorable, and he's like just the situations in sucks. Everything. I mean, it, it just. And then he had Danny DeVito. He had Michael Keaton. He had Colin Ava Green. Oh my god! I mean, it was just the cast was fantastic. It was a Bur movie. but it was a Burton cast. Like you're looking yeah. at the way yeah. this mm -hmm. was Burton's ensemble. Burton's, yes, it really was. Got it. So I I don't like to use underrated, but that movie underrated. Have you guys seen the, uh, I say. the the live action Cinderella adaptation on Amazon? I never Prime? saw it. No, no, no. It's no. like it's absolutely insane it feels like you're on crack when you're watching it <laughs> from as it's been described to me um and but it's it's like like my kids are watching it one time and it was one of those things where like i sat down 
and I got sucked into it. Not because it was like really good, but because it was, it was so like, weird. I was like trying to figure out. It's like watching a train wreck, and you're like, their cars are done piling up now, right? And you're like, no, there's still, like, there's, oh, still there's like there's a mile room for more. It's like, well, you know, some like, kids oh, wow. movies do that though. I mean, like they're just like, kind of because it a, just it goes a little off. It, 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 it gives a hundred and seventy percent. At every second, and, and it's got all this like pop music and stuff in it. That's just like it's, mm -hmm. it is absolutely insane how hard it goes. Like it goes. I didn't way too hard for. I didn't want Beauty and <laughs> the Beast either. I didn't watch Beauty and the Beast either. I just wasn't like no, those live actions. I didn't. I thought, I was right. I didn't I thought it was alright. Okay. See, my yeah. problem with yeah. Beauty and the Beast is when it comes to the Disney Renaissance movies, that one is my favorite. So mm -hmm. I was like, no, yeah. I'm not. Why I'm is not Beauty gonna... and the Beast your favorite? Because, are you being a right dick or do you really want to know? Because of the library, because of the books? Because of the books. It doesn't hurt. I'm not going to say that. It's because you're so beastly. You just replied to me with a gif of the library the other day. so I was. It's funny before you go, Scott, because I legitimately want to know, but they're just giving you shit. I'm like, no, no, I'm interested. Like, what's what? Bell loves to read, you know. It's just, well, that's their favorite pastime. The, the thing about being the beast because it was. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> I'm just remembering the gift that you sent Stephen the other day. Yes, that's yeah. where this is all stemming. This is where it's all stemming from. Yes. Uh, continue, Steve. Okay. Scott, Scott, go ahead, go ahead. Because the music and lyrics are written by Howard Ashman and Alan Minkin, mm -hmm. who did Little Mermaid. And yes. before then, they're the duo that did Little Shop of Horrors. Mm -hmm. So a great movie. what I love about Beauty and the Beast is that as an animated film, it is perfectly structured like a Broadway musical. Like Disney mm -hmm. makes musical movies, but Beauty and the Beast <laughs> has that musical structure. So when you yes. think about when Disney started adapting their animated movies into Broadway musicals, what was the first one they adapted? Beauty and the Beast, mm -hmm. because it's already built and written like a Broadway musical. Mm -hmm. So when I watched it, and, and it's the one Disney Renaissance movie I missed in theaters. I don't know why I skipped it. I just mm -hmm. did. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is perfectly structured. I love this. The songs are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love Beauty and the Beast. When I was a kid, I liked Aladdin, for obvious reasons, Robin yeah. Williams. But oh, as I yeah. got a little older, I appreciated the artistry of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's I'll some be, animation be, work uh, in that that uh, even even today when I watch it, I'm like, I'm not entirely sure how they did that. Like, just it gets this, like, glowing look about it that's, like, just... Yes, I know what you're talking about, yeah. 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 Where it's, it, it, like, I don't think it's... It, it was too early to be, a, like, a, to be a CG insert or something. It's just... No, dude. The, the ballroom is the only CG thing. That's the that... CG part, yeah. But yeah. at the same the time, every time I've seen it, in later years, when I've seen that ballroom scene, I've looked at it like, no, 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 no. They fucking illustrated this. Get the fuck out of here. Even though I know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, yeah. it has well, because to look. They can't, they can't do that kind of, like, rotating shot in, in 3D today without making it stand out awkwardly. Yeah. Against yeah, I got that. Yeah. I got that. What, what I'm saying is, like, when I look at it, though, at the same time, I'm like, tell me somebody illustrated this 
because it's fire it's fire it's a fire say it's a fire shot man like when it goes across the yeah yeah it's, it's and fun. and by the way and it's also one of those movies that like my dad talks about taking my aunt when she was a child to go see robin hood and how mm. much he loved robin hood because he recognized all the voices like he was robin enough. hood is a great animated movie so awesome. i don't appreciate it that much i'm more of a sword in the stone kind of guy Sword and Stone is a fabulous one. movie. That was always fabulous a classic movie. for us. Uh, yeah. but, but so Beauty and the Beast is one of those where I go, I love the supporting characters because like, oh, it's Angela Lansbury. It's Jerry Orbach. Yeah. It's David Ogden Stiers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I know, I know all you people. I, I've, seen, I've seen the things with all of you. <laughs> and the things with your faces in it, yeah. I think that's really the reason why like, I cannot appreciate the live action so much because it's so ingrained the cartoon version it really is and it just bothers me that the songs are somewhat different (laughs) you know (laughs) just like i can't get past it i know i'm not i mean like nostalgia trap but in aladdin Aladdin, i I thought that will smith kind of made it made it his own as opposed to trying to copy yeah Yeah, it was good but i mean i still kept envisioning robin williams and how much better it was Mm -hmm. but then again it was a cartoon but it's also Robin Williams, so he can do anything, and he'll do it really good. Uh, but you're talking about CGI shots, yeah? Like the ballroom scene was CGI, and then like the lion in Aladdin was CGI, and then I think a lot of the uh, the escape from that um, oh the, the the escape on the carpet is all yeah, is, yeah it's all the, CGI it's all CGI yeah. Yeah, yeah at the time I remember when I was a kid I was like wow this is amazing yeah. Yeah. and that Sega away. Genesis level was tough as shit by the way oh I played that game on there yes <laughs> yeah you're right I will not speak on the difficulty <laughs> oh, man. I will not speak on the difficulty and or the swear words that came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I also played it on Game Gear too. I think oh, it was, wow. I had a version on Game Gear. Sure. And that was so frustrating. Was those Disney games, particularly Aladdin? And they were hard. The Sega versions were so much better than the Super Nintendo versions, and I just never oh, understood yes. that. You're mm. right. Even the Star Wars games, like the, the Sega versions, were. Way you are absolutely yeah. correct on that, dude. Like we uh, in my in my household, it was all Nintendo. But man, me my too. Cousin, mm-hmm. my, my cousin had the Genesis. Oh, did I love going to his house, playing Streets of Rage, playing <laughs> Sonic, Rage. playing. Oh man, I mean, Jesus Christ! When you when you got that Sega, you know, when you got I mean, that oh, there was some oh, really cool actual titles. blood and. More but i will say with nintendo especially oh we have bots in the uh in, in the chat um yeah, it always happens <laughs> with nintendo <laughs> and especially super nintendo i thought that all the uh super star wars games were fabulous i loved all those games oh, like, you know Empire super star wars super Empire Empire Strikes Strikes Back, super cool. turn <laughs> the jedi they were, they were all really good um, yeah. and, and those are games that were, that were exclusive to the console. You couldn't get those on yeah. on Sega Genesis. My favorite Super Nintendo game to this day, especially, you know, especially console exclusive, A Link to the Past, because it was my favorite Zelda game. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. And it's a very good game. And it's this, so great oh, yeah. because Liam, who's nine, we just downloaded Breath of the Wild on his Switch. And it's just so funny hearing like little you are so into Zelda right now and it's yeah. it like makes you smile you're like yeah you know <laughs> it, it, especially with uh like like Sony PlayStation later on it was like you know all the uh, Final Fantasy games w- would go on 
on uh, PlayStation. They wouldn't go mm. on Super or on uh, 64 or whatever it was out then. Uh, I remember like, all the, yeah, all the Final <laughs> Fantasy games would Game go Cube. to uh, PlayStation. Off. Yes, it's kind of it, funny it, when it when it came to Nintendo, it was like Nintendo and Super Nintendo, huge hit, and then um and then the recourse was what was the one after that? Was there something 64, after that? Sixty four. No, sixty four was good. The GameCube is where it fell off. Like that's it where was, it fell oh, off. Yeah. Well, the same thing with Sega because, as well. I mean, I mean, Sega had Sega yeah. Saturn, and that's where it felt. That's where it completely. Fell Remember off. Sega CD? Sega well, CD was like a revolutionary. It was like holy it's a shit. CD. It's well, a the Dreamcast was the one that was like the Dreamcast off the boat. Yeah, dude. Cast. I remember playing. Dream I remember cast. playing. There like, I, I think I played uh, NFL like 2K, and me and my yeah. friends were like, "Oh my god, you see this? It looks so real." We were so like, like mesmerized. <laughs> I was on a lock-in where someone was playing that good, on Dreamcast, and, uh, like and, I, and I had to go over and be like, "Are you guys watching a game?" And they're like, "No, we're playing." And the <laughs> idea of of that happening in 2003 or whatever is like really funny to me now. Like, I'll watch like modern Madden stuff, and then be like, "There's no yeah. way that this actually looked." real enough for me to think it was real in 2003 but it just looks terrible <laughs> oh dude like when i when i got pl playstation 2 and i played madden 2004 oh man i mean it was just again it was like an upgrade of like you can see the, you can see their breath in the cold yeah yes there was like grass there was grass in the mask what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> with spider-man i thought you know the spider-man one and two games from playstation uh, yeah, i just you know two years one or two years back i was just checking it out because i love those games so much and i was like i don't remember this looking so you know shitty because <laughs> the graphics right. were so old and well, i thought that it was it well, it's, it's like it's, metal gear uh metal gear solid yeah. when that came out it was like revolutionary you know and it was only oh. on playstation and then when you go back to play it again yeah. the graphics look horrible but then right. but it's, you know, it's funny because like it's still a good game it's still you, very you remember game. it being like whoa this is photorealistic and then you go back and like his head is like like from it's like a <laughs> yeah it's just like a big polygon you know what i mean there's no definition on it you're just yeah. like oh well still yeah, the weird cool. tomb raider chest is like a but Metal Gear Solid, was, oh, yeah. that was something else. I mean, when that game came wow. out, I, it, that was the first time I felt like I was I was actually playing uh, a real action movie. You know, like yeah, kind of like The Rock. You know what I mean? Like like I was playing like a really good movie, and so mm. uh, that was really cool. And it had oh, a good yeah, soundtrack. See, see, uh, Casey, you weren't you weren't around when we were just you know playing like these little games that were just yeah I used to play those too like oh, okay the video good games okay good so you know we used to have pages okay at least yeah. okay the fact that you said contra yeah contra just got you brownie points Casey that, it that's, did it, it was it was uh, great yeah. because we had this one cassette thing that had like hundred games so oh yeah, it was yeah. So awesome yeah. lucky you. They've you got the emulator. devices that has like thousands of games. I, I know, right? Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, we had one game that was in a cartridge this like fucking cartridge. day. Yeah. If it yeah. didn't work, <laughs> it would <blow> it. <laughs> yep. Oh, by the way, did any of you, who knows if it's still on HBO Max because everything's disappearing off HBO Max right now. But did any of you watch 8-Bit Christmas? With no. No. That movie was fucking a fire. 
it was like a Christmas story for our generation. Like, oh, it, it I is, don't watch it. You know what? I can't remember. Damn it. I need to. Okay. I'm going to try a little bit. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now to see if it still exists on HBO yeah, Max. It should still be on there. Yeah. Does, is it still? <laughs> I think a lot of people talk about it. So I think Zaslav's like, keep it. Keep it. We're good. Yeah, We're uh, good. Dave, Dave and, and Chris, Chris, if you, mm. if you, if you, Chris, have you seen uh, A Big Christmas? Sorry, oh, <laughs> I was asking you, Chris. Have you seen Eight Big Christmas? No, not yet. It's okay. still there, by the way. It. It, it's still it, there. It's still there. There it is. I am. Well, I <laughs> there right it now, is. This movie hit. Uh, it hits no matter what you're doing. So I'm gonna tell you right now. It's nowhere near Christmas. It's fucking. <laughs> we still got a few months till Christmas. If you turn this movie on. Five minutes after the stream is over with, <laughs> which I might it's fire. do. It's fire. It's 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 a dope ass movie, and it's um it, it hits on like a lot of chords with like like when, look look when we were kids. It's it's just we we want a Nintendo. Oh man, we can't get a Nintendo. Why? Because they're sold out everywhere. This movie hits mm -hmm. on all those folks. It gets on all that. The, all the memories, the memories that. that was well, it's like oh, it's like movies like Kung Christmas. Fury, like Kung Fury. I mean, my God, yes. that movie is just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, aren't they make, aren't they supposed to make like a full length movie on that? What happened with that? And like so. Michael Fassbender it's, it's, was like. It's still happening. It's got okay, Schwarzenegger it's in it, and it's like yeah, and Michael Fassbender was supposed to be in it too, or something too. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> No, but that movie—that's another one. That's on Netflix, I think. Right? Isn't it on Netflix? I think. But that's another one of those movies. I mean, that it's was on, like it's on YouTube and Netflix. Yeah. Didn't he? They just announced that Arnold's going to be the president. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. that, I think there was that, and like Michael Fassbender is going to be in it too. I thought I remember hearing his name too, like attached to it or something. I don't it's, know. But it's got a lot of people attached to it. That um, David Hasselhoff needs to come back and sing the song. <laughs> he is. So he's he's in it. Um, he's in. It? Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up now. Because, Isn't that crazy uh, though uh, about Hasselhoff? How like in Germany he was like a really big singer, like a pop singer, and he had a huge following and a huge. Uh, you know, fandom uh, around David Hasselhoff as a singer, yeah. but then here in the U.S., he was just known for Baywatch and as, yeah. you know, being an actor. But in oh, Germany, Night Rider, Night Rider, But then in Germany, he was like this huge star. You know, yeah. it was crazy. It was like, what the hell? That's what happened? Twilight Zone. It's what happens. But I mean, I mean, what what was great about Night Rider is like anytime I watch it, I'm like, oh, Mr. Feeney is the voice of Night Rider, and that is That's so that. funny to me because. <laughs> For a whole generation, they're like, oh, Mr. Feeney was the voice of Kit. And I'm like, no, the voice of Kit was Mr. Feeney. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this came out before Boy Meets World. Sorry, guys. But, uh, Anthony, you got to take off. Yes, sir. Oh. I got to bounce, man. Um, yeah, thank you for joining. Some rest. Cool. Uh, I'll see you in Black Adam. For sure. <laughs> what's, what's up? What's up? What's this? I'll see you uh, in Black Adam. Just... <laughs> dude, dude, those those fakes that Fear Jason make with you oh, on they're it. Good. He did one with you, Dave. Just uh, I know he did one with me. It doesn't look as good. Doesn't look as good as look as good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I will say that that's fire art. I can't. Yeah, yeah he's uh he's a mad musician when it comes to those. Uh, but it's been, it's been a pleasure, man, to finally make it on because I know it's been a few weeks since I've uh been able to come on here. Yeah, no problem, some, man. some stuff going on, and you know, we've had some uh talks or whatever, but uh, yo, appreciate you having me on, and uh, yeah. everybody else.
Later, Anthony. I'll see you later, man. Peace out. Anthony. See you soon. But uh yeah, um, but yeah, what were we talking about for that? Kung Fury Two. Fury Two Arnold Schwarzenegger and Fastbender in it. But here's the funny part. Alexandra Ship, if you're like she was she was Storm, yeah. I think. And, Storm, um, Storm in uh Apocalypse play, plays a character Apocalypse. named Ray Porter. R E Y. What? what? No way. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tell Ray. Somebody tell Ray. Is that yeah. coincidentally? <laughs> hey, Ray Porter. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm you might get a kick out of it too. <laughs> By the way, I'm still appreciating all the love Ray Porter's getting right now because with the terminal list on Amazon and he reads all those books, he's like oh, cool. staying. I can, I can <sighs> he is staying on the New York Times audiobook bestseller list. And you know, it's so nice to see all the Jack, you know, sure. that like the first Jack Carr book and the last Jack Carr book are both in the top ten. It's just so nice to see read by Ray Porter. His see, voice, so, his that, voice that, is incredible. So incredible. I've heard, him, I've heard him read things. Many times, and his his take on it is on the literature is just, it's so good, it, and he doesn't have to try. Like he just no. he says it with so much like he has that, that deep masculine voice, but he he picks up on, on all the emotion and, and exactly what the scene is bringing you just by the way that that, that he presents each word. Well, it's just, it's just done so well. And speaking of uh, Sandman earlier, he's he does a bunch of stuff in yes. the Sandman audio, yeah, audible audio drama. It, yeah, drunk. and but he, I'm normally pretty good about picking up voice actors, and I typically had to go back and like track down who he was because it would like come and go, and we, there'd be so much, like like, just like the the, because he because he played a bunch of bit parts in it too, and yeah, there was episodes where I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't notice him, and then he'd be like Ray Porter, and I was like, wait, who the fuck? Was he Ray can Porter do a ton one? of voices like, and a ton of accents too, and uh, I mean. I mean, that's why when it when it came to like, I mean, this is again, I mean, you know, reason number a thousand and thirty six why we love Zack Snyder is like, oh no, that's the dude that, that's gonna be dark side. You hear this voice? And of course WB was like, No, no, we bring in a name. We need somebody who's gonna like, no, no, fuck you. That's the guy. That's the voice I want. You hear that fucking voice? That's who I want to be dark side. And of course he fucking nailed it, and you hear that voice. It sends chills down to your goddamn taint. I mean, my God, that's right, yes, Ray. It sends it chills down to my damn. I'm sorry. Anyways, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still remember. No, when that, I amazing. still remember when that uh, Dark Side <laughs> commercial yes. went on YouTube, and we Oof. got to hear we got to hear like that whole speech yeah. of like, and, "And your life will be mine." And it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's it's just so it's just so cool when you when like somebody as cool as that guy is uh, getting the recognition that he deserves. You know, oh, yeah. that was another oh, thing yeah. I liked about uh, with Sandman is they took the the oldest game and intercut it with uh, when when Lucifer is like anti life and then it cuts to Dark Side. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. it was great. Um, and then then uh, I don't know, I don't want to spoil it, but it, it incorporates um, <laughs> it incorporates other stuff from the movie so it. it goes through the through the scene for so for anyone who knows what i'm talking about you probably know what i'm talking about if you don't you'll find out when you watch <laughs> sandman on netflix streaming now i mean that was a direct mm -hmm. reference i would imagine like when i saw the episode he's like i am well, you know when he said i am anti-life what is the like, comics version of that well that's the, that's the thing is uh, for anyone who i hadn't read the comic so like, like when i heard that i was like DC, my jaw so dropped i was like <gasps> it is the anti-life and also in the the solution to anti-life 
um, math, like like look at Grant Morrison's anti-life equation. That is the solution to anti-life. That's why they go after Superman in in the Justice mm-hmm. League movies because um, because I don't know. I'm struggling between explaining a plot we know and a plot that is spoiler without. <laughs> if, if I just go next... for it, dude. Go for it. Who cares? Who cares? Um, Dive right yeah, in. But hope hope is the solution to anti-life. And uh, right. and that's why and that's why he needs to take out Lois Lane is the key, um, yeah. and that's and that's like a DC Comics thing, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so it was really cool to like. And also, I remember reading that, and or actually, I, I heard the audio drama first, and I remember hearing the the oldest game play out there and thinking, because I had just written something about that where I was like, the solution to Andy Life is hope, and then uh, and then it like builds it up and says it in the in the book, and I was like, damn. That's like so cool to be able to know, like from the mythos and the lore, like the equation yeah. itself, and then to have it play well, and out. The like... f- well, and Stephen, to your point though, when Gaiman wrote that, that was before Grant Morrison had oh, written his that's equation. Oh, yeah. Yes, because you got to remember, um, Sandman number one came out in 1988. <clears throat> the series ran from 1988 to 1996. Wow. Wow. 70, uh, the original run was 75 issues. Mm. And, and and Morrison would have made the anti-life equation in what early 2000s? Is that how I'm, I'm going to double older... check that because it was in it was in his final, Seven Soldiers final... of Victory. Okay. And wow. that was published in 2005-2006. Okay. Well, at least I had the timeline right on that one. <laughs> it's still though. I mean, it, it's yeah. <laughs> Like when you talk about how, but so you know, even he was taking DC lore fine. that already existed, as he does, right, and spinning something fresh out of out of classic lore. That's cool. That's awesome. I, I, that's I have to admit, that's what I love about that period that's referred to as the British invasion of comics. When when Karen Berger was there and they created Vertigo, I mean, you know, when you when you bring in Grant Morrison and Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman. And it and Alan Grant and like and all these British writers like it really did like just give this shot in the give arm yeah. To, yeah. to the comics industry and mm. it's I I I love it so much you know it's it's why those books I mean I wish I was old enough in the late eighties to have actually been like buying these books mm. because now they're the ones I love to go back and revisit. Well, because they're the ones that like. Even even in the eighty, like there, there's comics that are like doing some. Not that not that they're not all interesting and fresh, but like there's comics that like do something new and different and bring a and bring a twist to it and reinvent stuff. And then there's stuff that's like fill in the blanks. Oh, it's a Batman Joker story, so I know that X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And like you know, what cameos are going to be whatever. Or a Riddler but, Batman like, story that you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. We can talk about that. No, 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 Sorry. <laughs> I know. You totally derailed him. Like, wow. Oh. Suck the air out of the room, Dave. Uh, I totally you? did. I'm sorry. You, you, I just, you didn't I have to bring that up. Perfect. You didn't I have to go hundred people off the street who have who have casually heard of Batman and Riddler 
put them in a room and tell them to write, and write a Batman story. Ninety nine of them are going to be this story. Anyway, yeah. so continue <laughs> as, as we were saying. Um, oh. um, but yeah, but you, 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 you read stuff like you, you get. I mean, long Halloween hush. Like it's it goes on the the Arkham games. Like year because I mean Snyder and Capullo. I mean the Dark Knight just swapped Joker with Riddler. Like it's it's even more. It's even it's an even closer association. Like it's yeah. Oh, so we are talking about this now, or should I try? To talk about it? <laughs> um, oh no! But but so obviously, so you get stuff that's I don't know. Formulaic isn't necessarily the right word. Because I think you, there still can be interesting stuff in formula, but also then you get like Sandman and Swamp Thing and like, you know, there's just like something totally different than what everybody else is doing and has been doing up to that time. Watchmen, you know, like, although Watchmen is funny because speaking of formula, that's kind of it's, it, it, it embraces or rejects, but it's all about the formula. But yeah yeah while while also taking characters that previously existed and you weren't allowed to use those characters so you basically just made yeah you know shadow homages to characters you probably have the answer to this this is just me speculating but i feel like a lot of that also um was kind of gave frank miller what he needed to make the dark knight Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, actually, because Dark Knight Returns came out before Watchmen, literally the last issue of Dark Knight Returns came out the same month that the first issue of Watchmen came oh, out. Oh, man. What a, 1986 what a... was a year, to well, guys. Dude, Top Gun came out. Crisis on Infinite Earth was, was that happening right then also. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, and uh but okay okay so so it wasn't necessarily watchmen but what i meant specifically was like the the and not even necessarily the the british influence specifically but just the you know what let's let's do some crazy shit was like in the water already well and the best thing about dark knight returns was because that was dc's way of getting frank miller away from marvel was because he because he had because you got to remember you take about 50, 60, 70% of what you know about Daredevil, and Frank Miller created it. Yeah. Like, watch that Netflix show and mm-hmm. all that. That's Frank well, freaking Miller that's all over the black suit. The black that's suit. What's ridiculous to me, though, right? is yes. that the Daredevil one, two, season one, two, and three is basically um, uh, the man with no fear and then, um, born, and then again. born again. And then and then and then the middle book is like part of Born Again. Defenders sets up Born Again, and so it's so like the second Netflix is like we're doing Daredevil Born Again, or when Disney Plus is like we're doing Daredevil yeah. Born Again. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Netflix <laughs> <laughs> already did that book. Yeah. Yeah. And then like he's in a yellow suit, and I was like, oh, so you mean you're doing Daredevil Yellow by Jeff Loeb, not Daredevil Born Again by Frank Miller? Like what? Like. They wanted the title. Just to, they wanted and, the title, and, uh, but but that yeah. was how. But that was how DC got Frank. Was you know they were like, you can take any character you want, do whatever you want. So the Dark Knight Returns was one of those. Editorial was like hands off. It was like Frank, you know, do what you want, and you know his wife at the time Lynn Verily who did the colors that's why you get that really interesting watercolor look because it oh, was it was cool. completely that 
do yeah, the something. Art, the art on those is is well. That's why. That's what's so so weird too about about um, Disney Plus going with uh, with Born Again. Not just that Netflix already did that, but that like the Mark like the Jeff Loeb Mark Wade stuff that came after Born Again. That was like, hey, let's give him a yellow costume. Let's bring him out of this darkness a little bit. Is like so suited to like a natural kind of soft reboot of the character, and the, like yeah. that's exactly what that was in the comics. And so to have that like served up to you on a platter, and then be like, no, we're gonna make a reference to the Frank Miller story we already did, and they're definitely not doing the Frank Miller version of that story Fuck, on no, Disney Plus. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just so what's a PG weird. <laughs> so this is kind of like a nice little tra- like like transition to like who has watched She-Hulk? Who 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 here? Not yet. Okay, so not I'm, Scott. I'm the Casey, only one. I'm Casey? interested, but I saw that I've clip on it. the timeline that was like a Twitter <laughs> okay. thread in dialogue. So I mean, okay, so most of us have seen it because I, I, I saw it and I did my little first reaction. Chris has seen it, Casey. We won't give any spoilers. Not like there's any but, spoilers to but give. But let me ask you this. Okay. Uh, yes. A CGI. Uh, okay. Okay, so when you first see, when you first see like a <laughs> banner, you know, the Smart, smart Hulk, it looks fine. Like there's certain times where it's like everything looks good. But then when they're outside and they're doing the montage yeah, of stuff, it gets washed out. really wonky. It gets really wonky. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, now it's. But when they're like, when 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 um, you know, there's you know, when 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 you see the you know, when you see Banner Smart Hulk, because obviously you know we know that he's Smart Hulk and he could talk mm-hmm. as Hulk and blah blah blah. There's like a like the 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 first time you see him and he's like talking and they're like in a kind of like an enclosed area it looks actually i was actually going all right that actually looks good but it's when like they do this montage of like him trying to help her out and like you know a, a whole training montage training yeah. how she could, it gets really like oh okay this is where it gets ugly is there yeah, a lot of variety in lighting conditions yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, it was Probably too bright. bright it was like man do it in the dark yeah. <laughs> it was just, it, well, not it, just in the dark but like Whatever lighting it is, like the more they do different lighting, the the the, like you're you're make like, to do a montage of a character like that in a bunch of different environments is like, oh man, like t- tell give a turn a turn a molehill into a mountain for a VFX artist, like you're not gonna allow them to use the same texture and lighting resources across yeah. the board they've got to like do well I they've mean, got to like, create entire environments for the, two the, second shots professor like, one Hulk reason i want bad. to watch hulk, hulk looked good i thought for the most part but i thought she looked kind of bad in a lot of different shots where it was just kind of like mm, it, well, it just that, didn't look very clean and that hurts me because like the oh, the one thing the one thing that makes me want to watch she hulk is tatiana because she's I, great she I does love, a great job does i a great love job. orphan black like orphan yeah. black was fabulous if you're not i've seen heard that, that. I, it's on my list too oh but my god is that her yes that's her yes wow, she's I didn't, in I black. Didn't realize that no no like that was no, a while ago, you know, yeah. Scott, Scott, she's great she's great she's really good she nails it and everything about it and but yeah, it, it, it's a little you know but then there was like even during the montage i made the joke i'm like you know well, fucking, you know, Hulk could be Adam Sandler right now. I mean, it's just so goofy. It is so goofy for. I mean, it just gets Adam really Sandler. goofy. But I know, like, but I know, like, yeah, it's not supposed to be like that. Okay, it's not for me. Maybe that's why I was like, all right, you know, it's it's fine. I'm gonna see where it goes. But 
but yeah, when the, the montage thing was happening and, and like her, like him just trying to like teach her, I was like, you know, like he doesn't really need to teach might as well be Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and that's, hey, that's the thing. You gotta really... learn to control your, 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 your anger. You know, I, just, I don't know why. I, I just don't understand why the MCU has decided to go that way with Thor and Hulk. Because yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love that Ed Norton movie. That Ed Norton movie oh, is still top notch. Still good. the best. Well, and and for me, the CGI looks the best in yeah. that movie. Yes. You could see every ripple in his fucking muscles. Like they were like the lines in his muscle muscles and everything were like muscles. 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 I was trying to say <laughs> That's how my mom says it. Muscles. Yeah. I muscles. think that's something in, I don't know about the exactly when or where Marvel's VFX artist issues started. But if you look at a lot of the issues they have, you you look at like stuff like uh, the sp like Spider Man suit, or um, or Hulk and stuff like that. A lot of the their their bad CGI comes from like a lack of texture, or mm -hmm. or they'll go for a smooth texture instead of like like the like Spidey's suit loses like compared to like uh, especially Andrew Garfield's like there's no fabric. Oh yeah, the details. It, right? There's yeah. no there's no detail. And then Hulk's skin starting yeah. in the Avengers, but I mean especially in all the other ones, is just really like Play Doh yeah. looking. Yes. And yeah, not I think, like she Hulk looks so much smoother than Hulk. Like if you know, oh, yeah. that's, Wait, that's another thing. Like Steven, that's a great point because I think that was the breaking factor. Because firstly, you know, her being a woman, I think most most women have that you know they smoothen the faces and all that so that on the green uh, skin when it's not even an actual practical green skin yeah. uh look way worse and especially because i think it's also unfinished so the movement was bad and the eyes were not looking properly oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and, the, really most, and the weirdest is that she doesn't even look like tatiana and her hair is completely different I yeah what's up with the hair that. what's up with the hair uh, is it the hair they're right, trying to right. make it more like 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 combo character, but like because her know. normal hair is like not as long, and it's like all of a sudden when she turns into She Hulk, it just gets beautiful and luscious. Yeah, like, and I'm like, wait, that doesn't happen to Banner. I'm like, going, so wait a weird. minute. And yeah. I think Hulk also has the like uh, uh, advantage of having a pre-existing <laughs> so much volume You're model. Like, Peggy? Hulk also has the advantage yeah. of you know having a pre-existing model, so. Maybe the new yeah. one is not as. Yeah. Well, acid I, I also it's it's it's, I don't know. This feels like maybe it'd be a, a wildly like one of those things that's like super ignorant to say. But I also I I feel like they it shouldn't be that hard to just paint her and and use yeah. some forced perspective and yep. stuff if that's the case. And I get that might be inconsistent. Didn't Gamora that do that same thing? Huh? Didn't Gamora have to do the same thing? They painted yeah, her, but right? She, but she, but yeah. she doesn't have, but she doesn't have, like, yeah. But you can make her look like Gamora. But the problem is that then you need the, the bulk, the added bulk right. and the added size, yeah. and then also to interact with an environment in a believable way. Yeah. And so, especially if you're switching back and forth between the CGI one and the painted one, that's going to be really jarring. So that might almost make it harder to do. But, but man, that's the type of thing where, like, if you're going to do a show like this, square one is how do we make her work and mm -hmm. and that and that's a that's a, a a discussion that you have with your vfx supervisor to say mm -hmm. how do we shoot this how do we concept this 
in order to it's like it's like leaving figuring out how to make dr manhattan look like dr manhattan until like mm. like leaving all of it for post whereas like you watch <laughs> you watch uh, you know on um on watchmen they they had they made a blue led suit for him um it's like, worse for this one because the majority of the episode was just the two of them in yeah. cgi the yeah. whole time or, or like why can't you like i don't know <laughs> See, I'm thinking of all these things. I'm like, I can see the the pitfalls of it. Like, for example, what if you painted the face and then just composited it onto a CGI body, and maybe that would look like really weird. I remember. But yeah, but like, but it's not like it's great, and it's not like the solution was great anyway. And we know and they've it, got issues with VFX artists. I I can't believe that the the reason it looks like this is anything other than the VFX artists like yeah. having a say yeah, after the true. fact. Because well, I think any, really any effects you, are, um, supervisor like worth their salt is going to say, no, you've got to shoot this differently if you want us to make it work. Like, well, and it's also weird, like, and when we're talking about Hulk, and I know that, you know, Hulk has reached a certain thing, but it's crazy to go back and watch, like, the 70s show and how Lou <laughs> Ferrigno looked <laughs> just Ferrigno. fine. Yeah. You know, you just know, green. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, the wig was the worst thing about Lou Ferrigno yeah. as Hulk. Yeah, and we can do good wigs now. Marvel is good Look at Ben Affleck. Look at Ben Affleck as Bruce well, Wayne. I mean, look at, look at Chris Evans. Like, they do a great oh, job with their wigs. That is a good true. wig. That is pretty hair. That is pretty hair. You yeah, know, it, it's crazy because uh, you know, last night I was watching BBS, uh, the Ultimate Edition, of course, and uh, there were so <laughs> many things they put into that movie that I was just like, wow, they really went, like, all in. I mean, they had cameos, you know, when it, when it came to like the, the news broadcasters and John Stewart had, had a scene and and they just really immersed you in, in, in this like universe. I thought that was really, really cool. And the special effects, it, mm -hmm. it, they look seamless. You know, I was like, wow, this looks great. Plus, it, it, the, you know, the overall film is darker, so it's, it's easier to blend those special effects. That's and, what it is. Don't and, shoot in broad daylight. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it was like, OK, you know, we can make this look real good. And, and it just felt like a graphic novel come to life. Um, but when it came to She-Hulk, I mean, look, I mean, I guess I don't like how I have to kind of like subvert, subvert my expectations in order to enjoy a show. Like with this one, I have to be like, OK, this is not going to be a really like, you know, mind blowing show. It's going to be entertaining to a degree. And I thought the best part or one of the best parts about it was that, you know, you got to find out a little bit about what you know, Bruce Banner was doing between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that. Like, that was cool to learn that little story and to hear some uh, some dialogue uh, of him talking about his time with uh, with Tony Stark and all that. That was really cool. I was like, wow, I, I didn't know no, any of this. So that was some cool. good stuff in there. Yeah. But, At least but you overall, were listening to that. What's that? <laughs> At least you were listening to that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other than that, though, I, I mean, the show itself was just kind of like, meh. You know what I mean? It was just like, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, the CGI problem will, would have gone away if the episode was great. So well, in the no ending of it, played. like, like, in, in, I'm not trying to ruin the episode, but like, it's, it's been all over Twitter. And, of course, know, about Captain America's fucking virginity. <laughs> that was stupid, too. I was just like, well, I don't care. And then. You know, but then you, you, you know, was like you the most talked about thing, and I'm like, going, what are you doing here? Like, well, I, I mean, then, it could have been a fun little joke, at, but then it's just like they they ran with it through the whole episode. I'm like, the whole right. episode, and then uh, uh, Jamila Jamil, I think her name is. Yeah, oh, she comes in. So I'm like, bad. what the hell is going on? What that's the hell is she wearing? Yeah, 
like a scene when, when, when <laughs> like yeah, castles and shit. Yeah, just like, I mean, we, we yeah, we see it in the trailer, so it's not like like spoiling. But yeah, you do see that scene where she makes her entrance, and it's dumb. It it's is really dumb. dumb. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, huh? Yeah. I was like, I was actually waiting for that backstory stuff to go away between you know the two CGI characters the whole time. Maybe yeah. the show would be interesting, but when they went back. Oh, that was so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we went back to the whole courtroom, I was just like, oh, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are we I mean, going with this? I'll Where's give them credit. I'll, I'll give them credit that they were like, they didn't waste any time to be like, hey, let's get to the how how this all came to be kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, cool. We'll that That's for... fine. Waste no yeah, time. But fine. then it was just like, oof. Yeah, there was just a lot of things that went oof for me. You know, you know but Tatiana's very likable. She's very likable. Very likable. She's so, well, so good. And once again, if you've not seen the five seasons of Orphan Black, please do yourself a favor <laughs> and go watch yeah. that show. It's dark British sci-fi. It is yeah. weird because it was BBC Art America. Is so it's like it's about cloning. It's about cloning and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Spoiler alert, Dave. Well, I know, but it's, like, it's very <laughs> obvious that that. That's you what know, it is. <laughs> but no, she did a really good job though, and 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 she was very charismatic, and uh, I felt like she really carried carried on carried the show because I mean, like you know, she was a, you know, uh, I enjoyed watching her uh, on the show. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Bruce Banner, you know, th- that was probably the best part. Um, although you know they're on like a road trip, and he has that thing to make him into like a regular Bruce Banner, which I was like, why why do you need that? Because you're already you're already not a crazy Hulk anymore, so why do you have to? The change? origin story sucked so bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, why does he have to have wear that? It doesn't make any sense. So he can, so he can sit fit in the car. car. Yes, uh, oh, it's like, it's all about so you could, you know, the I way mean, she it, becomes she hug though. Oh, very yeah. It's a little, it's I a little super like, convenient. To the comics, you know, I was okay. like, hey man, watch out. Okay, hold on. I know, I know the origin of She-Hulk, or at least one, like one version, because you know you can see know. multiple of versions. It, it, <laughs> since I haven't seen the show, I can't speak to what the show does. But what I can tell you is that at least one canonical story is that she gets gravely injured, and the only way to save her life is for Bruce to give her a blood transfusion. No. That would have been better. <laughs> no. No, that okay. So Sorry. in the comics, that would have been better than what we got in the show. Okay, well, in the comics, that's what it is. He he's the only one around to give her a blood transfusion. And that would have been cool. His gamma radiated blood ends up in her and turns into She Hulk. I know that that's been, that one version. That would have been origin. very awesome. That would have been like, wow, that makes what he happened in no the choice, show was the know? laziest thing to film <laughs> and to write. <laughs> It's just like the, oh, the arm. Man. It's just like it's like oh, dropping. Stop it! I'm sorry. It was, it was, it was like it. it was but like someone who ball. doesn't. Really? It was like someone who doesn't know what comic book you know movies or shows are, and they have a certain perception of it, and they would be like, "Oh, let's do it this way because that's what happens in comic book movies." <laughs> and they, they it's, it's a direct like, shot right into your bloodstream. You know, it's just like. <laughs> well, isn't like uh, remember in the Incredible Hulk where Stan Lee? Drank that bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's cool. That's like that was better too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. The whole sequence for that to actually happen was so cool too. The way yeah, you know, that was great. Yeah. 
the, the way she got it, I'll say this: like, there was like a thousand ways it could have been done a lot better. Um, Immediately, I was pulled out of. That yeah, scene. right when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, no. was like, of course that happened." Of you know? course, it was just like oh. going back to the Incredible Hulk. I'm still waiting for the leader to come back. I mean, they freaking yeah. set up the leader in that movie, and I'm just like, it's surprising oh, how much yeah. MCU lore persists <laughs> from that movie. When there's there's a ton of little things that that are like, like even the teacher, um, in uh, oh, what's his name, um, in uh, in Spider Man, one of the teachers at the high school is like, yeah, the, the lizard. Like, no, 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 It's uh, what's his name? Ah, fuck. I know what you're talking yeah. about. He's Steve. a comedian. He's, fr- he's in oh. uh, Silicon Valley. Um, ah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. One of the teachers, the dude with the glasses, and uh, yeah, I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, the dude who looks like John Watts. <laughs> sure, <laughs> glasses, I guess. Well, yeah, and then, yeah. And then that's also you know, they carried over William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross from that yeah. movie, and I always loved. I always loved the casting and that. And, of course, they also kind of played with the Ultimate version where, you know, everything, you know, in the Ultimate universe of Marvel Comics. Martin ev- Star. Yeah. Everything, yeah everything was birthed from the Super Soldier Serum. Like, yeah. that was, like, the impetus for, like, everything in, you know, the Ultimate universe. So who, who is Betty in the, the, the Ang Lee Hulk? Who's oh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then, because I know, uh, um, Liv Tyler was in the Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yes, yeah. but uh, because I was, was thinking of like William Hurt, and then there was a uh, uh, Sam. Uh, Sam Elliott was in. Sam the Elliott was like, yeah. So my like, God, have dropped her entirely, entirely. from entirely. Yeah. Like, entirely. Liv, like, how hard is it to have Liv Tyler like? Around. Why couldn't you have her back? Is okay, Universal I, holding her hostage? Then. It, 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 is that Universal <laughs> holding her hostage? No, is that is that Universal? Like, are there like I'm wondering they, if that's the case? Yeah, yeah it like, could be. Like, I mean, you get Thunderbolt but they've Ross, got a, but they've got Abomination. They've got they've got all they've got everybody stuff. else but her. Maybe maybe she doesn't want to do it. I don't know. Well, they they could recast it her already recast though, it. and they yeah, easily recasted her. They yeah. never did. I don't know. Yeah. It, it has to Black be Widow like some kind of contract. I will say, I will say, yeah, yeah. Oh, I will say that, there. like, when it comes to, you know, all the little things, when it comes to Bruce Banner and trying to deal with, like, what he's, like, trying to deal with when it comes to Hulk, he does go over a lot of things that we've seen throughout. And I was like, I appreciate that they do a recap and how he's handled that. And I did like that aspect that when he's explaining mm-hmm. that to his cousin, like, hey, hey, this is what I've had to deal with. And then this is how I had to deal with my anger. There was this this point, this point. There was two years where I was like, you know, full on Hulk, didn't even know, blah, blah, blah. And there's like all kinds of shit. Like yeah. they, they do like a recap of like Hulk throughout. You mean the, the stuff that we never got to see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. But at the same time, I'm just like, all right, I, I respect the fact that you, yeah. you're acknowledging all the prior stuff. I was like, I like that part when he was explaining stuff like that to her. But at the yeah. same time, it was just it was just a lot of like her just going like, I'm better than you. Look at me. I, you know, and, then, and, and then all of a sudden, he'd be like, no, no, wait, I'm better than you. You know, and it's just like, uh, oh, God. I, I didn't like the whole, like, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. Kind of yeah, anything you can do, I can do better. It felt very forced. It, 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 it was not necessary. Um, but 
the song that ends the episode at, at that point i was just like you gotta be kidding me come on i don't even remember what the <laughs> oh song yeah that song was the so song bad was so crazy dude. oh yes okay now i remember yeah who's that girl it's like it's just putting in your face like okay we get it we get it we get we're, it. we're trying well, we're hey we're all with you we're trying so to like but yeah. the thing is is that they did such a good job i thought at, at not going that far not taking it to like you know, girl power. Hey, it's only or episode one. And then right at the very end, they dropped that song. I was just like, oh, you had to go there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> when uh, you just had to go there. You, you just couldn't there right from the beginning. So did I. But I, I thought it was handled fairly well. And then at the very end, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's kind of it, it, my equivalent to that is like what they went on the CW Supergirl show, what they did to Superman. And Dave, his name is Hecklin. Oh, yeah. You pronounce his name Hecklin. Hecklin, Hecklin. Why does he have an O in his name? Okay. <laughs> Every time I see the show, I'm like yelling at the screen. Dave, it's Hecklin. Hecklin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there shouldn't be an O in his last name. God damn it. But, <laughs> it like, look at like that was why Superman and Lois was such a mind blow because it was like look at how they treated him on supergirl show and then when they give him his own show it was like oh my god yes i'm so freaking glad it's out of the arrowverse <laughs> like, they knew they that, knew that one episode where he tells his cousin like you are the defender of the earth you're better than me like oh my fuck. get out of here like i don't I don't understand why they have the writers have to do that for female characters. That's that's actually doing them a disservice because just making them great without having to put anyone else down can you know yes. make everyone uh, get behind her. Look this at is my problem with Ant Man and the Wasp. This is <laughs> because uh, they had to make Scott stupid. Before, yeah, it was like yeah. they had to make him down. Our love and thunder, also. Yeah, um, but this is probably the boring. Love and thunder but... sucked. I don't know. I, I mean, like, yeah. there's some parts I liked, but for the most part, it was a forgettable, stupid movie. Yep. When it comes to and I, I just, I just want to go back to the serious MCU. Well, At least more serious than this. Well, and, and on this topic, <laughs> like, like a movie that does that, I thought well was Ocean's Eight. I thought that was mm. a, I thought, you know, the, the idea of you take an Oceans movie, make it an all female cast. And I thought they did a great job. And you know, of course, it hurt that Anne Hathaway. Prey is the recent great example. That was, oh, Prey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prey yeah, was, yeah. 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 was, oh, man. Oh, so I good. loved Prey. Now, like the female Ghostbusters, bad movie. Not, not <laughs> yeah. a very good movie. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy in that as well. Not a yeah, good movie. Just not a good Again. movie. But so no, bad, no, it's just pray. a bad time but, all but around. Casey, like, to your oh. point, like you had, you had the, you know, the indigenous warrior woman, and you had her brother, and her brother was still badass. Really? Yeah. yeah, he dealt yeah. the and biggest I love, blow to the. I prayer. love how they gave him the Schwarzenegger line too. Mm. Oh yeah, like that that was the one where he's. If, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Kill it. yes. <laughs> and, like, the second, I remember, and that was at the perfect, it was, Trachtenberg is perfect at that, because he does that in, in yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane 2, where he gets this movie, like, the, the transition into the third act yeah. is always punctuated with this, like, fuck yeah, let's go. And I remember that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and I, I like so much that the, uh, the Native Americans, uh, I think they're the Comanche, I loved how, Comanche, yeah. yeah, I loved how whenever the Predators showed up, 
So he he lasers that you know he uses the uh, the darts on that one guy, and then he shows up. They fire the arrows at him, and then immediately he jumps over the log, uh, the Comanche, and he's ready to fight him. I was like, yeah, that's badass. Because in most yeah. movies, they just stand there and shoot. Oh, and they just get killed. Like like these guys <laughs> yeah. were actually yeah. fighting him. And they and what I love so much was that like almost every one of them got a shot on him. Yeah, you know, yeah. like sliced him. That one guy stabbed him right in the foot. You know, yeah. it was almost yeah. that the predator was like, "Fuck, damn it, man!" Yeah. Like, well, and that was the best part about oh, what <laughs> I loved about the predator. And, and I don't care about the the criticisms I've seen, but I love the, the, the fact that the predator's technology wasn't, yes. wasn't there yet. Well, yes. It was over technology. Like, yeah, a lot of yeah. people. A lot of people. Are, I saw some I people mean, talk about like, years, "What is up with this design?" Know? And I'm like. Are you not? Are you fucking kidding me? Like this is like an older predator. The it's designs like are gonna be years. like he wasn't gonna have a full-on helmet. He had a face shield. That's all he had. And then like everything had, looked yeah. very, very I, primitive for his culture, well, like his uh, his and world. Then, and then the fact that when when the when the female warrior finally gets the death blow on him at the end, I love how they can explain how she knew how to use the technology because she. Yeah. Observed, oh, observed yes. it, yes. what it was doing, and, and that I'm kind like, of story. That scene was awesome. That this movie did that none of the other movies really do to that extent, where like it's it's revealed like in like in Predator Two they make a bigger deal out of it, but in the first Predator also about how he doesn't attack weaker or ones that aren't threats don't or don't have weapons, yeah. but the amount of like storytelling in this that established she was a hunter she's stalking her prey and then he's stalking his prey and then he watches the wolf and then he gets the wolf and there's all these like sequences yeah. like that where Ooh. when you watch it you're like oh no these were all setting up predator prey relationships to establish yeah. mm -hmm. his position in the hierarchy but it did it there was never a moment where somebody was like Oh, I understand now. He's a predator, and he hunts like like no, like there's no need for any exposition. Well, yeah, because like like in all like, of the was there movies, any exposition in this movie at all? No, no, no. And that's what was so great about it is that it was, like in every predator movie, he typically doesn't like. I mean, he, he only kills you know the threat, but at the same time, they don't really kill women because like that one girl was pregnant in Predator Two, yeah. he didn't kill her, mm -hmm. and a yeah. lot of the women they don't kill because they reproduce. So it's it's almost like well, I don't want to kill them because. We we need more well, people, and also right? If you're, you're, you, you hunt the first? trophy, you hunt the trophy yeah. buck too. You know, you want the yeah. The what you know, you don't hunt the exactly. The, exactly. You want to hunt the alpha. You want to hunt mean, the alpha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, remember the first movie where Dutch kicked the gun out of the girl's hand because like because he knew that she. Well, yeah, he was like, no! yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. He goes, no, no. Ah! yeah, yeah. 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 That's a big old muzzle flash on the screen. Oh, like, dude, that is such a cool scene, though. I love that when he kicks it out and it just. God, I fucking love that movie. The, the so muzzle much. flash is like it, it, it's like half yeah. the screen. Like, yeah. Well, it, but, but I love what Trachtenberg and his DP did on Prey was. Oh my God, the vistas, the cinematography. Oh, like, oh, I wanted yeah. to see that on a big screen. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, like oh, gorgeous, oh, like uh, Revenant. You know what I mean, it, yes. it, it gave it that big scale, so you felt like okay, like like you're immersed and you're in this huge environment. But like, I loved how. With uh, the girl, I think her name was uh, Naru. I think her name was Naru. Yeah, Naru. Yeah, Naru. Like you know, she immediately saw it as you know, he doesn't see me as a threat. You know what I mean, and, yeah. and, and that was the most basic of basic ways to kind of uh, to understand you yeah. know their relationship and how he saw her. And she, and then, and that's how that's how it was. It it, it came across on her end, and that made a lot of yeah. sense. I'm like, yeah, she wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, he he doesn't want to kill me because. 
I am a woman or no, he was just like, right. he doesn't see me as a threat. Well, now I'm gonna, and, now I'm and gonna that was the kind of observation she'd been making about the stuff yeah. she was hunting yeah. or yeah. that was hunting her the entire time. From that hey, we're on, first... we're, we're on prey now. <laughs> I know, okay. we're out of nowhere. We're, we're done <laughs> with them. Right <laughs> thank you for the $5. Like, let's I talk love about She-Hulk. <laughs> but no, but, but but that's how like from the, the five from the very beginning she was making those kind of observations. So like, love you, man. So when you talk about like naturally incorporating it, incorporating it into the story, um, that, that this is not a moment of like awkward exposition where it's like, oh, thanks for explaining us. No, it's literally like she's been explaining the the tracking the whole time. Yeah. Um, and well, speaking of tracking and cinematography, um, the number of like rack focuses, the way they used focus oh, to tell the story. Oh even, yeah. Um, Dude, the number of, okay, of focus okay, okay. shifts. Steven, <laughs> yes. you, need to see, you need to see Beast. I yeah. am, oh. I should you not, I should you not, I was going in going, all right, let's see, it's, you know, you just saw a, a lion, cool. How was that? Very, very impressed by the director and the cinematography in that movie because there are numerous, not just one, but numerous non-cutting tracking one shots what i was Ooh. going holy shit how did they fucking wow. pull that off and there's some cgi that seems it together sure but my god i was like it, it's it's a very self-contained movie of like all right it's a pissed off lion that is just going <laughs> wreaking havoc I, and then this dude's like i gotta protect my daughters and i got my friend and then that's pretty much it you know, I there's nothing deep. I mean, they try to add a little bit more deeper level to it, which I'm like, all right, fine. But at the same time, I'm like, I like this. Like, this is like a 90 minute movie about this. Kind and of, I kind really enjoyed it. Yeah, a little I was, somewhat. I was say, love Ghost in Dark. Um, although, although I would say Ghost in Darkest maybe be you know a little better. But at the same time, I was very impressed by, I was going, all right, this is a tracking shot, and we're like over a minute here, and there has not been an edit. I'm like, holy really? shit. Right and then all of a sudden, there's another one, and then another one, and then another one. I went, holy shit. Like, this really adds to the suspense and the nail biting because yeah. there was times where I was going, oh shit. What, what, oh, I was all going, I know I was, about the movie uh, is that I saw a teaser where he's like under a, under a Range Rover dude. or something. Dude. It's, like, it's like a 30-second teaser, and like that's all there is to it. And I'm like, Dude. if this movie, if this entire like I, I saw that, I was like, I don't need to know anything else. I was like, I want to know Dude. nothing but this teaser because I will Same. watch 90 minutes of Idris Elba under a truck getting Dude. attacked by a lion. <laughs> and if, that's, that's nothing, man. That's if he's just running man. in circles around the truck the whole time, I'm Dude, set. Like, there is there is like that scene right there is fuck. Dude, even the CGI is fucking great the lion i was shitting on this movie before it came out then because dude. i saw that same teaser and i was very excited for it dude I, i'm telling you guys this movie is a sleeper little hit it, it oh, is i, it, I was there was many, like i was getting uncomfortable in my seat numerous times because i'm going oh my god where is it where is it where is it like the it, there's no edits there's no it's just tracking <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is happening like where is is i've seen no teasers i've seen like yeah. one poster and i've heard people talking about it so when dave mentioned this last week at on the fanimated stream and yeah. he said he was gonna go see it and i was just like like i was waiting yeah. i was ready for the first reaction video because i was like i know nothing Same. about this movie except for idris elba <laughs> and a poster yeah. i know Dude. i'm ready i'm telling you like it's like and then and then the the final the final little Dude, I mean, like the final is like, oh, like the final little showdown. It just gets like, oh my god, like it gets to a point where it's just, 
Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't want to spoil it, but it just you know, it, it is. It's also like movies great. like The Edge. You know, we yeah. get Anthony Hopkins yeah. and Alec Baldwin yeah. the bear. Like, there's yeah. just something about that genre. Like, I'm not sure what you call that genre. Man, man versus predator. Like, man, man versus, versus animal, nature. you know? Oh, yeah. There's like a thing where it's like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to take on this fucking beast. Uh, you, know, you know, obviously the name. And it's just like, yeah, it's just that. And it's just, I mean, once it like gets it just kicks in and like i'm telling you i was like so impressed by the cinematography and the camera work because i was like going what the fuck there is has not been an edit at all right in this scene right here how the fuck are they pulling this off and it was very impressive and the lion looked good all this in like you it was like yeah they stitched it some of these tracking shots with 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 cgi but it's pretty damn seamless i was very impressed by this movie well, not and, gonna lie. And, and even and even if it's not an actual one shot it's like what sam mendez did with 1917 exactly or, exactly or, or like birdman like yeah you you might know you where can't. the edits are but you're like that, that was still like clean. That was still good, and that's what happens in here with these long tracking shots, and it really builds the tension, and you're seeing everything from their point of view. You never see it from the lion's point of view or nothing like that. It's always like, oh, where's the lion? Where's the lion? And then it's like, oh, well, fuck, there he is. And there's times too <laughs> where it's like it's a tracking shot, and you just see the lion. It's like in the background. And you're like, oh, oh that, dude, those shots dude. freak me out. I'm like, dude, dude. I'm like, you're like, dude, right there, right there. And it's like, of course, it's not seen it. And the and the, the shot's still going, still going. And you see him in the back. It's like, ah, yeah. It's a, it's. I was like very impressed by this movie, this little movie, like oh. that just like called Beast, Beast. <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's like 90 minutes long, right? Yeah, it's a, it's it, it's quick. It's quick. It's, there's nothing deep about it. They do a little thing Neil when it comes Parker. to the family, you know. Obviously, him and his daughters and blah blah blah. And it, there's like a little thing that's really cool. Like it's fine, but it's like when you're in the thick of it, though. Jesus Christ, I was uncomfortable in my seat a couple of times. Yeah. So, I'm just promoting Beast right now. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I want to go see it right now. God, Dude, I'm telling so you, don't sleep on this. Don't no, sleep on this movie. This is really good. It's like it's really it's, good. Like, it's I hard really to tell really like, like, when these little movies come out. And like, you know, in our little corner of film Twitter, it's so nice to go, no, go support a movie like this. Yeah. Let, let us know that we want more stuff like this. There's it's, also another movie coming out, the three thousand or one thousand. Yeah, well, three thousand years of longing. Oh, I George Miller, baby. Oh. George Miller, man. George Miller. I'm very much looking forward to that. Oh, I already have yeah. a ticket. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> I already have my ticket. Those that's what I love. That's what I love about Idris Elba, though. That's what I love about Idris Elba is yeah. like he could just he just shows stuff. up in these movies, and you're like, yeah. all right, well, I'll, I like him, and this looks interesting, so I'm gonna go see it. You know? Oh no, but, but right. Idris Elba is one of those actors that will sell a project on me. I mean, yeah, ever exactly. since ever range. since I watched Luther on BBC, it was like, mm. oh no, dude, you you've uh, you you've got me. Like I, I'll go. Like even he's even one of those guys that like even if he's in a bad movie he's like the best thing in it. Of course, he's like well, a Stanley Tucci. Sorry. Yes, yeah, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Stanley Tucci is always great. Everything. Stanley Tucci. Yeah, and, and, and he's horrible. He's horrible. <laughs> no, but the, are we gonna the, say Stephen? Oh, nothing. I was just confusing him with uh, um, fucking. Okay. 
the tracking um, shots? Uh, Tom Hardy for a second, for some reason. But he's, he's got You're that, confusing like, Idris Elba with Tom Hardy? He's like the black Tom Hardy. I mean, like, think about, think about like Beast and it'd be like, if yeah, it's yeah, a, Tom, yeah. it's a Tom Hardy movie instead. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying because Tom Hardy, I love Tom Hardy and everything but, is in. But yeah, in I the get way it. that they, in the way that they like kind of sell it, because part of it was because um, it reminded me for, for some reason of, um, what was that movie called where Tom Hardy was in a car? Like this oh yeah, lock, lock, lock. Yeah, so good, so fucking um, good. It reminded me of that kind of thing. I almost said, "Was it Idris Elba and Lock?" And then I was like, "Oh no, that was Tom Hardy." That led me to that. Like, well, it could have been Idris Elba. That could have been an Idris Elba movie. Like, no, but uh, no, he could have probably pulled that off too. Because Lock was so brilliant because it was one of those movies where it's like it's a real time movie where he's driving somewhere and he's constantly talking to people in his car. And he has to like carry the movie entirely on his shoulders and it works. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like a movie like Colin Farrell in phone booth where he has to carry the movie because he, you know, well, you know, I guess you could say Keith, Kiefer Sutherland kind of helps with that too, because he's talking to them. But then you have a movie like buried with Ryan Reynolds. He has to carry that movie because he's that movie fucking, you know, you have claustrophobia. Jesus Christ. That movie makes you uncomfortable. But yeah, it's just those those movies that are in real time where you have an actor that's stuck in a situation and you're seeing it play out like that. That those movies always. Uh, I mean, and Beast is not. I mean, it's not real time, but there's a lot of, like I said, those those real time tracking shots where you go, ha 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 ha, and there was times where it's like, ha ha, where's the line? Where's the line? You know, and you're just kind of just like, and I just couldn't believe like how many tracking shots there were. I mean, I wish I would have counted. I mean, there's got to be like eight, nine wow. like long tracking shots throughout this movie. And I was, I thought there was going to be like one, you know, because you see it in the trailer when like he goes, when he, he just starts running back to the truck and it's like, it's kind of like a long tracking shot. I was like, oh yeah, maybe there's like one, maybe two, but there's like eight or nine tracking well, shots. by Zack Snyder. Right? <laughs> no, it's crazy what they do to, to films, too. I mean, when you when you look at, you know, some of the like really good tracking shots that are in movies, mm. um, there was one. What which one was it? Oh, uh, Children of Men. There's, oh, yeah. There's a lot oh, of those. Man. And it, it builds tension that, yeah. as it moves. You know, and you're just like, yeah. oh, God. And like, and like it goes, it goes into the building, goes up the stairs. And, and then during that firefight or uh, when they're trying to drive out of that uh home and then and then the road gets cut off and they have to go well, in reverse yeah the famous shot, one you know it's just the, like oh my at god at the time it was the longest the longest ever was um i think was when they were playing with the ping pong ball um i think that's the one you're talking about in the car where they had to go in reverse they were like throwing mm. the ping pong ball back and forth um in children and, of men yeah yeah that where like they're one, driving and, and then that car comes down on fire and yeah. they have to go in reverse and then she gets shot and you're just like oh my god like, <laughs> what's happening and then gravity did that a lot too because gravity uh, that was oh yeah the opening also. scene the opening scene was like oh, one long cracking shot that yeah. was yeah. crazy yeah you know what no, was I... really good too was uh, uh the opening scene of boogie nights just a mm. long tracking shot where it starts outside the club and it goes into the club and yeah. it goes all the way through it really immerses you into like you know that whole that whole world that, that they were living in so that, that, that scene was really cool yeah. Yeah. I guess if we're talking about tracking shots, we all know that the uh, that tracking sh- it's like it's from Contact, right? That's a practical mm. where they go through into the mirror. Yes, yeah. oh. that's the, 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 they did that practically. 
Oh, I love Contacts. So Contacts is so fucking good. I like, remember seeing that puppy oh, in the theaters, and that yeah, I didn't see it in the theater, sadly. Oh, I still remember. I went. It was the. Um, it, it, it. I am that weird person that like name a movie, and I'll tell you which theater I saw it in. Like I. <laughs> And no, I, I I get it. You're talking about with uh, Jodie Foster? Yeah, Jodie yeah. Foster, Matthew yeah. McConaughey, based on the Carl Sagan novel. Oh, you know, do, do you think, oh, yeah, it's like, do you think we're alone in the universe? Well, if we are, it's an awful waste of space. You yeah. know, I just, yeah. oh, it's such yeah. a good movie. Robert Zemeckis directed it. it yeah. It's so good. God, I don't know. I mean, that whole thing. Uh, God damn it. I mean, it's like the whole time you're going like, what's going what's gonna to happen? I mean, like the, the suspense of everything. And then, of course, Jake Busey's character that comes in there. And like, oh, Lord, <laughs> He's man. like the crazy guy. Yeah. Yeah. And blows and it up. And like, yeah. Oh, they yeah. blew up the thing. Oh, there's a whole other one that was constructed over here. And think about another actor. And I don't know what he does, what's happened to him, but like in the 90s and early 2000s, David Morse was such a great actor to show up in movies. He played, he played the dad. Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. Uh... <laughs> and then he yeah. was in um, like Green Mile. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, David uh, Morse. Yeah, I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, Jim's in The Rock. Yeah. Jackson, negotiator. <laughs> yeah. All over the place. He was all over the place. He's been in everything, that guy. Yeah, Hearts in Atlantis, which is a very underappreciated Stephen King adaptation, by the way, with Anthony Hopkins. I think I saw that. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about it. Uh, Check it out. The the, the book is like four novellas, and the movie only adapts the first novella in the book. But it's it's one of those, like... There was a there was a genre of film where it was like coming of age story in the 1960s, like Mel Gibson's uh, directorial debut that I feel like no one remembers. The Man Without a Face was mm, kind of in that genre. I remember it. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Dude, his face was. <laughs> Who, who's the kid? Who's the kid? I can't oh, remember. Oh, the kid. The kid. Oh. Oh God. Was it? Oh, was it? What's his name? Shit, I think I know who uh, it was. It was it the dude who played John Connor in Terminator Three? Yes, 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 yes. it was. Yes, uh, yes Nick it was. I'm like looking Nick at him right Stoll. now. Yeah, yeah, I had to go look it up. Like, yeah, that's yeah. him. That yes. was another random. I remember in Terminator Three when he was John Connor. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I, that was I, a weird casting. That was a weird casting. And <laughs> at the time, uh, he was in the HBO show. Um, the the carnival uh, thing yeah right? carnival yeah car- carnival yeah. or something like carnival, that carnival yeah, yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. I remember when i saw him as john connor i was like that's the guy yeah that it was a weird casting i was like <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about that claire danes you know i was like what whoa okay chris just had a go like all of a sudden <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah he posted in the private thing it was like oh i got to go so yeah he had to go like uh real quick so i don't know if it was like a you know kit thing or whatever the fuck so but thank you chris for uh showing up showing subscribe up, to yeah. ping pong flicks Ezra yeah yeah do all that right now is he yeah take a drink obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, right. uh oh sorry gotta go dude, i forgot about man without a face man i remember watching that on hbo a long time ago yeah yeah his face was, was jacked man that yeah. movie i remember that movie vhs like i still have the v like it it you, I don't even think at one point you couldn't even get digital. Like, it, it was one of those weird movies where it was like, there are these movies. There, that there he is. Want. Yeah. Two Face. Two Face. Yeah. The, <laughs> Mel Gibson was the blueprint. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was jacked. I was like, oh man, poor and, guy. And, and that was, and that was, you know, another one of those movies that, like, you know, quote Shakespeare. And man, li- listen, listening to Mel Gibson do the um, Merchant of Venice, you know, it's like, yeah, like, I, whenever I hear the uh, "Hath not a Jew eyes" speech, I always, mm. I, I, I remember that scene from the movie. And but yeah, there was that whole like coming of age in the 1960s where yeah, it's like yeah. you're going to go to military school you know yeah. if you don't sh- shape up and <laughs> yeah, military school over that yeah. it was always a thing it was like oh yeah if you don't shape up you're going to military military school, school. yeah you're, you're done Speaking can you of, guys guess uh, what okay. year that we came out uh, uh 90 94 95 no yeah, you guys are, you guys are real close though he wasn't even born yet <laughs> Came out ninety three. Ah, I was oh, off wow. by one year. I, I was like, oh, Scott got it wrong. For some reason, I thought like ninety six. I don't know why. No, but like you know, speaking of like uh, another good um, Mel Gibson early nineties movie, Forever Young. For young, oh, yeah, oh, that's a good one. That was a good one. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was a movie where it's like you know, it's it's not time travel, but kind of <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like right? yeah, right. It wakes was Captain up. America. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's very much Captain America. But then yeah. at the same time, he was he was getting older. Remember, so you're yeah. like, oh yeah. no, yeah, he was oh, aging like, like ah, rapidly after yeah. they found him. Elijah Wood, little Elijah Wood, little and his Elijah buddy, Wood, yeah, the the kid that you think know what? He was rookie of the year. It has it has connections to uh, you know obviously you said time travel. It has connections to Captain America, and it mm. has connections to uh, Idiocracy. No, is a great movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what was great it's was scary. that it's, it's scary. scary, how scary. Some of but that Mike Judge, um, Mike Judge was on with uh, Joe Rogan not too long ago. I saw that. And saw that was, oh, my God, that was so good. That was so yeah. good when they were talking about idiocracy. And he was just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, you know, uh, when we're making the movie, the, our costume uh, designer or, or uh, wardrobe. Uh, was saying how like you know here we found these shoes that I want everyone to wear. They're cheap and no one's no one's gonna like these. He's like, yeah, but what if they become popular? They won't. They're hideous and they were Crocs and then they became popular anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he they, had no I idea. We talked about that. He saw we didn't think Crocs were actually gonna be a thing, but then it ended up being a thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a big thing. Yeah, man. Office space is so classic. office space. Dude, if anybody's worked in an office, you watch that, you go, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> office right at the beginning. I remember movie. I remember the first when I when I when I watched that, like the thing that made me laugh right at the beginning is when you see Mr. Uh, what's his name? Ron Livingston or Livingston. Ron Livingston, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he's like walking up to the main door and he's like hesitant, you're like, Why is he hesitant? And then like he touches it and you see that little spark because it shocks him. He goes, yeah. God damn it. I'm like, fucking A, right? Like, God damn it. Why is the carpet in offices so goddamn static? Oh, Jesus Christ. Right off the bat, I laughed my ass off because, yes, because it's like, oh, I'm not dragging my feet. What am I doing? And then you just go, please don't. Oh, God damn it. It shocked me. It's like, I hate being shocked too. I, I hate it. Yeah. The passion. Oh, yeah, dude! There's a certain there's a certain carpet. My mom has it in her place uh, because I get shocked ah! all the time at her place. Like, and, and anyone who's ever had to deal with a copier <laughs> understand. Oh that. God, yes, <laughs> yes, dude. 
Oh yeah. He nailed it when it came to a lot of that, man, that, 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 I mean, he even talked about it in that podcast yeah. with Joe Rogan. He goes, he goes, yeah, it, it flopped. He goes, it flopped at the box office, but when it came to home video, it blew up. Blew up. Well, my, my Heather, Heather walked out of it because she saw, because it came out when she was in high school and she didn't get the what? jokes. Yeah. Well, because, well, what do you so have to do for the high school students not going to get that shit? No, you have to have worked. Yeah, right. I, I thought it was great. Uh, when that movie came out, was when me and a bunch of my friends worked at a movie theater, so we'd see it. Like I, I saw it so many times at the theater while, while I was working, mind you, as well. Uh, but no, that movie is hilarious, and, and, and he, he has an extra neighbor that he has to bang on the wall and talk to. Um, yeah, what's his then, name? Um, uh, the guy who voices uh, Batman in in Harley Quinn show and the Beverly Hillbillies. Jedrick Bader, I never can never remember his name, but yeah, he's. Like, he <laughs> he, I love, I love that, I love that scene in there where he goes, where uh, Ron Levison's character goes, like, has everybody ever told yeah, you like you yeah, have a case yeah. of the Mondays? And he goes, no. He goes, no. I think someone should, you know, it's like someone should fucking get their ass kicked for yeah, saying something yeah, like that. Get their ass kicked he, he's got like a big mullet and a fucking like <laughs> huge mustache and shit like that because he works in construction. I mean, it's so great. And then of course you have. Uh, uh, Steven Root playing Milton, you know. <laughs> no, what was great was when they were in the apartment and and they're talking about their whole plan, and then yeah. they're like, all right, nobody say anything, and then then through the wall he's like, I won't say anything either. I won't say anything either, man. What the hell was that? No, it's fine. He's cool. Anyway, <laughs> well, and, and and Steven Root showing back up in the book of Boba Fett, I was just like, oh, that's just perfect. Yeah. Like like him being that guy. He's one of those that guy actors who just like yes, show up anytime. Then just just do it. I don't I don't care. Like, Anytime you go, you do the fucking Leo DiCaprio, you go, Stephen Root, there he is. I love that guy, you know? Yeah, he's always in like everything. And he's like, I mean, I, and I always say that too, is like when like when I I think I even asked like um um what's his name? Jesus Christ. I'm like my my mind's going blank. Um Martian Manhunter, Jesus Christ, Henry Martian, Lennox. Henry Lennox. Lennox. Sorry, Harry Lennox, jeez. Harry Lennox. Yeah, it was like right there. I hate it when that happens. It's like, what would you want to be? Would you want to be like the main star, the star on the marquee, or would you want to just be like the guy that were like everybody recognizes you anytime they see you, they go, "Hey, it's Harry Lennox," and blah blah blah. And he even said, like, you know, yeah, obviously you want to be that, but at the same time, it's like you have more longevity. There's something well, about he, the longevity. Because Harry Lennox even talked that that great story about Lawrence Olivier talking to. Yeah. Oh, was oh, it? Uh, I'm trying to. Remember. Oh, I think it was Richard Burton, and it was like, "Do you want to be a movie star or yes. an actor?" Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like these people are actors, and it's like I don't know. It's like to me, it's like if I was like in that profession, I'd want to be like the guy where like, hey, it's what you know, like what we said earlier is like, oh, when you have you know, when, when Idris Elba is in a in a movie, oh, I mean, even though he is more star power, sure he can be, but at the same time, it's like, hey, it's Idris Elba, or hey, it's Stanley Tucci, or hey, it's you know, it's Stanley like, Tucci is a great be. example of that because yeah, he will just. He would just pop into a movie. Like mm -hmm. one of the things I love is when he played the dad in Easy A, and, he, <laughs> right? and yeah. he's just like he's legitimately one of my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you want to be that almost. Like you know, when Steve Buscemi shows up or in in a movie or in a show, and you're like, ah, Steve Buscemi. Look at that. Well, and then he, it's like 
there, yeah. there's certain actors that when they show up in different movies, they they kind of transcend their their own person. They, they become that character no matter what they're in. Yeah. And Stanley Tucci is, is one of my favorite actors. And everything I see him in, he's he's absolutely fabulous. And and when I see him, I'm not like, oh, that's Stanley Tucci, or you know, he was in this movie. No, it's more like that's Stanley Tucci playing a, another great character. He's just a really good actor. I I just love everything he does. I mean, uh, he, he, he does has, it to his full extent. You know, he, he doesn't mail it in. Well, it's like he, you know, he's got that one scene in Road to Perdition as Frank Nettie, yeah. and you're just like, oh, you're, oh, you're good because like, I love the fact that like he basically Capone does not show up in that movie, but Stanley Tucci is like the proxy for Capone in that movie, and you just feel the weight, the yeah. way that. Tucci plays it in that movie, which is another time to say, if you haven't freaking seen Road to Perdition, <laughs> do, yourself, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those two. But no, he was but... good in uh, uh, The Devil Wars Prada. I thought he did a fabulous job in that movie. Everything. Yeah, everything he does I mean, like, is great. Even like a little movie like Lucky Number Slevin, which I love. Oh, I God, love, I love that, that movie so much. But he, like he's in there, and then it's like, you know, he plays a pivotal role. I mean, uh as the, you know the detective trying to figure stuff out and then of course it's like oh you find out a little bit more about him but yeah lucky number 11 is another one don't sleep on i mean especially when you have two powerhouses uh ben kingsley and fucking morgan Fre freeman like mm -hmm. as two feuding like families that are like and josh hartman's in the middle of it and, and you're bruce just gonna willis like, and oh bruce willis a part of it it's, it's a whodunit of it lucy like, lou very, it was like yeah oh god it was She's like so adorable in, this movie. in the way that they're like in the towers across the street from each other, yeah. but like it had the very like uh, almost Shane Blackian, yeah, not quite Shane Black, but like kind of that vibe of like dialogue. it really did, yeah. Um, the the Kansas City Shuffle and all that. Oh, yeah. I love the Kansas City <laughs> Shuffle. Yeah, you look but, one way, like uh, the other. Uh, <laughs> a, a few of the movies that the Santucci was was really good in was um, what is it, uh, Julia and Julia. Julie uh, Julia he, with a Streep and uh, Amy Adams. Oh, I don't think uh, I the, lo that. the lovely bones. He was the uh, oh yeah, the villain, the crazy he did, dude. He had that weird hair, huh? Yeah, but he did it really well. I mean, he he played oh, yeah. the character so well. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I, I just saw this right now. I forgot uh, he was in Spotlight, and that was a really good movie too. Oh wow! I still, I I still need that. to see Spotlight. I have Spotlight it, is really Spotlight, good. Spotlight will fucking piss you off. I remember yes. walking. Oh, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. I, was like, yeah, I walked out going, Jesus Christ, really? Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of frustrating. You're like, wow, <sighs> that's 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 how it it's is. It's a great right? movie. It's a great movie, but you it walk out picture. Fuck yeah! I mean, no, no, it's a fantastic movie, and I just remember walking out, just being, just feeling, ugh, like. How is that? How is this still a thing? Like, ah, like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah, it's all there. It's like, ah, it's so gross. Yeah, it's very gross. Yeah. yeah, but uh, one of the things that uh we haven't touched base on was uh that happened this week that I wanted to get your guys' opinion on was Ezra Miller's uh little statement that came out at the beginning of this week, Monday. So I, I wanted to like touch bases with you guys on that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was random. I was like, whoa, whoa, here we go. I mean, like literally it, it was funny because, you know, my whole thing of it was like, I had technical difficulties with my Monday show because I was trying to do like, hey, I'm gonna try to, <laughs> I'm gonna try to stream in 4K. And I had some difficulties. So I had to postpone it to an hour and a half later. And then as I was, almost wrapping up all of a sudden it was like boom hey look at variety 
there's a statement from Ezra Miller. He's, you know, he's finally coming out or they are finally coming out in, uh, you well, know, they've been out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we, what are our thoughts here? I want to get Scott's thoughts first. I have this weird, like in one, in one aspect, I'm glad something has finally been said. Yes. That's, yes. that's, that's the first thing. But it, I'm not saying that they have to do like a whole apology tour kind of thing. Yeah. But it did seem like the bare minimum. Like we've issued the statement. And it didn't, it, and granted, I, you know, I've been, you know, work. And so I haven't really been following. Like I'm not, it's like I'm on Twitter all day. I'm barely on Twitter these days. But it seemed like it kind of just like, it happened and then like it, it didn't make a huge splash like for as much as the negative press um, shock that you know has uh, you know gone all over the place it was weird that the apology happened and then it just kind of went away like people didn't pay attention yeah. to it i it, think it, there's this yeah, it was a little weird there's this thing especially on social media where people like I think Ezra was smart to wait to, to say something, but it got to the plate to a place where there just something had to be said. But ninety percent of it was people just wanted a acknowledgement, <laughs> like in a, in a weird way, where like it wasn't there there was there's no amount of explaining or excusing or it's not like Ezra could have come out with like a book about here's what actually happened or um or any of that to appease people. Um, a lot of it was just like. I don't even know. I don't even know what, what it is that people want. I don't think people know what it is that they want. But the second Ezra is like, look, I'm a real person and I'm going through issues and I understand that there's things to work on. And like, there's, there's more to come, but 90% of that statement was just like, shut the fuck up for like five minutes. I'm going to go to therapy and then like closer to the movie, I'll come out with an interview and it'll explain my side of things. Um, and we'll, and, and that's, at least that's kind of the way that I read it was like, there's just such a stranglehold of like escalating claims where it's like, can we just pause for a minute and like actually deal with this stuff? And then we'll talk about what happened. Cause I think they were waiting. I think they were waiting for like a lull in the conversation almost um, mm -hmm. before they said anything. And that lull just never happened because there was just this like assembly line of accusations and, and like bullshit that just kept on coming out. Um, until eventually it's like, all right, now this is just the only way to do it. I, I thought it was also interesting that the Variety article that the statement appeared in, I was, I'm not sure impressed is the word, but I was a bit, uh, I observed that the Variety article was kind of short and to the point. Like it was, we know that the big draw is the statement. And so it wasn't like so many of these stories do where they just regurgitate the entire history of everything. It was more like they, you know, Ezra Miller has made a statement, statement, brief, brief, brief kind of wrap it up paragraph. And the variety piece was over. Mm. You, you know, mm. I, normally they stretch those things out and it was very much like, Intro statement conclusion. I've got to imagine. Well, you got to remember. Told, I mean, hey, we'll give you a statement if that's all you run. 
we yeah. don't want we don't and want it was, yeah. it, it, and it was like and it was like at like 8 30 my time so yeah that was, was weird it was so late yeah welcome back casey circle uh guy Cir circle guy. i don't know <laughs> i don't know if he's back anyways casey's kind of back anyways go ahead go ahead but even even the way it was, it, it was presented like uh here let me let me share even this, I remember like when it first hit and, and, and Dave had to pull it up. It, like even this alone, I was like, well, big font. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just like, uh, I want to, you know, it was just very straightforward and they put it right there. And I was like, okay. And he's looking at the picture of him. He's, he, you know, he's clean shaven. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? I was like, well, you, all well, the pictures. Notice, yeah, the, the images they've been shooting. Like, I think very much what this is, and I think has been mostly successful. If you, like Scott said, it, it came out and then everyone just kind of shut up. There's still the, there's still stuff out there, but I think 99% of this is just like, hey, I'm a human and I need help and I'm getting help. And there's more to talk about that we'll talk about later. But like for now, like, can you just shut up and let well, me get some help? And, and then, then we'll talk like, about the rest later. Like, when you compare it to like the, the supposed, you know, three options that they were uh, contemplating. Yeah. I mean, if, if that is true or anything like that, it was either the studio has to take responsibility for it or he does. And so it became, you know, who is it going to be? And at the end of the day, he had to make a statement to take responsibility for his own actions because things just seem to keep getting worse. And some of the, and some of the news was, was just old news becoming new news. But I think that at one point he has to say something in order for everyone to stop talking about him in a negative well, way. And, the, well, there, and there's a really weird thing on social media that I, I talked about a little bit a second ago where there there's a... It's not that people want it's not like a pound of flesh that they want. It's it's but yeah. it's they they everyone feels like they're des, like they deserve an explanation. What's well, the entitlement? Or or it's like they deserve or like like or like they are the ones that need to be apologized for too specifically. If you notice the apology was like I apologize for to those I have alarmed with my behavior because literally who who on social media like the people that have been impacted by any of these claims against Ezra is like a specific group of people. And if they need to be apologized to, then they need to be, be apologized to people on Twitter who are like all mad about what Ezra Miller has been up to or what they think Ezra Miller has been up to don't need or deserve anything. And I kind of think that was the point of the statement was like, okay, this is what you want. This is what you've been like begging for, for whatever reason you want to like bring me to heal. So here's yeah. your apology. Um, and now, um, I think the, the the big thing is to see if any other big stories drop between now and whatever the next follow-up is, presumably a pr big interview where Ezra shares their side of the story. Well, and, and, and I'm not saying this is the case because I, it's not like I had, you know, a dog in the hunt as far as, you know, <laughs> this was concerned. Like, it, right. It, but, you know, that first part was I want to apologize for the people that I've alarmed. You know, that can just sound like I'm sorry that I caused you stress. It's almost like the I'm sorry you were offended. Not that <laughs> I was I was surprised my that past there was behavior. no backlash you know I mean? <laughs> about the lack. Because, like, this is a very, to me, a very cut and dry non-apology. Yeah. yeah. Per, per, like, and, and I don't, based on my perception of the story, I don't personally have a big issue with that, but I saw it and I was like, mm, there's going to be people that come out and are like, like, Oh, you're sorry. We're alarmed. What about the people that you've 
set on fire or whatever they think. You hit with a chair. You threw it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and maybe that was out there somewhat. I don't know. But I was shocked at how little. Well, that's what it kind of came in. Yeah. Nobody was talking about it like the next day almost. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, well, and I think the emphasis would have been trending more. I think that there's a lot of people who like it's been said the whole time that like Ezra needs help and, and all of these things. But um, I think the explicitly putting it out there, like, okay, since everybody needs to know, I have complex mental health issues that I'm getting them treated with. And everybody's like, Oh, okay. And it's like, well, what did you, what'd you think? Like, like did <laughs> yeah. you thought that this well, was just like normal behavior from, yeah, like, it, it's just, but it's I think just, that it's a statement you... that everybody wanted to hear. And so it's like you're saying, Stephen. Yeah. He was just kind of like, here, here's your statement. But there. once you put yeah, once you put that out there, I feel like there's a a, a lot less people are interested in kicking them when they're down now yeah. that it's like out there. But the fact but the demand that Ezra explain, I've got issues that I need help with is like ninety percent of what most people Well it, it's also like and we've talked about this on various streams almost ad nauseum <laughs> to the point of like when the felony burglary charges and and i saw the joke about stealing beer out of a fridge before i even knew the context of the joke so then when i saw the felony burglary charges and then i steven i know this is gonna shock you but i actually read the article you know (laughs) you know i I clicked on the article and actually read the words holy crap (laughs) i know right and then was like took beer from the fridge like who hasn't done that yeah i'm like and that's felony burglary well oh. and that's and that's one of those things where like as as we, every time this comes up we say like look at the police reports that are available look at the the crimes and like what the definitional crime is it's a felony like because of i think in this one it's a definitional thing because it's technically a technically breaking and entering or there, there's like a line that you cross where like oh they weren't home and they had like if if ezra had to like jimmy a window like it's if it like let's say best case scenario um for as a thought experiment it's a friend's house and it, it which we know the 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 victim the 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 plaintiff is a um is a uh, a a friend or associate of of Ezra so this is not some random person this is someone whose house Ezra knows it's their house so let's say best intentions that they just kind of go into each other's houses and borrow stuff on regular occasion. Um, and Ezra knew like, Oh, the, the back window, if you Jimmy it, you can get in easily or whatever. The act of jimmying the window, as opposed to like using a key to enter makes it a, a felony. felony versus not felony. Um, it, it, I don't know if that's just... exactly the case here, but it's that type yeah. of thing usually differentiates it. I'm sorry, but like all of his allegations are are just they're just dumb. They're just kind of BS. I mean, like there's nothing there that really says to me like, oh, man, like get him off the streets. Like this guy is uh, a threat to society. No, well, the worst worst one is the chair being thrown. Yes, that's the worst one. Second degree assault. But um, actually, the the nine one one call is available for that, which I didn't I didn't realize. But even listen to that. And it's very clear. It was just a party where like things kind of went South. south and that doesn't Which mean that who like, hasn't been at a party who let's, let's not yeah. to defend the, go the, bananas you know, like, it's not to go. defend the the chair throwing 
but no. like injury, but like treatment was refused at the scene. <clears throat> so I would imagine that like this was not a situation where like the the chair was thrown at the head. It's not like if if it's that kind of a it's it was a small gash or a small cut rather and. And they didn't get they did they refused treatment, which to me impl- says like okay, so clearly this chair wasn't thrown at the head. It must have taken a bad bounce, and like nicked or whatever, which is still is still assault and like still a problem. Well, but, I think I think the like, real the real issue if you want to if you want to objectively point to anything, it's just the amount there seems to be right. incidents. Like that, that's, that is the concern, the concerning behavior. I know that the media has dragged things up and, and, and things get presented in a way that seems like they are just consistent. They're just constantly happening when you have to pay attention to the dates of when things happen. But still there is a little, there's a little too much smoke for you know. There is the the thing that makes that smoke really weird. Once you start, and it's hard because it, it doesn't always specify. But in a lot of them, if you start paying attention to the names of people that it references, that there's a lot of consistency in who gets cited um, in each of the reports. That there tends to be a pretty consistent circle of people that this stuff revolves around that are making these accusations. Um, and you go back to like when the grooming allegations started. Um, and and the 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 story there is that supposedly and i'm i'm saying all of this just for the sake of being like even-handed cuz i don't i don't want to be dismissive of a serious charge but the the there's a stalker of Ezra who has been known to be causing trouble and and putting dirt out and making false claims and stuff who claims that they told the parents of this uh, Native American girl that um, that uh, Ezra was grooming their daughter, and and it started this this whole thing. But um, so the father is Chase Iron Eyes, and the mother is Sarah Jumping Eagle, yeah, and Chase. they it, when you when you start following that, there's there's actually like a social post up from from Chase Iron Eyes where he set up an email account, Trash the Flash, Ezra Miller. Yeah, or, or, something, or something like that. So and dumb. they use the hashtag trash the flash and stuff like that, which is, but they're actually, they put out a call and they said, if you have any stories about Ezra Miller, send them to us. And then somebody, uh, think, or I think a few people have, have contacted them to, to claim wow. they had a story and they just forwarded them straight on to like a Rolling Stone reporter or someone else. So there's an actual operation to, and so that, like, like you said, uh, Andre, that there, there's so much stuff that's like just these like little like tit for tat dumb, yeah. but it's a it's lot of like... them, but like, and, and, and so I think that seems to line up with the fact <clears throat> that there is somebody actively seeking dirt and it's just all going out there. But, but you compare it to like all of these little things to like Anthony Starr. We all remember Anthony Starr got, Got yeah, I yeah. Looked up, right. I looked that up for reference because I remember it happening, and I didn't know the story. Anthony Starr punched a chef in the face twice, and then smashed a glass across his face, sent him to the hospital to get stitches, and got Fuck. and got twelve months in prison for it. And they made a plea deal or something to to get off. And he was at Comic Con, like. A month later, promoting hey! the boys. I'm Holand. I'm Holander. What are you talking about? Holander. Like, 
and meanwhile, He's I take, somebody. I take my work seriously. Yeah. Like, so like, and, and meanwhile, Ezra, like, yes, there's a lot of claims and, and some of them rise to a, you know, they, they can't just be dismissed as dumb or, or little. I mean, what the being obnoxious at a bar. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Throwing a I chair mean, at a party. Okay. Cool it, dude. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> um, you know, stealing beer from a fridge, uh, probably something you shouldn't do, but like, I'm not going to hold it against when you're, them. When like, you're a star of a superhero franchise, you probably um, should. Well, the Anthony so, Starr, hey, I mean, that was like extreme. But, well, not only that, but, but Anthony Starr was convicted. Malicious. There, there was, there's a conviction for that. They, they sentenced and they convicted and sentenced Anthony Starr. Ezra does not have any convictions. Ezra does not have any sentencing. There's only, uh, there's, 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 was, I think, three police citations. There was the disorderly conduct at the bar. There was the throwing the chair. And then there's the burglary, and then everything else is 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 hearsay and and just allegations. And the hearsay doesn't mean it's not true. It can't be dismissed simply on the fact that it's hearsay. But that's just to, just to specify that like we're talking about things people have said that have no like legal recourse, and then you've got things that involve the law that are provable and and will be there will be a trial involved. Um, and, and of those, I believe the disorderly conduct was dismissed. I don't know what's going on with the chair. And then the, uh, the burglary is set for like September for seventh or 12th or something like that. Um, but once, like, like you said, there's a lot, all that smoke. And once you kind of clear that smoke out, it's like, well, what, like how big is that fire? Really? That's not that there's no yeah. fire, but it's like, what, if you look at the volume at which this has been blown up to me, it makes a lot more sense to say like, okay, there's something else going on here, amplifying the the severity of that, which 100% there is there's, there's, you know, chase iron eyes and others are looking for information and amplifying it. That doesn't mean that it's, you know, finding legitimately bad stuff and amplifying. It doesn't mean the stuff's not bad, but it does give an indication of why the volume is so loud. Cause there's people who are actively interested in, raising as much hell um, as possible yeah exactly uh for if a, like if i were in their position and i believed somebody had been grooming my daughter i mean i i don't it's it's hard to say that like who's to know do they actually believe the accusations or are they i i don't like you can't just brush that aside being on the right. receiving on the other side of that like that's a hard place to be but at the same time you see stuff that they say that like something came out a while back about the police report of an incident with them versus um, versus what the what they said in an interview versus what the police report actually said there's a lot of shadiness in like the way they're spinning their side of the story um, and I don't know if that's just because they're try they're trying their hardest to like get justice for something they think happened or if they are like intentionally being misleading I don't know but it's just it's sloppy and shady but um, but yeah, but like, like I said, once you get rid of all that smoke, it's like, yeah, there's fire there, but it's like, is it punching a dude in the face and smashing a glass on his face fire? Or is it like, <laughs> and getting actually convicted, but then having yeah, a play deal? I, I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, is it, you know, Matthew Broderick running people over in his car? Oh, 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 you, went, you went there, you know, or, or is this, or is this like, and I don't. 
I don't know. And I'm not saying I'm not equivocating to say like that there's that there's nothing wrong on those ends, but it's just like there's a, there's a weird level of hyper focus and amplification that's going on that doesn't quite exactly match. Yeah, it, it just seems you, like almost blown in proportion um, or like to a degree. Very uh, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Kate Kane Ke Keegan. Keogan. Keogan? <laughs> Keogan? Keogan? Um, <laughs> yeah, it is Keogan. I can't get over the look Keogan. of it. I, I, like, I think I killed Scott. When I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he also got arrested for, for like disorderly conduct. Yeah. Um, with a very, very similar charge to Ezra. And that was gone right away. Once again, Anthony Starr was just the one, the one claim, and then uh, Barry was another case. Uh, Barry K was another case. Um, it was, it was just a single claim. And so, how many people have a string of claims, and then how many of those claims are like surrounded by all this little? Well, he runs a cult. Well, they, it's. They, they they sprinkled tobacco all over my apartment. Well, they were yelling at me. Well, I was feeding birds, like, 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 like all this. Birds. I don't know. I just made that one up. But I mean, there's all this like random <laughs> no, stuff that's like, like, oh, they listen to music too loud at my Airbnb. Like, okay, yeah, I would hate that too. But like, well, where? it's like it's like you were saying about, about the Chase Iron Eyes that like, you know, from a different perspective, you know, does he believe that that really happened to his daughter? And if, and if so, if that's what you, if that's if you're Chase Iron Eyes, you believe that, you know, then that's what you believe, and and nothing's gonna tell you otherwise. Yeah, you know, well, it, it, that's like saying like you know, if I wrote a treatment for a Batman movie, and I thought it was you know being oh used in the Batman, and I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't think any other way. I'd be like, no, that, that's, my that, yeah. that's my story. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's my story. You know, no matter how bullshit it saying. was, if yeah, you yeah, believed it. If you, if you believe it, that you Batman, Batman solves the Riddler cases. Oh my God! Um, Biblical well, abortions. And I think another thing making it even more complicated with the like the Chase Iron Eye stuff is that um, they're they're Lakota um, Native Americans, and yeah. so they, as a as members of a Native tribe on on Native grounds, their legal recourse is significantly reduced from. Now, grooming is a weird area where, like, you can't really. How do you how do you prove that? And is it not everywhere is going to have a legal standard for that? If nothing inappropriate actually happened when the person was underage, um, but when you're on a on a reservation, is there like I'm a baby sorry, I'm there? Sorry. I, I, feel, I feel like you have doing his laundry. You, yeah, I'm like Casey. Do you have Are you like giving a sonogram right now? Engine? <laughs> Like <laughs> it's his air conditioner, man. <laughs> yeah, it's my AC. <laughs> so, uh, the KCAC, oh, the AC Casey. For a little, con a little context, uh, back when I used to do <laughs> my midnight show, uh, he used to come on and there'd be that noise. And at one point, yeah. I was like, "What is that noise?" And he was like, "It's my air conditioning." And I was like, "Okay, it's so right I can turn there. it off." I'm like, "He's not going to turn it off, so it doesn't matter." <laughs> um. Oh, no, it was but, funny but, because for a moment you froze and we're like, oh, did he turn it off? And then all of a sudden he came back on. He's like, because <laughs> it's me. It's Casey's heartbeat, everyone. He does have a heart. It sounded like a sonogram, you know, like the baby's heartbeat. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Because he's a baby. Casey's a nickel baby. 
Um, Please continue, Stephen. As I say, but when, but because he's on a on a on a native reservation, there's, there's way less legal resource to, to pursue. Basically, the only thing you can do in that situation is that the Violence Against Women Act um, has a carve out specifically for when turning non- off video doesn't mute you. I know, I know. I, I, oh man, this so is so bad. bad. You know no, you got a microphone so mute button. I had to turn okay. my fan on. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, but the, the only thing is that the, is, is, is like trying to like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm supposed to be powering through versus giving in. So I'm just powering through until someone tells me to stop. I know. No, no, keep, keep going, Stephen. Keep, keep going. going. The, the keep only going. the only legal recourse is due to a clause in the Violence Against Women Act that allows you to the government will respect restraining the U.S. government will respect restraining orders against non-natives from. Um, from uh, people on a native re- reservation that is enacted by a tribal court. So that's where that um, Ezra is evading authorities thing came from because they they made a restraining order and then they couldn't give it to them. And then all of a sudden that turned into like, Ezra is running from the cops. It's like, no, literally the people that were required to serve it just couldn't serve it outside of their jurisdiction. Um, or like you, you get into other stuff too though, where like that Rolling Stone article, I saw re- someone reference in the chat, the baby with the bullet in its mouth. You go read that article. <laughs> And it oh and it references God. the the article is source the source for that article and they say at the top is from the father of the of the children and the and the mother, who, um, once you know who the 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 woman with like has spoken on in interviews and, and on social media but once you know her name you can find the the father's name, um, and he's got a rap sheet as long as like, all of hell. Full okay. of domestic, domestic, I'm, I'm domestic, glad you said that. It was like, like some people say, long as my, you know, anyways, go ahead. Well, yeah, but I mean, how but, long is it though, really? It's not that long, <laughs> um, but, but, for, I mean, but it's like domestic, where's Amanda? And, uh, and, <laughs> um, but like, like, but like, for, and, and, but Rolling Stone treated this guy as the primary source for the article saying like, Oh, it's unsafe for my wife and, and, or my, whatever the, the mother of my children to, to have their kids there. First of all, this guy is not there. So how is he speaking on like a kid had a bullet in their mouth and stuff like that. But second of all, like, like this dude is trying to get his, his kids back when like, this is based on his criminal record should not have the care of the kids. And per the mother cited in the article, she says, we escaped an abusive situation and Ezra was providing a safe haven. So how the hell does this article exist that like, I, yeah, you like treat all the sources as like, like you can't ignore the guy as a source, but how do you write a a source from that point of view? How do you take that, the father's point of view in that case and write it from his point of view and not like, it should be from either more neutral or take the mother's point of view. And then, and then you say, the father says this, but like that's a pretty big character assassination as a as a primary source for that article, and I don't know what other I'm, I'm not trying to be critical of their process. I don't know exactly what process they followed, but like, I think they just wanted to get more engagement, more clicks for that because that's also another side of the story you can run with because no one else will do that, and, you know. And maybe it's true. So like, you can't the bias doesn't simply doesn't disprove it on its own, but it's just. To say like, oh, this dude who has been proven guilty in court of domestic abuse and assault and burglary and whatever else else is on his rap sheet, let's go ahead and take his 
write an article taking his claims as absolutely true, saying that he needs his kids back and they are unsafe at Ezra Miller's house in Vermont. Like, well, hold on. Like, what are you actually advocating for here? Like, like, yeah, yeah, those kids should be, those kids should be safe. And if it's not safe at Ezra's place, then they shouldn't be there. But the person who dictate, like the judgment over whether or not it's a safe place for them or not, I'm not going to leave up to that dude. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> that guy. Like it's just a wild yeah. and yet that's put out there now so you keep on seeing this stuff about all oh, the baby had bullets in its mouth and stuff. It's like it's like based like based on the word of a dude who is who's got a longer rap sheet of convictions <laughs> than Ezra has. How many times did he go like where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? And they're like, uh she's actually right here. Did, did you see the post that she she herself posts? Yeah. You know, she, she you know like she's right here. Like we're yeah, or this is such a crazy accusation that like this baby had a bullet in its mouth. Like, hey, what? You know, like, yeah. come on, man, really? Well, and then it said, like, oh, I think the Rolling article said this is corroborated by two other unnamed sources. Um, and it's like, well, you can find you look at any of these, you got you got Chase Iron Eyes and Sarah Jumping Eagle who are all in who are involved in every single one of these who would corroborate something like that. You've got um, you know, there's two stalkers of Ezra that are digging up all this dirt too. Like, there's plenty of two other sources that are gonna corroborate this stuff who have been proven to be and it's not just like that's not even conspiratorial because these people they all their names are always come up together and they're always spreading stuff and that's why you see you go back even before all of this stuff stuff started coming up these stalkers have a history on on tumblr and on instagram and other places of saying stuff that is factually provable like lies about ezra like back then and so it's just wild that like there's more to it than that, I'm sure. So I don't mean to, to simplify it to that. But the fact that, like, two stalkers, like, spreading lies about Ezra turned it up, like, snowballed into this national story, like, is, is just absolutely wild. That we're, and, then, and then that people will look at it and on face value and be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to accept that as fact. It's like, whoa, like. <laughs> I was I'll, watching. Like, I was watching this uh, Netflix documentary called Untold, um, and it's you know it's just two episodes, and it's about one um, NFL player named Manti Teo. And <laughs> some time ago, um, you know what happened with him was he met he someone. Yeah. Oh, is that he the got catfish thing? Okay, yeah, he got catfish yeah. for like three years, and. The whole first episode is just from his point of view, and he seems very genuine, and it yeah. does feel like genuinely he got catfish, right? So the second episode starts, and this time it's just from the point of view of the media. So there was this uh, company, which I think now is shut down, called Deadspin, and uh, two reporters from that you know, actually started digging into what hap- what's happening here because uh, this player was you know, always on the news talking about his girlfriend and stuff. And then three years later, she died, and he also announced that. And he kind of became a national hero for that college football or something like that. So um, these people from Deadspin were actually uh, trying to look into you know, what happened here. And uh, they discovered that this person who he's been calling his girlfriend doesn't even exist, right? So they started to dig into, um, you know, what's the matter here and who this girl is, where's the picture coming from and all that, right? So it's fascinating to see the people who actually dug into this being interviewed and they're, you know, shamelessly just saying that, you know, 
even if it's not a hoax, like they were coming from an angle that he was making that up and he was, you know, uh, making this hoax up just to get attention and all that praise and all that stuff, right? So they were coming from that angle and they had to just prove that. And uh, apparently they just got a random tip from nobody. And, you know, they said that this might be a hoax. So they just wanted to prove that. And from that point of view, they started to, um, you know, make stuff happen to prove that. So they started dig digging into Twitter and other social media, MySpace, whatever, reaching out to the actual girl whose photo that is and all that. And it's wild how much similar that was to Ezra Miller's story because mm. once they put, uh, you know, started writing this article about it being a hoax, <laughs> they just wanted the article out. They didn't care if that was true or not. And they even mentioned that, you know, while writing the story, we have a strict deadline we have to set uh, to get comments from the uh, people we are writing about um, so that, you know, we hear from them. And if, if we don't hear from them, we just post it, right? So yeah. they didn't hear from Mantaiteo or the father or anyone, anyone included in that story. And um, just because they wanted to be the first people to put it out, they just posted it. And it became this elaborate thing, uh, destroying this guy's career, who was a star. And you know, I heard that he, he couldn't even yeah. like, do anything after this. Like it was. Well, he got drafted by the charge. He got drafted by the Chargers, but he never. Uh, yeah, he never, he never went became, anywhere. Right? He, he never became anything. And it, and, when, and the funny, <laughs> the the, the stupid, crazy. the stupidest about it is that like the day that uh, she died, her name was uh, Lene Kakua. Yeah. The day she died was on was on September eleventh, twenty twelve. So it was like she, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't even a real person, you know what I mean? But like that was the day yeah. that was like, oh, she's dead. You know what I mean? It's like oh, on September eleventh, really? Come on. I'm on the dead. day his grandmother died. Yeah, oh it was like crap. This is ridiculous. It was wild. the The episode two just you know it's kind of so wild because the entire first episode just is from his perspective. The second episode is from those people who were trying to prove it's a hoax, and they just didn't care. Yeah, but that's it's it's a good example of like because like, especially in movies and stuff, you get like these like a, a story about a journalist or a writer or whatever, and they spend like months researching this stuff and like that just doesn't sometimes that kind of thing happens but like almost never does anyone that publishes this stuff spend that much time on it and sometimes when you get wrapped up in a spider web of like oh damn this is way more than i thought it was you just gotta run with what you got and sometimes that happens to be a a, a wife beater who's saying that his kids need to are unsafe with Ezra like <laughs> but but like it's crazy when you when you stack up all the claims too when you look at like you string all of those together and you've got um two arrests in Hawaii one of which was for disorderly conduct um and then but because of all the coverage about that people think there were like a dozen arrests in Hawaii um and there's there's the assault charge for throwing a chair where once again medical detention was declined at the scene which speaks to the the severity of the injury that's not to say that injury is like it's acceptable or okay but like that's that one case of like of of uh of incidental you know injury being incurred um at a party and and then it turned into ezra miller's assaulting people all over hawaii <laughs> and then and then you get the like ezra ezra is um the next legal case that popped up after that is in vermont 
where Ezra lives, and it was like one of his one of their neighbors' houses that they are accused of stealing a couple bottles of of alcohol from, and um. And, then, and, that's the, and, and that's the old yeah, that's the, and that's the only other legal case and it was after that and people were like oh Ezra's committing crimes all over the place now I can't even keep track of what state they're in it's like they live in Vermont they were in Hawaii for a few weeks there were pictures of him with his or with them with the mom mom was yeah. there yeah, it's, like, it's just and, the whole thing is, is wacky and so you look at like this this whole narrative form so you've got oh Ezra's assaulting people all over Hawaii no they weren't you've got um You've got the oh they've got babies at their house with bullets in their mouth. It's like yeah, per the per the 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 convicted uh, wife beater father who's who's trying to get the the kids to come home. You've got uh, uh, like what what other I'm trying to think of some of the the other crazy claims. Oh, you've got all the like um, the, uh, the the stuff that happened in Iceland, which is crazy because that that goes way back to a couple of years ago with that the the choking video. But the information that came like that always had no context, and the information that came out of that was, oh, they they were they were um, like jeering at them, like oh let's fight, let's fight, let's fight. And Ezra was like, oh you want to fight, and then and then choked them, which is what we see in the video, which is taking it too far. But like that's a totally new context versus like just walking up to a random person and choking them for no reason. That's not to say <clears> like right. That's to say they were asking for it, but they were <laughs> they were asking for well, it. Well, they haven't went too far. Um, but, like, it's just so so crazy to, to see all that snowball into this much larger story. And it's like, yes, this is a problem. Yes, they need help. Yes, they're getting help. But, like, roll it back to, like, the small snowball, not, like, this giant boulder of a, like, right. force of nature destroying <laughs> lives left and right all over the world. Like, and that's the thing is that they haven't been convicted of a crime yet, and so because that, and but everybody wants a general conclusion for a lot of bad reasons. Most people think that they've been. Most people think that they've been like convicted of all this stuff. They think well, they're they right. video. He's there. on the run from the police. Yeah, people they think on the run. On the run. Filming reshoots. Yeah. Yeah, filming. He was on the run. Hanging <laughs> out at mom's house. I mean, my god. And so, and, and, then, and then you got a huge faction of of fans who are gonna badmouth him because they want <laughs> so Grand Gustin. They want the movie to get canceled, and I'm like, dude, they're yeah, not gonna true. cancel the movie. Like, what? What kind of that's, world are we living? That's the in? frustrating thing is that 90 percent of the people that have an opinion on this ha- have an opinion on it for reasons other than. <laughs> Ezra yep. and what they're actually doing. It's exactly. About... You're just like, dude, what? It's like, they're, look, they're look. like, oh, Ezra is terrible and, 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 and they're a criminal and they need to be removed. By the way, Grant Gustin needs the role. It's like, oh, oh God. no, no, no. One, of, not, one not. of the worst is also when Bad Girl got canceled and they were like, Zazlav is going to cancel this, but let Flash release. It's like <laughs> two totally different situations oh but it's, it's because ezra's it's not even ezra's double ezra's the budget it's more than double yeah <laughs> it, it's this is a block a hollywood blockbuster movie you don't just like throw this away well not only that but it's but it's it's engineered for theatric like there's so many things about it outside of the fact that it's that it's about it like it's a higher profile character it's a bigger budget it's designed for a theatrical release it's a big event film with a, lots of cameos from other dc characters um and and like you know, Batgirl had a lot of. I, I really wanted to see Batgirl. It looked I had a lot of really cool stuff. Michael Keaton coming back and all that was cool. But We're it's never just, gonna it's, see it's, 
it's apples and oranges in terms of like totally like what what the actual product was and why they yeah yeah but but once again all all of a lot of these so many of these complaints are motivated by things other than what has Ezra actually done and 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 people bring like it's so dishonest to bring in not unrelated arguments. Like if you don't like, if you want Grant Gustin as, a, as, as the flash, or if you want the Snyder verse canceled, or if you want the flash canceled because it's not the Snyder verse, yeah, or it, if you like want the, the flash canceled because Batgirl reason. was canceled, or if you like the MCU and hate the, like whatever, whatever all these reasons are, none of those are, are good reasons to have an opinion on what Ezra Miller has or hasn't done. Like if 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 those are your reasons for caring, then you sh then like don't have an opinion on this. If you actually care about what Ezra Miller has done or hasn't done, great. Then let's like talk about that. But all the like, oh, it's and this and this is not just I'm not getting mad just because of Ezra Miller, but that's because ninety percent of comic book arguments on Twitter or arguments on Twitter in general are this, where it's like you don't actually care about whatever we're arguing about. This is because you want fucking matt ryan to be constantine and sandman or whatever like by the way Constance speaking of sandman i want to i was i've been great show great, great show, show. <laughs> but i thought i recognized this and it's just so cool to have it confirmed because i've been reading articles while you guys have been talking because it's oh. like yeah blah 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 <laughs> yeah. good 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 three voices oh man three voices in the animated cat episode david Tennant, michael sheen and James McAvoy. Wow. They're in the episode. Wow. Really? Which is funny because all three of them are in the Audible drama. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. Fake fucking fucks. Yeah, pretty much. I'm a little late on that. but yeah. I was wondering what you were looking for. I know. I was like, oh, oh, oh I have one. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, Scott, yeah. No, but that's crazy. I didn't know that they, yeah, that's cool. Did you know they were in the Audible drama? No. Yeah, didn't Mac know. Because McAvoy's Morpheus. I, I know, I know, I know about the like the main cat, but I didn't know about the uh, like. Yeah. yeah, David Tennant plays Loki, and mm. Michael Sheen is Lucifer. Mm. I like it. I have to listen to that. I really have to. Huh? I've only seen the first episode. Oh my god! Oh, dude, it's so good. Well, oh no, it is. No, I enjoyed the first episode. Yeah. I'm gonna try Which to. You're lucky. You just read the first issue of the comic. Like that's pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> you're lucky that you'll be able to watch the bonus episode together with the season. Exactly. Yeah, like I found out about the bonus episode today on the show. I was like, oh, same. <laughs> Damn it. But no, it's it's a fabulous show. I mean, I was I was uh, I was blown away by by how good it was, and not just with the special effects, with the storytelling, with the acting. Well, with Stephen, the music Stephen was and I just, were like, so good. About well, Steve and I were talking about that, like how the special the effects, the visual effects, even for Netflix, is like, mm -hmm. even when something notch. is obviously CGI, it's done in a way that, like, doesn't bother you. Like, well, it's like... It's it, like we were talking about with with uh, with She-Hulk, mm -hmm. where they're, they're, I can guarantee you that... <clears throat> the showrunners are in deep discussions with their uh their visual effects supervisors before the cameras even start rolling um and i was just talking to amanda about this too because i think there's some covid stuff that impacted it also but because there's so many shots that look stagey that look like green screen but they incorporate that into the show's aesthetic where it's like part of the dream world or it's part of like there's this like ethereal quality to it where even though yeah. it looks fake 
it doesn't it's not like they are failing at making it look real it's um, that they the intentionally point. played on the fact that it's he's theatrical. in the dreaming yeah right and so it it can look it can look super abstract and super crazy and you're just like yes that that makes perfect sense because or, he's in the dream world. Look real. real world yeah. shots will have a very clear green screen but it's 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 like they shot it to intentionally to look like a studio backlot that's just part of the sh- the look for the show they embraced mm-hmm. so instead of fighting it and failing they like they embraced it in a way that like gives it a much more stylized um stylized tone you, you I, know the I one that really, really makes me think about this and i can say this without spoiling anything for dave but the church scene in episode three with constantine like yeah they obviously weren't mm-hmm. like i can tell they weren't actually in a church but it works mm-hmm. <laughs> the way it looks I, the I lens can't, they use is also pretty good. Can't use, use the Constantine. I'm like time, right? Oh, time. Yeah. That's gonna be yeah. Uh, because now, now, now in the in the comic, it was John. It was comic. John, yes. And then so I I took it as they probably didn't have the rights to use no, John. Neil Gaiman confirmed on Twitter John couldn't come out to play. Yeah, like, like mm. well, they so. they probably you know uh, Warner Brothers or or Warner Brothers Discovery probably told them oh. We have a plan for him, so you can't use him. <laughs> for the <laughs> just like John Stewart, just like part of a ten-year plan. But but to but 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 and with Andre, a plan. to that point though, but He's they gone. could use Joanna because gone. Neil Gaiman created Joanna. So um, okay. is there? Okay. I'm. I, I don't know if this is like how obvious this is or not, but is is Joanna and related to John in the comics? Joanna yes. is John's. Ancestor. ancestor okay oh, I, I figured but I, when i was reading but i don't think it, i didn't know if it was ever explicitly confirmed i had I to look that, that was, up when i was watching it i was like who i thought Joanne? that was one of the smarter changes like, oh. though, because the second they, they were like joanna constantine i was like oh i knew exactly what they were doing with the characters but didn't know if there was <clears> more reason to do that outside of like it, it's a logical thing to do very logical like that way to streamline the the narrative it, it was a cool way for them to use the character because they're like okay so it's not john but it's Joanne Constantine, and, and that's an actual ancestor of John. So I, I thought it was really clever. I was like, oh, and they probably they probably asked the Warner Brothers, like, hey, can we use Joanne Constantine? They're like, who's that? Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> Fine, yeah. But, but but once again, it being well, Neil created Joanna, <clears throat> so it's like he. I mean, it, and this is Vertigo, so it's like um, these are Neil's characters, like right. You know that that's the beauty of Vertigo is almost like that creator owned area where like neil gets to do what neil wants because neil created these characters i mean it would have been really cool if it was john constantine that, that or constantine uh that would have been really cool but i mean uh the girl they got to, uh, to play joanne she did a oh, fabulous jo- job oh yeah Jeff. i think yeah, i think I she brought her own flair like oh yeah. wow see i i, 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 know, I know jenna it. from you know the the matt smith capaldi era of doctor who because she was the companion oh, okay yeah, she, when when karen gillian left uh and arthur darvel who happens to be in the bonus episode that just released today oh. you know when, when they left doctor who jenna coleman was the companion who took over so oh, okay i've been a fan of hers for a while so when i heard she got cast as joanna and then I realized, yes, they're using her as a surrogate for John in that one story. Because John shows up in that one issue 
and never mm-hmm. shows up again. But Joanna shows up multiple times. So it. I actually liked that cameo in episode six as well. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. Like she showed up and I was like, wait a minute. I don't understand. Because this that's is... actually when in the that's comic. That's when she actually, actually showed up. shows up. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I figured. I was like, okay, if they did that, then that's really cool. Because they were just like, hey, by the way, that's that's the, that's the real one. You know what I mean? Like that was the original one. So we'll just keep her as the same character. That, that yeah. was really cool. And they also adapt. <laughs> Dave's like, damn it. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, and He's also, like, have you guys seen Bear? <laughs> oh, Beast. this is one of the. Have you seen Beast? Hey. Uh, yeah, anybody? Uh, yeah, Bear. <laughs> this is one of the shows that I felt um, peaked in the middle. Like episode five and six were just <sighs> mind blowing. Oh well, because also Casey. I mean, and those are also the issues. Like twenty four hours is the name of the issue. The, and the episode's called twenty four seven. But but the mm-hmm. issue twenty four hours is one of those issues that like people say the diner and sandman fans go you know we all kind of like oh man that yeah. clutch yeah. that one so episode much. was that one episode Woo! could have been a single movie yeah man. So oh, oh and i'll tell you like, when you listen to what the is audi- happening right now the audible oh, version of the that audible is, is oh it's disturbing as hell yeah um and then episode six with the sound of her wings is another one of those issues that everyone goes oh i remember that yeah. so i agree yeah. i think uh, i and i agree with you kids so my point is that the reason it peaks in the middle is because those are also like standout issues that are just getting adapted so i agree with you um i was also really really impressed with how I was expecting them to go to lean a lot more into the R rated with, with the show, especially with like with it being on Netflix and like, I don't know, it, but like not that it was exactly, you know, it was more than PG 13, but there was no nudity. No and nudity. even the no. gore was often, um, suggested. Dave is <laughs> inter- instantly disinterested a, now. A lot. <laughs> and Dave's no, like crossing it off his list. There's partial, there's partial nudity. They, they, they did a good job. With oh, it. oh, they okay. show a butt. They show. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. I'm like, have you seen his more reaction? Pieces, like, like entire body and except for yeah, when he grabs the sand. Oh, also, and- yes! side, also side note, side <laughs> note in that scene when he was, you know, floating to go yeah. into that portal, it was so squeezed and he was so slim. I was like, I was just thinking that you know this has to be in the comic. Because the imagery oh, there just looked oh, like that, is. and then I saw yeah, that. Panel. Yeah, it's a perfect. Yeah, yeah. And they do I stuff with the practice. with the eyes too, where it'll be yeah. dark and the eyes will glint, and you're like, oh, there you go. Or the hair, yeah. like his yeah. hair is crazy the in the comic. Well, yeah, the, cost, it's, it's the costuming like, is crazy too. How he's got a different black trench coat, like depending on the era and the location, he's always got like a different black trench coat thing going on. <laughs> Or like the, the second half of um, the sound of her wings, where they do the bar, where they have uh, they have him meeting with uh, what's his what's Hob. the guy with Hob, um, which was another one where that when that started, I was like, here we go, like knowing knowing how the story. Oh goes. yeah, the men, men but, of good fortune is the name okay. of that issue. So since I've only seen the first episode, I was just like, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, like, like the fact that he's like basically naked in that, you know, in that glass globe, ball, you know, in the glass ball. I'm like, I'm kind of going like, because when I see him 
when I see shots from like other episodes, his face looks a little fuller, and I'm going, "That'll be explained." Okay, is that explained? Because did he like starve and dehydrate himself to make him look? slimmer like i think they also did stuff. some stuff with the lensing okay. yeah one thing of, is they just squeezed the lensing yeah. because when i yeah. see like other shots i'm like god damn it i and i always go like god damn it i gotta catch up on the show because firstly his, his face like, is glorious his, his like, face depending on depending on the location they they see like like the dreaming they use some kind of like a some sort of like fisheye lens yeah, effect okay. almost. yes okay. yes and in when they're in hell they have the it's a um Oh, that was such a good episode. Um, I think Hell is a really wide angle. <laughs> it was such a good faces, episode. Yes. All the faces are like really wide. Um, and also you'll see like there's a lot of like claustrophobic shots in the real world. Mm. And then in the yes. dream you have these yes. wide shots. And in Hell there's a lot of really wide shots. Um, and so you'll notice. And so like I, so I think that there was some sort of an anamorphic kind of yeah. extra squeeze going on in the um, in Roderick Burgess's um, basement. Okay. It was so shocking to learn that he was there for so many years, though. For a oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I thought he'd been there for like a year or so. No, it, it was a When the time. scene came on where, where the you know, generations changed, I was like, what? Yeah. He I was, was like, there for this wait a long? minute. Well, there's specifically the there? scene where, the, where they, they switch the sun. Um, where it's like in the middle yeah. of the scene, all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, wait a minute, he's right? an old man now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, he's an old man. He's in a chair. Um, you know, I was like, "Oh, they really shit. the 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 way that they were able to personify Dream, like there's almost mm -hmm. like you ruin the character if you do too much with him because you you can't make him too human, and right. so the fact that they were able to keep him as detached and and above, like above humanity, yet right. still give him this sense of empathy and like give you compassion for him. And even later on um, episode six, there's, there's several episodes, several different points throughout the series, but where someone will be like, Oh damn. Or, or um, who was it? When, she, when they, is it, is it, is it, no, no, somebody, somebody else realizes that it was him. Is it constant? Was it Joanna Constantine? Who was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who she's like, um, they, there's a rumor that there was yes. a devil down there, when, and then she's when like, they, they, "Oh, they go shit, to meet her ex." Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "Oh shit, that was you," and I don't even think he says anything. There's just this like, "Look, fuck, oh, he's fuck yeah, like, the way he acts you know, through the entire series is amazing. Like, well, without saying much, he does yeah. so much. Well, and another thing that I like what the series does is because, um, and Dave, I can I can speak to this because you've seen episode one, is how it lays ground like the show will mention things that a comic book reader knows what's coming but it's cool is that they go ahead and set the groundwork for things that even in the comic they hadn't mentioned yet so because yeah. like the fact that you meet the corinthian in episode one yeah oh yeah he doesn't show up until like 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 what in the show would be like episode seven and oh, the wow Oh, oh, yeah. Like, like when that arc, speaking non-spoilery, like, but when that arc happens in the second half of the season, in the comic, the Corinthian doesn't show up until then. And wow. I love the way that for the, for the sake of the TV show, they establish him immediately. I'm glad about that. Oh, yeah. Because, because oh, he was, was great. So good. 
There's yeah, he was always that, great. Like, improves the story, and in the same way that like having John Constantine in there would be cool, but I think having Joanna Constantine makes is a better version of this story. Though. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, not that I, you know, I, I, I like it would have been awesome if it was. Matt. you know Keanu Reeves or Matt Matt Ryan or, or just a version of con- of, the, John. The con- of John <laughs> um, but it it makes so much more sense for it to be Joanna because of the relationship that he has with Joanna the, or the various Joannas at least throughout assuming it's all I don't know if it's all age, whatever but the point is that there's a, there's a relationship there that makes a lot Spoiler. more sense for this um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's sort of a spoiler, but also, I mean, there's more, there's more stuff that I don't know if they're going to do in future seasons or not, but there is a, and David Goyer has said they've already started, uh, they don't even have the green light yet, but David Goyer says they're already writing the season two scripts. Of course. Uh, it's going to be green. Like, come oh, on, my, oh no, fun. you look at these numbers that are being reported and it's uh, like, it's as far as street, you, know, you know, it's hard to talk about streaming numbers because it's like, of course, because they could both hit them. Right. But, you know, based on these third party reportings, it's like this sucker is like blowing everyone like 23 percent blowing every, you know, like over yeah. everything else on the market right now. And then they go and <laughs> drop this this bonus episode, which what's that going to make everyone do? It's going to make everyone go back and watch it, rewatch it. You know, yeah. it's uh. I've already watched it twice because I watched it and then I rewatched it with Heather. Same. But, well, I watched it with Amanda, but yeah, I was going to say you watched with Heather. You with Heather also. Damn. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> no, it, 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 Dave. You, as soon as this is over, just start watching it. Stay up all night and watch it. <laughs> it's really now good. Go but I'll watch it. I'll, I'll probably start watching it in the morning. You know, there's so much lore in this um, story too. Like, I don't think. Um, I don't think you can capture all this in one single movie, especially if it's just two hours. Oh, oh Neil yeah. Said, Neil so, said that's why the movies yeah. always but, failed because you can't. You can't. Yeah. Do well, well, because I, I remember, remember Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt was attached yeah. Yeah. to a yeah. movie and they couldn't crack it and they just said, oh, forget it. And they ended up just... Well, oddly, though, a lot of the stuff they did here, you could have made a movie out of um, him, get, it would have ended. It would have been the origin story, and so you end it basically after he gets his helmet back, right? Or, or after he gets his, the let's see, he gets the sand, and then he gets the the ruby, and then the helmet, right? No, the no, helmet no, 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 no. Well, yeah. So end it. Dave hasn't seen it yet, so 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 you would end it with with after the diner, then basically. So John yeah, D would be well, yeah. like the third act, and then that would be like I think that makes sense. And so you do a lot of what this did to to structure it and combine. Constantine and all that stuff. That that would be a good first move, but it'd also be like a generic superhero. Like it makes yeah better as a series that you get to get the Corinthian stuff in here also because that's a better long term villain. And that's the problem with like all these superhero stuff is that like the more you have to do the origin before you can do the more interesting stuff. Yeah, Um, his origin is kind of complicated. Scott, you were saying um, third party analytics, but Netflix. Netflix publishes their their top ten data, um, and uh, for TV, for the last for um, August eighth through August fourteenth, um, the Sandman is number one. It's the second week that it was in, that it was listed number one, and it had one hundred twenty seven thousand or one hundred twenty seven million five hundred thousand hours viewed. The next highest was Never Have I Ever. 
um, season three with 55 uh, million hours viewed. Nice. So, um, yeah, T- top 10 in 93 countries on Netflix. I mean, this is all first party data. Um, and let's see. But it Stranger just makes Things me. Season four had one billion three hundred fifty-two million hours viewed in the first twenty-eight days. So Sandman hasn't is, been twenty-eight either. Um, Sandman's gonna be might be hard pressed. Let's see, one week. It'll be hard pressed, but it could catch. I think it might be behind season Stranger Things season four, but that's still and it. Did you guys see like when somebody was like, I can't believe, uh, you know, Warner Brothers and HBO Max dropped this. And they're like, no, they never did. They just, you know, it was like they didn't yeah. drop it, oh, yeah. but it was like they didn't even like accept it. Like the fact that yeah, they Warner, didn't Warner Media was like, was like, no, nah, we're not going to do this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. Oh, yeah, Netflix, well, what Neil Gaiman said is that they went to Warner Brothers, yeah. they pitched the idea and then they shopped it around. And Netflix was just the one that said. Okay, here you know, here's your money. Here's your money, and yeah. Netflix gave them the best deal. And based on some of the articles I was reading, you know, during the blah 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 fuck the fuck blah blah, was <laughs> that Netflix blah 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 fake fucking fucks. That was fast. <laughs> that was fast. Well, I because because I already had it ready. <laughs> but but you know, Netflix also like didn't blink at things like yes. Let's do the cat episode that's going to be entirely animated, you know, or, you know, it's we talk about Netflix bleeding money, but it's such a hard thing for me because it's like I know that Netflix is bleeding money, but I also appreciate the fact that Netflix will roll the dice on things like this. Yeah, well, that's that's what's good about that. It is what's good about that. But uh no, yeah. It, I mean this weekend I'm gonna try my best to uh get get as many episodes in because I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch the first, you know, episode well, when it once came you out. Get going, it's 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 great because it's, it's, it's hard a good, not it's I a good binge watch, watch, but also Oh yeah, I know. It's not a binge watch where you're like where you get frustrated if you can't like it it's easy to stop because it there there it's so almost, much to take in. Well, but it's almost a procedural structure, like because they the Every couple episodes, the cast, other than like the 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 dreams and stuff like that, gets switched up, and so it's not like a like cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger. But if you do want to watch them all together, it's it it flows really it's well. Fine. Yeah. All um, right. It looks like it's tracking to um, beat Witcher season one. Um, it's so much better than Witcher. I know. <laughs> it's so much better. I know. I'm, I'm and Witcher's like, a really good show. Witcher's a good show, but no, this Sandman is, is this better. Is like I'm so just much at, in the first level. days, Witcher did 541 million mm. hours. Um, and Sandman in the first two weeks did, or first week, uh, see, I don't, I don't have enough specificity in the data, did 127,000. You know what it reminds me of, so, though, is it, Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you. Were... Well, I was gonna say so. So it it could pretty easily be the second all time season on wow. Netflix behind Stranger Things season four. <laughs> it would need to beat six hundred fifty six million hours to beat uh, Bridgers in season two. And oh, so that would be <laughs> so that at the current rate, that would be a bit of a beat. a bit of a climb. That's a monster to beat. Top five. Yeah. It's got. You a... can't beat the horny housewives. 
Sorry. I mean, dream is a bit. <laughs> but it might have a, a pretty easy strut into top five all time. But it's amazing how many people are thirsting after the Corinthian. I mean, seriously. I mean, he looks good. So, oh, and he's wearing glasses that, that, all the, the time. The second he showed yeah. up, it's, it's Boyd Holbrook, and I was like, Boyd, yeah. I, I was like, oh yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Like yeah. <laughs> that guy. It's amazing how that guy's just like just shows up in random things. He's like, a lot more I, of a chameleon than you'd expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah he really much, is. He really much. is. I never yeah. anticipated that he was that <clears throat> versatile of a. Um, of a performer and because you never he, his performances don't look like he's like taken on a like like compare this to like logan and dude when i watched the trailer i was like is that i couldn't i was like i couldn't i i couldn't process whether that was him or not so i get what you're saying it's like and then i had to look it up i'm like okay it is boyd what, what's his name bro boyd Holbrook. uh Holbrook. Holbrook. yeah yeah yeah, so I know you're, I know what you're saying because like yeah, it was like it was something different. Even like, I mean, he was in the that one Predator movie that didn't quite do. Oh well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, shame so glad that I'm so glad that's the only Predator movie to this day I still haven't seen. Oh I yeah, seen it either. it's never. It's good. really, it's really. Uh, uh, Psylocke was in it. <laughs> oh god, yeah. The um, but no, like 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 Sandman kind of felt like uh, you know it at least for me when i was watching it 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 really kind of felt like uh it had that feel of like never ending story you know what i mean like that yeah. that sort of yes. that sort of take on fantasy and, and that sort of take on you know um you know never ending story you know imagination was was fading away you know and in this mm -hmm. one the dream world you know fading. was was at risk you know what i mean and so mm -hmm. I, 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 I kind of felt like that, that kind of parallel and like, and then the way that everything was kind of presented, it reminded me of like a never ending story type of world where it was just like, it, it's supposed to be over the top, you know, uh, I don't know how, how best to describe it, but um, it, it, it just really felt like that's what it kind of brought me back to was watching never, never ending story. Yeah. Well, and I love the, I was, I, I, Weirdly, even though I I was familiar with the story already, seeing it on screen made me realize just how strong the inspiration on the Matrix was. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously the Morpheus name and everything, but like the dream, the shared dreaming, and the like. Um. And then obviously Morpheus specifically, you know, time to wake up, Neo, and all that. Yeah. But, um. Whenever Morpheus and Constantine were going somewhere together, I was always just amazing. Neo. It's amazing when shows when you shows you, you start going like, "Hey, Matrix!" You know, I mean, anybody who's watched Westworld, you're gonna go have Matrix. Which, by the way, oh, I finished. Yeah. I, I finished Westworld season four. Oh my god! Oh. So fucking beautiful. My god, I was like. What is season five? five I, I don't even know. I don't even get like how could I mean like how what are they gonna do with season five? I really do you, don't. okay, Dave. I gotta ask you this. Mm. Do you feel like one because we're still waiting on an announcement that HBO is yes. greenlighting season five? But do you get the feeling that if they do greenlight season five, season five's it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think I, they've been they've been they saying for a while. Yeah. yeah, didn't didn't Nolan and his uh, and Joy talk about that? Like they were like yeah. five seasons. That's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> that's all. We, which is good. It's like well, no no seasons, year limit. Five yeah, seasons is like a, 
pretty good number. Like, well, and the fact that just like when you watch, like uh, again, season four of, of Westworld was like when you watch when you watch that first episode, you go, "What the fuck yeah. is going on here?" Like, how what what? And then all of a sudden, you you start going going, and you get to that episode four, and you go. Oh, and then you go, okay, oh shit. I mean, man. And then you start thinking about season one. And you go, oh, I get it. I get it. And it's like, how did they fucking do this with each season going, oh yeah, we're going to change it up and then change it up and then change it up. And you're like, oh, okay. But they don't like throw it in your face right off the bat. They go, we're going to lead you into what we're doing yeah. here. And then you go, oh my God, that's what's happening. Holy shit. And then, but I don't, I have no idea. I'm like season five, the way that this season ended, it almost could have been like, Hey, this could have been the series finale, but then it's like, but not really. Cause it does leave a loose end and you go, what's going to happen. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, uh, oh shit. God damn it. I love, I, I just love the ending because it's, it was going back to season one again. Yeah. Yes. Definitely but, but, goes back. Like, to season yes, one. Thank you. But yeah. there's also, but there's also like, thematically what are you gonna do with season five fuck like, it's gonna be it, crazy i i i would love for season five avoiding spoilers uh but i would love for season five to be that season one revisit with sounds like some sort of thematic shift mm. with the story like it's probably what's gonna be. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, but what? But what is the story? Because that's the thing about Westworld. I can never guess what the story's gonna be. I think two things are just you know guaranteed to happen. We'll definitely be getting Ford back. And oh, wouldn't it be great oh, to see Anthony yeah. Hopkins again? I mean, seriously. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's not. And get we'll get to anybody has seen it, but yes, yes, I think it's always like one of those things where you go, "When is where yeah. is he? Or has he always been present this whole time?" I mean, like it's like one of those things where you go, huh, huh. like if you could think about some of the things, speeches that he had in season one, you go, oh, and you sure. think about some things that happened in season two. And yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, I've yeah. only seen yeah. season one, so I thought it was really good. I just haven't gotten around to season. <laughs> oh, season oh yeah, you got You got now. Really... I'm Dave. Now I'm Dave in the Sandman. I know. Talk, you know? Like... Sandman talk. <laughs> but but Andre, you might. Uh, one thing I've talked about is that people who have criticized certain seasons of Westworld, I think it's because they didn't have the memory or the patience for the week to week release. And right. I think the binge helps because this show is so tied together. And mm. so it doesn't, you don't get a lot of exp exposition episode to episode yeah. to remind you. They just expect mm. you to like, oh no, we're the writers. The writers, they expect on. you to be smart. Yeah. Yes. Like that happened and, a lot with uh, Mad Men. Every time a new season would start, I'd be like, what the hell happened last season again? And then I'd have to like, remind myself, like, okay, yeah. It no, wasn't no. even a recap. <laughs> no, it, it, it would just start up. You're like, oh, shit, what? Yeah. Oh, I, and I, they try. I mean, like, when you watch an HBO Max, they give you a recap, but then all of a sudden they'll be like, it's season four. Oh, then they'll show you something in season one. You go, wait, oh, yeah, that's right. That's significant. What is that? Oh, shit. A fly, a fly is significant. Oh, that's why the fly is significant. It's like I oh. like that. 
uh, Hemsworth character. He's so just normal. Oh, I love dude. him so much, dude. I know, I dude. Like for like Stubbs. the first, the first season, I was why does this I guy mean... look familiar? Why does this guy look familiar? And then I'm like, oh, he was in Thor. He played Thor in the the theatrical thing. Oh, he's actually fucking Chris Hemsworth's older brother. No shit. <laughs> he just didn't get the height. <laughs> He didn't get the height as the other Hemsworths. He's a little wait, shorter. Wait, Chris and I'm Hemsworth like, isn't the oldest? No. I Luke, thought he w- I, Luke, Luke is, right? There's isn't Luke th- the oldest? three of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Luke, Liam. One is Chris. Liam. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought Luke is the oldest, right? If you found thought- out right now that there was a fourth Hemsworth, would you be shocked? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Jake. Jake Hemsworth. <laughs> Where is he at these days? No, I, I, him up. I don't know. I just always know, I can tell you exactly what he looks like. Yeah, he's about Luke, this Luke, tall. Luke. He's blonde. He's, he's got Luke, Luke, Luke is Luke. seriously like Luke is like five inches shorter than the other. Luke two, is which... five nine. Yeah, and he is five 40, nine. And he's and he's forty one right now. He'll be forty two. So he's he is, the oldest. Right? He's the oldest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I when I when I looked them up, I'm like, oh shit! And I saw all three of them together. I'm like, ah, oh, poor guy, I didn't get the height. <laughs> I was like, but I was like, hey, I feel you, brother. I feel you. I didn't get the height either, you know. So, but, but it's so good you know? in the show. Oh, he's so awesome. He's great. He's great. <laughs> Everyone so, talks like you know they're being poetic and you know prophetic lines and all that, and he's just regular dude. Just yeah. <laughs> oh shit, now we got to do this and stuff like that. Fuck so Bernard. Funny. Fuck you, Bernard. Yeah, Fuck you, Bernard. yeah. yeah stuff like oh, that. Oh, Jeffrey yeah. Wright. Oh, my oh, God. So good. He's so good. So good. So, so the Andre Gibb. Thompson, so good. God oh, yeah. Man. Oh, and, and Tandy Newton. Is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's looks, so good. You know? He looks more Everybody's like so he's good. related to... Um, like he's more more like he's related to Chris Pine than Chris Hemsworth. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. He, does. <laughs> he looks like Chris Pine's brother more than Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. But anyways, guys, I think this is a good way to stop. Uh, I know Andre, you said you had a dip, and I was like, yeah, this is probably a good way to. You know, we're already over four hours into this thing. We're we're going into Westworld territory, <laughs> and I this could be an entire fucking stream. Um, you know, we maybe we'll do that one of these days. We just talk about Westworld because, god damn it, that show man and i i mean i and i love it too like uh aaron paul even recently said that um one of the one of his performances in one of the episodes he can't even watch because it was so hard to like do and i was like yep that 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 scene right there i could see especially being a father i was like yeah and it was like god damn it and aaron paul is just a fucking phenomenal actor i mean i'm so glad that like he's (laughs) I mean, obviously he did. I mean, obviously we know about the uh, Better Call Saul thing and he did mm-hmm. something again, but he was basically saying, all right, that's it for Jesse Pinkman. There's not going to be any more of that because, you know, he's finally saying goodbye. But then he also talked about an episode that he did with uh, this season of Westworld. He was like, I couldn't even watch it because I can't revisit it. It was hard. I was like, God damn. I was like, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Well, the you stuff know. that his character goes through this season. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. He gets fucking rung through the... Damn, Jesus Christ. I also love the uh, intro change this season. And I was yeah. waiting for oh, that to happen in the show. that's another thing about Westworld is I love the fact <laughs> that the intro make won't make any sense to you until, until the like the end of the season. Yeah. And you're like, it was there the entire time. Yeah. Just like Severance. Right. 
just like Severin. Yes. You're like, you're like, why is it showing all? Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And that's what's funny because, like, when I went to the episode, when, when I got into ep- uh, season four, I went, what the fuck does that mean? Because I know, I know yeah. now. And I'm like, mm. and then all of a sudden I'm like, and then I was like, I don't, is it, does it mean this? Does it mean, and then all of a sudden when it reached a certain point where it was later in the season, I went, oh, that's what that means. Because this every one? time I don't skip the intro. I, oh, no, that, I love that, that, that is not a skip intro. No, show. I, I love that theme song. I love that theme song. Yeah. And I love everything. Was this uh, season made during COVID? I think so. Um, uh, that's yeah. why That's why the whole, you know, housefly thing was kind of similar to that. Mm. COVID spreading and all that. It's funny too because in Breaking Bad they had a whole episode about a fly. Oh, I remember that! Oh, that episode was so such good. a great episode. Such a great episode between it was just a contained episode between uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Such a great episode, like one of the best, like top five, honestly. And they did it because they had to save money. That's what's so funny about that. They're like, we had to save money, so let's have a contained episode, and it ended up being one of the best fucking episodes of the whole fucking series. If if you, it's it's kind of wild how often a bottle episode ends up being like. Um, remember that used to happen in Community too. They didn't even call it out. We're like, it's a bottle episode. Yeah, they would because um, you were waiting for the but, bottle episode like every season. But it like a good writer, I think, does um often turns those into like the best, the best shows of like a lot of seasons, which is wild that you'd think it would be like a handicap, but um. Yeah, it's not impressive. ends up being one of the best. But anyways, let's uh let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh Andre, I know you gotta go, so you go ahead and go first, promote yourself and get uh, out of here. yeah, you can find me on the Nicotina show on YouTube and also on Twitter, Vero and Instagram. Um just put out my uh tinfoil hat theory about Black Adam, which is just me thinking out loud. Uh, so definitely check it out. Only for members, so when we become a member, you know, just think about it. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Nice. All right, Stephen. Yeah, I am Stephen Colbert. You can find me on social media at SM Colbert. Uh, you can find my podcast with Andrew Dice at SnyderMinute.com, and uh, you can also find my writing at ScreenRant.com. Um, this week I did Why is DC Still Willing to Release the Flash movie? And uh, is Ezra Miller's apology enough to save the Flash along with uh, some in- other interesting um, pieces? But since we were talking about the Flash tonight, um, I give a little more structured explanation and some it's less argumentative, but uh, but um, <laughs> definitely kind of my, my presentation of the facts as we know them. Um, so check those out. Cool. KC. You can find me at Krypton Cage on all social media as well as the real at the Real Talk Life. Now it's Scott and I'm gonna interrupt. <laughs> yeah, I'll turn my mic off. <laughs> Child. 
right. You can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, and YouTube with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. We're also fan-supported at Patreon.com slash SquadcastMedia. And this Sunday night, be sure to join Dave and me here on this channel for Batman the Phantom Stream, where we will be discussing the late David Warner's first full episode appearance as Ra's al Ghul in The Demon's Quest Part 1. Yes. Oh, oh it's going to be a good episode. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to revisiting it. And uh, yeah, make sure you guys tune into that. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, do everything. Everything's all provided down below. Thank you to the <laughs> panel. Thank you to everybody who has uh, joined tonight. Thank you to ACS, who is also here. And uh, we will talk to you guys later. Later.